pressing the button. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Slowdown, podcast number 64, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about episode 515, Follow the Leader, and we have a special guest, our special guest, back with us for this podcast, Jen. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to you. It's, it's going to be awesome to have a, uh, a threesome on this podcast. Oh, what did oh, I yeah. say? Yikes. Whoa. Don't bother any threesome. <laughs> uh, but that I meant three people talking. Yes. yes. Of course. And of course. In, in preparation for uh, my appearance this week, appearance this week, I've actually been listening to the podcast. I've listened awesome. to every episode this season, except that I didn't finish this last week's episode uh, because I was not at work as much. Ah, so you had no place to listen to it. I do, well, I, I don't have an iPod. It broke um, a long time ago. So I guess I could be listening to it at home on one of my two computers. But for some reason, that didn't occur to me until just now. So yeah. let's just edit that well, part out. I, I assume most people listen to us at work, you know, spreadsheets, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so refresh our memory. When was the last time you were on the podcast? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce that question over to Justin. <laughs> yeah, I can answer that. <laughs> the last podcast she did was uh, Eggtown last season. Eggtown, yeah. Oh, which was thanks. episode four. You're uh, welcome. Of season four. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thanks for joining us, Jen. We'll catch you next year. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I really, I didn't think I was going to make it this season, um, and I, I barely, I barely did, barely each then. So. Well, as the as the law slowdown lore goes, whichever podcast you're on, uh, the episode that comes on after that is good. Yeah. So I predict, based exclusively on that trend that this coming episode, the season finale, is, is going to be good. At least yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, although I have to say, uh, as, as anyone who visits TLLD.net knows, I spend a lot of time for them. And it seems like a lot of your, uh, your wonderful fans are pretty pissed off at, at the past couple of episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They might not be so happy with the season finale because I think it's probably going to be filled with a lot of things that they'll argue about whether or not we're paradoxes. You know, no. yeah, I think that's really the the big the big trend here. Uh, that's the territory we're, we're we're getting into now is uh, how, you know how many paradoxes they're going to have to deal with by the end of the episode mm-hmm. or end of the season. Um, so it's going to be pretty interesting, especially considering this episode was you know was the one that started a lot of paradoxes or seeming paradoxes, yeah. pseudo pseudodoxes yeah. as they as they say in, in academia. Or, can we call them contradoxes? Controversial paradoxes. <laughs> uh, That's good too. <clears throat> or uh or paradoxes. Yes. Can I can I can I go that? Can I does that mean with fake Faraday. paradoxes, or does that mean paradoxes because of Faraday? I think it's both, which is okay. awesome. Nice. It doesn't have any connection to the pharaohs who once uh, who once ruled the island. You know what? It's it's the uh, it's the meta f word. It covers so much. <laughs> it's the meta fake. <laughs> 
They can cover <laughs> pHs as well, apparently. They really can. Yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> All right. I wish Dan Faraday spelled his name with a P. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, if he was, if he, if he was truly British, he would. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a but point I think we there. all know that, in spite of his parentage, he's not British. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I really wonder how that happened. Like, who raised him? And also, why are his parents Widmore and Hawking, and his last name is Faraday? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking about that when I rewatched it. Um. Yeah. Like, where did he well, get maybe, that name maybe, from? Uh, maybe, maybe Eloise, you know, found another lover, Remarried. and they got married, mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Faraday ah. was a very nice stepfather. I see. Okay. We just never saw him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Yet. Yet. Okay, good point. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, are you saying that that Dan's stepfather is a clever fellow who built the lamppost? Oh, no. Did I hear you just say that, guys? Uh, well, I, I can either confirm nor disconfirm that. Not the All clever right. fellow again. <laughs> You're going to work that clever fellow in no matter what. Yes, I'm going to use this thing I call a shoehorn. <laughs> <laughs> it does me well. Um... So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about in this episode, a lot to speculate about next episode. Um, So this is uh, episode uh, 515, Follow the Leader, um, which, uh, you know, we get to see who the leader is, right? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think think, uh, essentially uh, essentially the, the leader is Locke, right? Yeah. As Ben says, I will follow you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Almost. <laughs> Did he really say that? No, it's not really close. It's, yeah. I don't remember it sounding so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just that's just a bit of what I put on it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Emerson wasn't going there, but I, I thought it was necessary. Yeah, I'm glad you went there. Um. So what did you guys think? Oh, we'll go around the, the uh, imaginary table. Um, shall, shall I start being the farthest east? Do you want to start? Okay. Yeah, we'll go on a line across the country. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think no, Jen, I I think Jen I, should start. Yeah, I don't have much to say because it, it seems a little silly for me to rate it since I haven't been telling you, your audience what I've thought of the previous episodes. But I really enjoyed it with a, a couple of exceptions that you'll get to hear me harp on uh, ad infinitum later this evening. Nice. So, but I, I guess I guess I, in spite of the fact that you have no frame of reference, uh, I'll give it an A minus. A minus. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. I I liked it quite a bit. So there you go. There you go. All right. Okay. Justin, okay. what 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 say you? Well, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It pretty much uh, blew me away um, in terms of uh, surprising me. Um, uh, and that was nice. The show hasn't quite surprised me like that for a while, so it's a good change of pace. It kind of felt like, to me, it kind of felt like part one of the finale. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't, it's hard for me to see it as a single episode by itself because it really just, uh, it, you know, it doesn't, I don't think it really stands on its own. Um, and that's the only, um, 
drawback for me. Like it, it, it doesn't really work. I think as a self-contained episode. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really deliver too much, um, uh, of substance, but it does set up a lot of things and throw in a lot of good surprises. And I really enjoyed watching it. It brings up a lot of crazy issues overall. I mean, I, I enjoyed watching it a lot, but I hesitate to give it an A just for those, uh, just because of those drawbacks I just mentioned. So I, I, I think I pretty much agree. I, I would probably give it an A minus as well. Interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I, I, I think that is the drawback of this episode is it's really just a setup episode. You know, you got to have it uh, when because the finale is definitely gonna have to you know be you know be packing a big punch. Um, so you got to have an episode that sets all that up, um, you know, but, and I would agree too, that, uh, there were a couple of twists in the story that I did not see coming and things I'm like, oh, they're not going to do that. Oh, that's not going to make any sense. They're not going to do that. And then they do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, what are they going to do now? Um, yeah. There were a couple, yeah, there were a couple little turns, um, uh, overall, it was, you know, it was pretty good, you know, uh, definitely keeping up uh, with the quality of this season. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to go for the uh, the perfect A-minus score. Uh, A-minuses from all the judges. Wow, it's unanimous. Unanimous. I get, that means it really gets an A-minus. <laughs> that means the official <laughs> loss lowdown score is A-minus. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. You know, you, know who, you know what really earned the A minus, I, I think, um, is all the Richard. Mm. So much that Richard. He, you said he earned so, the A minus. Yeah, he earned the episode the A minus. Oh, you episode mean it was, it was just too much Richard? No, I'm saying it was so much good Richard. Oh, really? See, I, I I'm I'm on the fence about Richard in this episode. Uh, large, and you know, we'll talk about it, but largely because. You know, we sort of see the limits of what he knows, uh, and he's in he's in every time period, uh, which is yeah. good in a way, but it's but it. it's also weird just to be like, wait, when are we now? <laughs> you know, because your shirt hasn't changed in like a hundred years, buddy. You know? <laughs> like, you got the same those jaunty pants. Yeah, it's like you got the same same everything, um, and he likes to tuck it in. He's got yeah. to have it tucked in because it's more comfortable that way, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Richard's Richard's a crazy guy. Yeah, I would share your viewpoint. I, I like Richard. He's an interesting character. I want to know more about him. But this episode definitely made it clear to me that, you know, he might be really old and there might be some weird stuff going on with him. But he certainly doesn't know everything and he certainly seems to be bewildered every Mm -hmm. time he's encountered with um you know these these time travel issues and you know pretty much anything weird going on like he doesn't seem to expect it or understand it Um, yeah he seems as surprised as anyone would be and so it kind of just seems like he's this really old guy who doesn't age but that's it you know it's like what do you do yeah, you know, I think at this point, he, and well, he's an advisor. He provides advice. Um, yeah, yeah. What does that really mean? No, I mean, uh, but but still, I, I really like that actor. I think he has a good gravitas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was it was nice seeing him in all the time period. It was I a lot more the, Richard than we usually get. Yeah, it was. I liked the it was little a, it was fact a that he gave Jack too. 
The what? The staff he gave Jack about how they were going to get the bomb out of the tunnel. Oh, he did sass Jack. That was weird. (laughs) <laughs> not used, I'm not used to Richard being sassy. Yeah, you know, and I, I didn't think that Jack had really been that uh, unreasonable in this game. No, I think Richard in both time periods is in a, is in a very strange situation with, uh, you know, he's, he doesn't know what's going on. And I love, you know, sort of, he at, you know, when, when they're sort of before they get, they go underwater to the, to the tunnels, you know, he asked, you know, after the guy gets shot at, by, by Saeed, he asked Louise, you know, what are we doing here, blah, blah, blah. And she kind of tells him, but she doesn't really, you know, why, you know. And so he's, I think he's pissed off that he kind of has to sort of just follow orders and he doesn't know what's going on. And the same in, in Locke's uh, storyline, too, is, is another situation yeah. of, like, he's got to sort of fulfill this thing. He's got to do with, you know, what Ellie says or what Locke says, and uh, but he doesn't really, you know, want to. Um, I, to me, what was weird most about Richard was um, was was it doesn't seem like spe- not only that he doesn't know what's going on, sort of, but specifically with this series of events with the time travel and Locke, like he didn't sort of like in the fifties, you know, Dan tells him to bury the bomb mm-hmm. and Locke is there and he you know tells him all the crazy stuff, uh, and he doesn't sort of get invested and figure something out on his own the last 20-something years before, Locke, before you know, these guys get there in the 70s. Uh, it just seems like, specifically for this series of events, you'd think he'd be more plugged in uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, maybe he doesn't know everything about the island or something, but, but like, this thing, it seems like he really should, should be trying to figure out what's going on here. He's had, like, and in, in, in the 2007 time period, he's had, like, you know, 30 years from the events of the 70s, to sort of think about it and the sort of all, you know, all this stuff. And, and it just seems like, you know, he hasn't really thought about it. <laughs> you know, no. he hasn't really made any, I don't know. I, I, I still have hope. I hope they don't turn, you know, Richard into Rosinski, you know, where it's like some character we really like, and, you know, we see him and then we just get too much and they go t- to a bad direction, you know. If they ruin Richard, I it really will be sad. Yeah. But we'll I, mean, I, I agree with all that. Yeah, uh, he did. He did. Uh, he did go and, um, you know, go and see Locke when he was born. Yeah, I thought um, about that. That seems like an anomaly. And what, it's like, what else did he do? And he followed up with him later. There was that scene where he went into his house and showed him the objects and all that. Yeah. I really don't know how that fits into the story now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that's supposed to mean or what the takeaway is from that, um, but I have a theory, <laughs> and okay. I will present it as we go. Ooh! So that's a tease. Yeah, that's a tease. It's um, it doesn't really make any sense, but <laughs> it occurred to me, so I'm just gonna throw it out there. You're teasing us less and less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well. All right, sorry, I don't want to undercut my theory. It's it's quite exciting. Please, please stay. All right, <laughs> all right, we're back to the original level of of teasement. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess I'm going to be narrating. I'm going to be your narrator for today. Uh, so uh, are you guys ready to start? Anything else before we really um, dive in? Yeah, here? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Ready? Okay. I'm ready. All right, so let's see. We start off um, at the beginning. We uh, 
we do a bit of a uh, replay of the uh, Faraday death scene from the last episode, uh, but this time it's really more from um, Jack and Kate's point of view as they as they watch uh, from uh, in the bushes. Uh, Jack thinks um, that uh, that this is why they're here, or they're there. Um, uh, I guess I guess he means the. Uh, the uh, the nuclear bomb thing. Um, then they hear the gunshot, and uh, Jack wants to go help. Uh, Kate wants to run and pulls Jack away. And then a, a hostile on horseback rides by and hits Jack in the face. Uh, then uh, then the hostile gets off the horse and holds Jack and Kate at gunpoint. And uh, Widmore uh, shows up and uh, asks them who they are. All right. Yeah. End of scene. Um, who they are and uh, where the hell they're from, right? Oh, did he say that too? Where the hell they're from is the the line they leave off of, so they can cut to thirty years later. Wow. You know the answer question. Wait a minute, but that doesn't happen. Oh, that's no, that's the next scene when he says that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, when he, when Eloise comes Yeah, this in. is, yeah, this is just that first part. Okay. You Should I go to the next part? Yeah. Okay. So Hawking uh, reads Dan's journal and sees uh, the message she wrote in there um, later. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Widmore asks what happened. Richard explains. Uh Hawking asks Jack and Kate if they came with Dan. Jack says yes. Uh, then she says, put them in my tent. Woodmore thinks that Dharma has declared war. Hawking says they aren't from Dharma. Woodmore says, then where the hell are they from? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good uh, Woodmore. <laughs> yeah, I've been working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, then we go to 30 years later. Um but any comments on these uh this first bit here? Kate Jack. Um, uh Well, I guess Dan's dead, huh? Yeah, sure looks like Dan's dead. He kinda <laughs> lied there for the whole episode. Yeah, I guess I guess Dan's dead. Hmm. Not coming back from that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad you're no Michael Emerson or you'll be live. <laughs> oh. So true. They just, they just take you to the temple, <laughs> like they did a couple episodes ago. Aww. But no, we can't do that for you. Nah, he doesn't get to go to the temple. No. He's not special. He's not. He's just a clever young man. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the clever fellow strikes again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's not a lot here. Uh, I was surprised that uh, the hostiles had horses. You know, I, I'm surprised about a lot of things, but uh, yeah, the the horse was the horse was strange. Have we seen horses before? Actually, I want to say that we have. And yeah, we, I feel like we 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 had a horse conversation. Uh, yeah, before. yeah, we noted that maybe that's why there was there's horses running around. Yeah, like Kate's horse. Yeah, the, the, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but did Dharma have horses? Anybody remember? No. 
Because if they had a horse, they'd have to put the Dharma logo on it. <laughs> with the Dharma logo and the word horse on it. <laughs> would the Dharma logo, like, be a horse? No, it, it wouldn't be that yeah. straightforward. Okay, okay. <laughs> be something else. Some sort of, like, Greek symbol for a horse or something? Yeah. <laughs> the Greco horse symbol. Um, yeah, the horse thing was weird. Um, I love how, you know, the guy comes up and Jack, like, you know, puts his hands up and, you know, gets in line to get slapped by that gun. It's just mm-hmm. like, man, he had his hands up. Yeah. They, I think the, the others were pretty, were pretty brutal in this episode. A little like, oh, I'm going to just be mean because I don't yeah. know why. Because it, it's the end of the season. Because it's the end of the season. They're not yeah, fucking around much. anymore. Everybody's just like really rough this episode. Yeah. yeah. They, they would hold back more in the old days, uh, earlier in the season, but uh, now they're serious about everything. Yeah. And they're just going to yeah. threaten to shoot people constantly, and it's just, you know. And and the same with, with Red Zinsky and Phil. And I, you know, I, I just got to say, in this episode, people just kept getting their shit kicked out of them. And then yeah. it just seemed like they were fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, spinning up a little blood, and then five minutes later, oh, I guess I guess that somebody gave you a washcloth because now you just... <laughs> yeah, I did notice that, that Sawyer and Julia were, were cleaned up in the in the sub scene at the very end. Uh, and I'm like, and then, you know, they weren't like writhing in pain. And I'm like, oh, you guys mm-hmm. are over that now, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing too. Like somebody cleaned them up and... Yeah, maybe that. once Sawyer drew the map, they just, they gave him a bath. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> now somebody clean these guys up. I'm pretty okay, I, I drew I'm your map, now draw me a bath. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I looked at this, the woman who plays, um, who plays Miss Hawking at this age, and she is silly, I don't know why I'm even telling you this, but she's married to that guy, Ian Griffith. Or however you say this dude's name. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I l- I saw that because I l- I looked her up earlier as well. Yeah. Who who's that guy? He, he, have you seen the Fantastic Four? Who did he play? Oh, Mr. Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't actually seen it. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reed Richards. Yeah. Um, he did another thing. But... She's married to him, huh? Yes, I am. Well, anyway, congratulations well, to her, one thing yes. I really liked about the first, the first scene, or the first part of the scene that you just played out, was the timing when, when Jack's like, maybe this is why yes. he's here, and then bam, he's <laughs> over and shot down. Yeah, it's great. What if this is our chance? This is our only hope. Boom. Okay. Well, oops. <laughs> yeah, it was great timing. <laughs> Anyway, that doesn't uh, that doesn't dissuade Jack. He's he's still uh, he's still on a mission. Yeah. You know, yeah. The whole thing is, um, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. But but I I think it's 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 strange that people who are time traveling sort of don't have perspective on their situation uh, of. Um, you know, the whole idea of trying to change it and the whole idea of this is why we're here and all that stuff, um, you know, it just seems like you, you know, I think we talked about it last podcast, is, you know, if, if you're in a situation like that, you have to just wonder if, 
you know, if you're just if you're just part of what's going to happen, not that you're there to change what's going to happen, you know. Right. And we'll we'll see if these, you know, because I don't, I mean, I just don't think they're gonna they're gonna really change everything, you know, like, oh look, the plane lands, and you know, yay, aren't we all happy? We spent five seasons with them, you know, watching them, uh, you know, live out their lives from the consequences of their plane not landing. And then we get a season of seeing what they would do when the plane did land, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't, that, isn't that fun? No, that's not fun. That's oh, not my not. idea of fun. Oh, okay. You know what? You know what I really don't want to ever have to see is uh, is them all boarding the plane again in Sydney and not <laughs> recognizing each other or recognizing each other. I don't want to see that plane get boarded again. I don't. I, I don't want to ever. I don't want to like, see. They they all get on the plane in Sydney. You know, but then and then they, they nobody's recognizing each other, and then like Jack passes Kate, and they share a glance. Oh, and they're like, maybe we knew each other in a past oh, life. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Yeah. Well, that is that is really yeah. You know what? I don't think it's gonna happen. It, it, they, you know, from how they've written the show, they, that's just that just doesn't seem like something they'd be interested in doing. I really don't think we're going to get that. Yeah, I feel like that's the kind of thing you do when you don't have an end date and you want to yes. keep the show going. Yeah, exactly. You can just kind of wipe the slate clean and start over. Yeah. And get a whole new, like, setup going. So, yeah, that's that's mainly why I don't think they'll do it. I definitely also hope they won't do it. So Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, something's going to happen. But I think you're right. I feel like what's going to turn out is, you know, they're going to cause the incident rather than prevent it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm starting to think it may be that they, it's either that they, they cause the incident or that I'm thinking maybe that they're going to help prevent the incident from being a catastrophe by doing what they're doing. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Because I feel like the fact that, that you know, Rosinski's like, we, you know, drill, baby, drill. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, like he's. Um, uh, I didn't realize what political allegory we were watching. Honestly, I think there was there was some sort of uh, some sort of uh, thing with Rosinski taking over power in the name of you know security. Security. Uh, I thought that it was a little too familiar. You know, uh, it was it was you know using torture to like get information. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just—I don't know, guys. You tell me if they Uh-oh. watch if they watch Galactic the news and follow politics. Yeah, yeah, I think you're onto something. I think Rosinski's, you know, Russian for Republican, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my Russian very well. That doesn't really make sense, but I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> Found them in the bushes, crouched in the bushes like rats. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
What was that? He never, he never uh, passes up the chance to throw in a simile. Yeah, right? <laughs> he really does it. Um, it was weird that he's just like, I'm like rats. Like, they, you know... That's just I think weird... didn't he didn't he say Ben was like a was like a rat or something when he when he Did came he into his rat? hotel room? Yeah, he's got like a rat thing going on. Yeah, he just loves uh, <laughs> rat comparisons. Oh wow! <laughs> maybe he has a rat phobia. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe he has a uh, some kind of uh, problem with a rat, or he used to have a pet rat and. He did something to him, or or maybe it just died. I don't know. But hey, I, hey, let's all speculate about the rat connections to Woodmars. <laughs> what do you think, Jen? Yeah, I I'm sorry. I'm just taking this all in. I, <laughs> we really, you know, we here at the Lost Lowdown. I think we catch the things, the episodes that no one else really cares to talk about. <laughs> I agree. No one's it's talking true. about the, the rat connection. <laughs> Why? Why is no one talking about it? That. Well, oh, do I have to be the one to say it? Probably. Next scene. Next scene. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, derail things prematurely. Uh, okay. So the next scene we go 30 years later, of course. Um, uh, Richard builds a ship in a bottle on the beach. Um, Locke arrives at the other's camp with a boar for dinner. Richard is surprised to see Locke. A dinner that's never prepared or eaten. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Richard is surprised (laughs) to see Locke after three years. Um, Locke wants uh, Richard to come along on an errand. Uh, Richard says there's something different about Locke. Locke says he has a purpose. Um, then Ben and Son walk into the camp. Um, ben tells Son that Locke is the leader now. And then he tells Son that Richard is an advisor and has been for a long time. Then Son uh, takes out the uh, Dharma photo and shows it to Richard, asking if Richard remembers the people in the photo. Richard says that he remembers them because he watched them all die. Boom. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was a quick episode. <laughs> it was really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really could have ended it there. Yeah, they got straight to the point. That was that was a serious thing that they never addressed again. Yeah, we'll, we'll address that one in the finale. Yeah, that's true. As we watch them all die, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're asking a lot. Um, uh, I don't know. Damon and Carlton, I guess, to have me believe that all of those characters are going to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be a cool cliffhanger, but it's just completely uh, ridiculous that, that they would all die. Yeah. Like, like they would go into next season with nothing but <laughs> Locke and Son and Frank and Ben, and that's it. And Richard. And Richard, yeah. Like and Alana and Bram. Like they, yeah, but they're not really, like, main characters. Oh, well, they have to be next well, season, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, that's going to be the show from now on. Like, forget about all those people. Like, that's ridiculous. They shouldn't have died. There's <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know, if they hadn't have died. <laughs> they hadn't have died. I blame Jack. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, um... 
the question is, what does he mean by this? And another question is, are they really expecting us to believe that? Like, not yeah. just not just in terms of, you know, they're not going to kill those characters, but in terms of, like, Richard all along has remembered those characters dying in the 70s. Like, that's just too weird for me. Oh, uh, you know, You know, he's yeah. been interacting with them, uh, and, uh, you know, um... Ah, anyway. see, here's the, and I think part of I'll, I'll take a crack at those two questions, but part of what muddles it, I think, is you know she shows some of the people in the picture who isn't everyone who's there, you know, in the mm-hmm. in, in the in the 70s, and and so you know, and we know only at this point a couple of them are involved in sort of getting the bomb. So it's like, who does he even really think is part of the group that dies, you know? Because right. it's really not necessarily everyone who's in the 70s. It's not necessarily everyone who's in the picture, yeah. you know? Uh, so that's that's part of what muddles, you know, sort of what he means. Um, it is weird to think yeah. that he that he thinks that they died. Um, it seems like he should have assumed... I mean, I'm assuming what's going to happen is, you know, something goes... The bomb goes off, or there's some flashes, or, you know... You know, maybe there is an explosion and they seem dead, but um, yeah, but here, all uh, their disappearance off the airplane. Say it again. Or maybe they just disappear in front of Richard's eyes. Well, like, but he shouldn't call that dying because he's seen other people disappear and didn't. I mean, he saw Locke disappear and didn't really call that dying, but. It should be more than just disappearing, but... Um, yeah, he should but, have some reason to think they're actually dead. Yeah, but if they disappear because they detonated a hydrogen bomb, I could see him thinking... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. As long as something else goes off, they they definitely will disappear. But as long as, you know, something else happens that sort of makes it seem like, you know, the the building that they're in blows up or something, you know. Yeah. I mean, unless uh, he's just sort of skating past to the fact that she's identified these three people in the picture, and what he really means is, I watched them all die in the purge. Which, he didn't see those people die in the purge, because they don't die in the purge. Oh, that's a good point, if he's thinking they were part of Dharma, and all the Dharma oh, people died. That, oh, I guess it could mean something like that. But I think she specifically uh, indicated... She yeah. Yeah, she's talking about thirty years ago. Up. But 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 he could he could still be just saying, Well, they're Dharma, so I must have seen them die. But I I do think uh Jack, Kate and Hurley are, are in the photo and they're all three in different places. So mm-hmm. so that basically covers the spectrum of what's going on in the seventies. So Yeah, exactly. Uh so I don't really uh I don't feel like it's even possible for him to see them all die at the at the way things are right now. Yeah. Um, they're all I mean, Here's the answer to your question, though, is whether we're supposed to believe, they want us to believe it. I don't think they really want us to believe that, considering, you know, later, Sun says, do you think they're all dead? And Locke says, you know, I don't think we went all, through all this for nothing. And I think, he, you know, they're talk, they got to be talking to the audience, too, because, you know, we've all been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, literally, <laughs> you know, having to figure out what's going on with this show. Um, and I don't think it was all for nothing, you know, that they would really just rewind everything and, you know, have these people be dead and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like the son's really not going to reunite with Jen. Come on. You know, if that was the case, he would be alive. Come now. on. <laughs> you know, that just no one's going to believe that, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, they have to do that. Yeah. They have to. Um... But the question really is, what does Richard think he saw? You know, what is, or what does he think 
Or what did he see, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, and of course they didn't specify so that they can, you know, do whatever they want. A.K.A. have people watch the next episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is exactly what that is also known as. (laughs) Thank you. It's sort of, it's further the the idea that you're pointing out that people really want us to think that. Just the mere fact that they have all three of these people in completely different scenarios and different places on the island. If they really Mm -hmm. wanted us to think that these people might die, then they would have put them all in the same position. Um, Yeah. Where it could have happened. Like, send them all to, I mean, Hurley never would have made that swim, but put them all there with the bomb or something like that. You know, it's what I like to call the the second scene cliffhanger. You know, it's not the big thing that's going to, that the episode's about. So it's just to get you to keep watching. And so we can all be like, they're not going to die. Let's watch how they not die. (laughs) 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 Okay. So no one here is willing to say that all of the characters in the seventies are going to (laughs) die. Is that right? That is correct. I, I will go on the record to say that uh, the main lost characters will in the 70s will not die. Okay. All right. I, I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. All right. So. Um, okay. So anything else about this scene? Uh, so this is the scene where, uh, it was weird to me Locke came in with the boar. Like, like, I I sort of thought Locke had already sort of been back and said hi to Richard and then went and got a boar and came back or Mm -hmm. something, but that's not what happened. No. Uh, He just, on the way, got a boar. Yeah. Uh, and what did you guys say? That they didn't actually eat it? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh... (laughs) I, I think she pointed out they never they never had dinner. I don't think it was time to have dinner. Locke came in and he's like, We gotta go here, we gotta go there, we gotta like yeah, they, they Locke came in. I don't know why he even brought the boar. Uh except for my next point of uh where Richard says something's different about you and Locke goes, I have a purpose now. Um so Yeah, I somehow mean, him killing boars is a symbol for his purpose. Well, it's it's a symbol of his of his uh, uh, attainment of the you know of his goal of season one, I think. And yeah. For the season one, whenever Locke throws knives or uh, or you know or catches a boar, you know, or you know smiles with a, a lemon in his mouth, <laughs> orange in his mouth, uh, it's season one Locke, you know, uh, yeah. which is, is which is a good Locke. It's yeah. the Locke that's like, ooh, you know, this guy's awesome. He's got these mystical qualities about him. Yeah. And, and, he, th- and he doesn't throw dishes. Right. You know, uh, and that Locke is so back in full force, you know, in this episode. He's he's the man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely kind of shorthand for, for people who have been following the show. They they understand if Locke comes in with a boar, they know what that means. Mm-hmm. You know. Especially considering that the boar, the boar migrated away. Yeah, that's right. Don't forget that. <laughs> no, but remember, that was a lie. <laughs> oh, was it a lie? That's one of those things that often lost in these, uh, in these uh, discussions. But, yeah, he was actually lying at the time for some reason, which I now can't recall. He, oh, he was lying right. to cover up for the fact that he and Boone were not going out hunting. Yes. Oh, that's right. Was, yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, you know, I always think it was the truth because it explains why we like never really saw Boar after that. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so I always thought, I have, yeah, I they have did a different well, Claude, if, if you want another reason, it's because that would have been really tiresome. Because what? Before hunting. That just would have become a tiresome storyline. Oh, totally, you know? yeah. Yeah, they had Boar, like, one or two more times, but it it was definitely a bigger focus early on. I, I also think one of the reasons from the behind the scenes is that the Boar were, like, really crap actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to find a good Boar actor these days. Like, <laughs> I know. No, apparently, like they wouldn't run. They they were just kind of laconic, and and mm-hmm. and so ding, they ding, would ding. like it was really tricky to make it even seem like they were being aggressive, because <laughs> they were just really laid back. So yeah, it was the, on the commentary of the season one DVD. They they talk about <laughs> how difficult the boars were to work with. Did they say they were such a bore? <laughs> No, but they should have. <laughs> do, 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 do you guys see what I did there? I did. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone miss that? I also saw. <laughs> oh, dear. I know it may have gone over some people's heads, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think uh, now, now that we've paused to linger on it, and I think now we all get it. Thank you. I don't want to brag, but my IQ is 101. <laughs> Whoa there. One point we, above perfection. We just lost 60% of our audience. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what that means, but that's what why? happens. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm sad to see them go, nevertheless. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Um, next thing? Yes. Uh, are you ready for the night? Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, in the next scene, uh, Sun sits on the beach and looks at the ring. Uh, Locke reassures her. Locke uh, then asks Richard if he still has the compass. He does. Locke asks Ben to come along. Uh, Locke is not afraid of anything Ben can do anymore. And so Ben says he'd love to come. Locke tells Sun to stay there, promising that he will save their people if it is possible. Lost. Lost. <laughs> uh, I have to say, this little scene with Ben, like, really... Uh, uh, there was something really crazy about having Locke say to Ben, I'm not afraid of anything you can do anymore. It was one of the best lines of the of the episode. Yeah. Uh, having Ben sitting there on the beach, like, messing around with sand, he's, like, playing around with the sand, and yeah. and he's like, he's like, oh, oh, you you don't want to leave me here alone, huh? You think I might, think I might uh, take your people, huh? And Locke's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Furthest thing from my mind, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, right. He great. tries to bend it up, and Locke just deflates him. Yeah. And, I, it, and, and honestly, it's the closest thing we've ever seen to the dishes reversal. Yeah. Because Ben throws sand. Like, he sort of tosses the sand down after mm-hmm. Locke tells him that. Yeah, uh, and he seems yeah, so great. powerless and just so, like, not in control Yeah, um, compared to what he normally is. And it's weird to have him like that. I think Ben is like, I came back for this. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, I don't know what Ben thought was 
I don't, you know, we still don't know why, you know, why he came back, you know, like yeah. what he thought he was going to be able to accomplish, uh, you know, and I guess at this point I'm thinking he just thought Locke would, would be dead and he could come back and he could be the leader again because if, because yeah. like he sort of put, puts, puts it out, points it out in this uh, next scene, I guess, when he's talking to Son, a couple scenes from now, I guess, uh, you know, he says, you know, when I left, Locke was in charge, so it's like, well, if Locke's dead, then you know, Ben's thinking maybe he's thinking I just come back, so Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that was his original plan. Yeah. Um and as for what he's doing now, I don't know. I think he's just trying to improvise. I think he's trying to not get killed by Smokey. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's still kind of scheming here. He kinda of mm-hmm. goes back and forth and he still he still accomplishes something. I don't know what, but uh, I don't really know what his intentions are, but he's definitely uh, telling different people different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's his that's his mo. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 As, as often as he can tell people contradictory things and sow seeds of doubt about John Locke, he's just going to do that. That's mm-hmm. They both have they both have purpose now. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> um, cool, yeah, it was good it was good to uh to have Locke uh sort of not I'm not afraid of the bully anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not uh I'm not afraid of anything you can do anymore, Ben. I just you know, Ben's like, How about some sand in the eye? <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, you know, hit you in your in in your funny bones? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing the island didn't prepare him for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how about I go hide that boar you just got? Ow! You, you won't be able to find it. I'm gonna hide the boar. <laughs> hide the boar! Wow, Ben! Wow, you've come a long way. <laughs> he's done worse, ladies and gentlemen. He's done worse. <laughs> Now he's just down to hiding boar <laughs> and hitting his funny bone. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's appropriate. All right, so uh, any more comments about this later for the next scene? Uh, Yeah, next scene. Okay. Uh, In the next scene, we're back in the 70s, and uh, one of the hostiles is beating on Jack and Kate in a tent. Uh, the hostile leaves, and then uh, Kate and Jack discuss the idea of negating the plane crash. Um, basically, Jack would prefer to get rid of the resulting misery, and Kate doesn't want to lose the good parts. Oh. Hawking ass <laughs> <laughs> comments. I can wait, maybe. This is kind of a long was scene. That, was that your ovary sighing? Yeah, those. Yeah, that's. I, I'm surprised that you recognize that. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's, that what it, like. that's what it seemed like. It sounded like you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my ovary sighing on behalf of all womankind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, mm. Funny. More on that later. More on that <laughs> later. Yeah. Okay, so you don't want to elaborate. You want me to just finish the scene. No, oh, yeah, wait, so when you finish the scene, I'll let you know what, what would have been the less embarrassing way for the whole scene to play out. Okay. In in, in my mind. From, All right. From my feminine 
because I know I know your your five female listeners uh, really like to hear the the female perspective. Oh, there's more than five. I know. I, um, there's just five that are really active on the. On yeah, the- yeah. Um, uh, okay, so then uh, then Hawking comes in and asks what Faraday needed the bomb for. Um, then she uh, tells Jack about the events of uh, 1954 and also says that Dan said he was her son after she shot him, and then she says she'll believe whatever Jack says. Um, and then she asks, uh, the questions are piling up here, how, uh, how Dan's journal has her handwriting if she didn't remember writing it. Um, Jack says you haven't written it yet. Uh, Jack then says uh, if you can take back the shooting of Dan by doing what it says in the journal. Wait a minute. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Jack says that you can, not if you can. Uh, take it, take it back uh, by by doing what it says in the journal. Uh, then Hawking asks Kate if Jack knows what he's talking about. She says he thinks he does. Hawking <laughs> agrees to uh, <laughs> double snap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody's got sass this episode. <laughs> uh, then, uh, Hawking agrees to take them to the bomb. Then she notes that uh, Dharma built a village over where the bomb is. She thinks Jack and Kate will make access easy, but Jack says it might be more complicated than that. Boom. Boom. Well, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here. Um I, you know, my first question is, why does Jack, uh, I guess Kate would ask this too, but she doesn't, why does Jack think all the answers are in the journal, besides the fact that they probably are, because it's easy for the show, mm-hmm. but but why do they think, like, Dan left, ex, you know, explicit instructions on what to do about this thing, uh, you know, how to sort of negate everything in his journal, like, you know, it could just say, you know, note to self, go to bomb. You'll know what to do from there. Love yourself, Dan. You know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it, I don't know. It's it's weird that he assumes that all the answers are really sort of in there. When I don't think Faraday said, like, that the journal had exactly what to do. Like, he never said that, right? Probably not. Um, but there was that deleted scene, which makes you think maybe he said something about the um, journal in that deleted scene. Hey, let's chalk it up the deleted scene. Yeah, that's, that's always a go-to. You're right, though. I did think it was odd that he uh, that he put so much weight on the journal when it doesn't seem like he's ever really looked at the journal. Yeah, I mean, it's it, to me, it'd be like we need to do what Dan, you know, do what Dan uh, says. But you know, well, how do we do it? Well, let's look in his journal. Mm-hmm. And did, oh, look at this in his journal. It says what to do. You know, that it's you know pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I think that's thing. partially why it's just it's it's easier that way. Yeah. That that way they'll uh, they'll know what to do and he can be dead. Yeah, totally. Um yeah, this is what I was alluding to before our last podcast. Um oh. when you were talking about this whole thing uh, uh I, that's what I was saying was about how, you know, Dan's journal will continue to Oh, they actually showed that. I never actually watched the preview. Okay. Yeah, in the preview, in the next down loss for the one before this, I guess. Uh, it's it just a. It was like a scene or something about Dan, uh, Kate and Jack talking about the journal. So it's like, you know, they're gonna use the journal basically. I see. Okay. Yeah, they used it. Yep. 
No trouble there. Um, okay, so uh, what else is going on here? You want to talk about that first part? The uh, it wasn't all misery. Uh, it, but doesn't I, I was thinking actually, isn't there a follow up companion to that that's a little worse that's coming up? Where, uh, where she gets to say earlier before we got interrupted, you said that or was that this scene? You, you you guys have been cutting out madly for me. I don't know if you noticed, but I've already had to call back twice. Oh yikes! Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I did I did notice, but I decided to yeah. just keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad. Um, it yeah, I I just moved and my my reception in my new apartment's not very good. Anyway, um, yeah, well, well I was just gonna say, you know, I think you're talking about something from later in the episode. I, I am, but, but that's I'll, all right. just and, I'll just go ahead and throw it in now because who knows whether <laughs> my phone will be working later in the episode when we get to the scene. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, you know, Kate has real reason to not want to be sort of back on 815 back mm-hmm. because of two main reasons, neither of which have anything to do with Jack. The first one is that she was going back to stand trial for murder. And the second one is that she has a son now that she would not have had if she had not, uh, you know, if this series of events had not happened. You know, Aaron. She obviously is very devoted to Aaron. So those are two huge things. But neither of those are what she says during the scene. You know, if, if it played out where he, you know, he's saying this and she says, well, you know, before the crash, I was, you know, I was in cuffs, you may remember. And, you know, now I have a family. I have my baby. That, I just think, would have played a lot well, differently. I don't, I don't think she would use the Aaron. Uh, I don't think she thinks that Aaron is her kid anymore. I think she she gave him up, and she. I think she, she relinquished the... I mean, I think she, she cares for him. She loves him. She, you know, cherishes and values the time they spent together. But... I don't think she she considers him her kid anymore, which I think is what what motivated her to you know come back and find his real mother. You know, but but I do think that's that is that is I, important I'm to mention. I'm unsure whether though. she thinks that she's going to be able to get the island, go back and and raise him. Um, but but regardless, like I, I think that that's maybe a lesser excuse in the situation. Well, but maybe she. A lesser, she doesn't really have any authority to go back and, and go to Miss Littleton and say, you know, well, by the way, I'm back now. Let me let me have well, this child that's not mine back. Who I, I mean, it, I, I don't agree, really think she do that. Agree that she doesn't really have the authority to do that, but she did tell his mom that she was going to come back. Yeah, but I think she, you know, she wants to come back with Claire, and I think she wants to make that whole thing right because I think she feels bad about what you know she thinks. She's justified in what she did, but she does feel bad about it too. Yeah. Um, I just think yeah. if, if it was more, if if she really, I don't think she would have told Jack, "Don't ever talk to me about Aaron," if you know, if she still felt like his mother or still felt like, uh, you know, that that she's going to be reunited with him and they'll, you know, she'll raise him at some point. Um, I guess I just thought that that line was really just for the drama before we before we knew what she had done. I guess it was something really salacious had occurred. Um, but yeah, I, I hear what yeah. you're saying, and I don't, I don't disagree. Um, 
but but I mean my my real point is just that, that the way that this scene and the its companion later play out is just really gross. Like really, Kate, really are we are yeah, we I, to think that you do all of this just because they they all have a reason to not want the plane, not want, you know, everything to be reverted back to, you know, crashing in the aisle. I mean, look at Jack. Jack would be, you know, he his dad would be dead. I guess his dad still is dead, maybe. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, he doesn't know that he could be re- reunited sort of in this reality. But, um, but besides that, Jack was like, you know, he was like, um, wasn't he like an alcoholic? Wasn't he like, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, gotten he's gotten better, I think, as a person because of all the crap, you know, like any anybody, the hardships that he's gone through, um, and he's and he sort of overcome he's overcome those, and I think he's not realizing that hey, you know, I'm comfortable with my place in 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 uh, you know fate and destiny now and who I am, um, you know, but but do I really want to go back to the guy I was before all this, you know? Right. Who had all these daddy, you know, who was hung up on his dad, you know, and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So uh, I was going to say, uh, it occurred to me that she should, that Kate should say something about how, um, you know, she was just going to be, um, you know, arrested and put on trial, and you know, she wouldn't get the sympathy points that she got, um, you know, when when she did go right, back. Baby. Because because she had the baby, and also because you know they had survived the plane crash, and yeah. Jack and testified, you know, Jack testified that she was the hero who mm-hmm. saved everyone, you know, and that and that definitely oh, yeah. I about that, that definitely had a, a role in um, in um, getting her off, and you know it had it had been longer. If she just got taken straight to the thing, I, I don't, she wouldn't be able to use any of those things, and wouldn't necessarily get off. So. Yeah. Um, but I did think that when she's talking to Jack about, you know, not taking things back, like, I think it kind of makes sense for Kate not to make it all about her. And I, I think it makes sense for Kate to say something that means something to Jack. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, um, and, uh, and he might care about her, but still, for Kate, it would be kind of selfish to say, well, it would suck for me if you did that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of feel like Kate, Kate wants to appeal to something that, you know, that Jack will be, um, you know, that, that directly affects him. So it's like it's not just about her. But isn't it really just about her anyway? Yeah, it is. It still right. is, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, did, you, did you explain the, uh, the sigh, the, the feminine sigh? Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I was just really grossed out by her. Yeah. I think we're losing was, you. Was, I, you know, I... I Wait, sorry. Sit, I think, hold on a second. You said you're really grossed out by... I, I was just really grossed out by her handling in the scene. I, I, I just, you know, I, I feel like Kate used to be a really great character back in season one. <laughs> and... Ouch. And, I I just, you know, she still has her moments. I was really happy that her reason for wanting to come back to the island was to find Claire. Yeah. Um, but, but one of the reasons that I was really impressed by that was that I thought that it was going to be, 
you know, some line about how she came back to the island because she had to see Sawyer again, you know, because that's sort of the way that they've made her out um, for for quite a long time as being sort of singularly defined by this Jack Jack Sawyer thing. Mm -hmm. Well, now she's part of the quadrangle. Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Soliette. Jacket, Jake, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Quadrangle. Wow. Soliette. That's a... Yeah, I don't a, like that's that one. That's a lot. That's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. But, yeah, no, that's... Um, and, and I just really want... I hear what both of you guys are saying about about Aaron and about, you know, appealing to, to Jack uh, instead of just making an argument for herself. But at the same time, I I just feel like she should have said what's so obvious, which is, you know, I'm gonna I would be in jail. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, I agree with you. I think I think it's valid for her to say, um, you know, hey, Jack, it's great you want to put things back how they were, but you know, you do realize that would mean I'm I would just be going to jail, right? Like, because I think he would yeah. care because he does seem a little. I don't want to say selfish, but but sort of uh, um, I don't know what the word is. I mean, he, he's sort of trying to do what's good for everyone, but I think he's I I, I think he's sort of self-centered in, in how he's approaching this. You know, uh, he feels like this is this is the thing he's got to do. Um, but and I and I think it would give him some perspective of saying, hey, by the way, this is how it would affect me. You know, right. Um, and, and like I said, you know, the same could be said about him. Hey, Jack, by the way, you blah, 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 you know. Um, it's weird, I think, considering how Jack was a couple scenes ago when he was just sort of, like, hanging out and being the janitor and, like, um, it's interesting now that he's sort of, you know, well, I guess he's got, like, a purpose now, I guess, but. Wait, um, did you say Every, everybody's got a purpose these days? He was wait, uh, what? He was hanging out a couple seasons ago, being the janitor. Did I, I say seasons? Episodes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, meant, I meant episodes. Sorry. Okay, I freaked out. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I have to, I have to just take a moment and ask if either of you guys have seen the jerk. The jerk. No, not in a long time. All right. Well, there's this whole thing, and and I keep, I, I just have to bring this up because I keep thinking that every time you mention purpose. This is a whole thing where Steve Martin's character's mother, his little kid, referred to his uh, penis as his special purpose, and that one day he'd find out what his special purpose was, <laughs> and then and then it's this whole thing. Anyway, if any of your listeners may have seen it, hopefully they're chuckling a little bit. Well, I think Steve Martin himself is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope Steve Martin, if you're listening. <laughs> Steve Martin is so an LLDer. Of course he is. We know he is. What's up, Steve? What's up, Steve? Really enjoyed your 30 Rock episode. Very good. He did a 30 Rock episode? Yeah, definitely. One of the best best episodes of the season. This season? Yep. Oh, man, I got to watch it now. Got to watch it. I'm way behind. Okay, wow. Thank you. This one, this one, you're not actually behind. You missed it from the beginning. Yeah, well, that's behind in in a in a fuller sense. Mm. <laughs> fuller sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm behind in that. I've only seen the middle ones. 
Yeah, I haven't seen the most recent one. Um, but you guys are slacking. What? Hmm? Said you guys are slacking. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you know, I got this show called Lost that I like to watch all the time, and <laughs> it really takes up uh, a lot of my TV time. Speaking of Lost. I... Oh, Sorry. Let, no, let's speak of Lost. Oh. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to bring up an, I was gonna bring another TV show I've been watching lately, but no, let's talk about Lost. Well, we'll, we'll save that segue for later. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say, um, I think I think something that's missing for Jack in terms of everything that's going on is, the, is, is you know, from, from Ms. Hawking's perspective, uh, Dan coming back and getting shot is integral to the sequence of events, you know, that, that are happening here. And I think I think uh, Jack doesn't understand that because I think if he understood that 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 sort of has meaning, it wasn't just "oops, he got shot." Um, that I think that would skew his perspective on what they should be doing and how you know is this their destiny to change I, all this or not? I'm gonna have to disagree with that because I think really that the only reason he says that is to try to get Ellie's help. You, you know, because he recognizes that she feels. Like that she's realizing that she killed her son, and he's like, "Look, that was an accident. It doesn't have to happen. We can undo that. Let's just do this." And then it's like it never happened. You never killed your son. Like I don't know that he. Well, I think I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's my point. Is he doesn't he doesn't get what Dan realized and what Miss Hawking sort of knew all along, which was. You know, this event of her shooting her son is is part of a sequence of events. You know, uh, you know, sort of a, a closed loop almost of, you know, she she start sort of starting chronologically with her killing him, and you know, then she you know gets older and does whatever she does, and and, and sort of you know then raises him and all the backstory we saw, and then sends him off on his merry mission just to sort of complete the loop. Um, I think the fact that 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 series of events is 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 part of this. Uh, with the incident and, and the and the blowing up the bomb, I think if Jack realized what they realized, um, then he might have a different perspective on what's going on here. But all he sees is just you know, like you said, an opportunity to sort of like change things. Um, but I, but it's bigger than that. It's more than that. This is it's not, you know I don't think it's about changing things. It's about this is this is the way things were supposed to happen. They already kind of happened, you know, this way. Um, so I think that's what's weird is he's. Well, not. I mean, it's not his fault, but he just doesn't sort of get, you know, the stuff that they got from their their sort of experiences with all this. Yeah, I guess I just felt like he didn't necessarily think that they could undo that or care particularly whether they could undo having killed um, having killed Dan. He just was trying to tell her what it would take for her to help them out. Oh, oh, you're saying he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't think that. Would actually I'm saying happen. I, yeah, I'm saying I don't necessarily think he's put too much thought into it or cares particularly. That he oh, can yeah, kind of I manipulate agree. the situation. But anyway. Yeah, I'll buy that. Um, I, I, I was trying to think about what, what would actually happen if the plane didn't crash, and in terms of Dan <laughs> specifically. Then you're so what did you do after your head exploded? And <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty much it. That's as far as I got. <laughs> Once the head explodes, I really couldn't think anymore. Couldn't, so. couldn't, oh. Yeah. What a, what a roadblock uh, <laughs> your head exploding is to the thought process. It really is. It's, they got to figure that one out. Yeah. I, I would still like to think if anybody can help me. 
Maybe Steve Martin, if he's still listening. <laughs> yeah, why not? Anyway, I was just going to say, uh, uh, that freighter that Dan came to the island on was there um, was there because, um, well, first of all, I don't know how... Uh, how how Dan got off the island, but but never mind that. Let's assume he got off. Him getting on that freighter, that freighter was there really to get Ben. It didn't really have anything to do with the plane crashing. So I don't see. Um, it's it's not clear to me that he wouldn't have ended up on the island um, if uh, the plane hadn't crashed. It seems like he still might have ended up on the island. And then the reason why he ended up in the 70s was because the um uh you know the wheel was turned and uh and they started time skipping and eventually ended up there um you know when Locke turned it again so so Locke wouldn't be there and so um so that part of it couldn't quite happen but I could definitely see Ben turning the wheel uh to move the island and them starting to time skip after that and then I don't know what from there but it's not inconceivable um that uh, that he would still end up in that time and be on the island and still be shot, mm-hmm. um, despite the fact that the plane didn't crash. I mean, a lot of those, a lot of the things that caused him to be shot are removed. Um, but it's not like it's not as you know, it's not as completely um, uh, clear as it is with you know a lot of the people who are on the plane, you know, being alive because the plane doesn't crash. Yeah, that's a very good point. Because um, his reason for being there isn't tied to the plane. That's sort of the thing I wanted to say. So there you go. Another another thing Jack isn't thinking about <laughs> when he's like, we can make it where he never where you never shot him. <laughs> yeah, he's not thinking about that. Yeah, I mean, it would have been weird. It would have just been, I guess, Dan and Miles and Charlotte and um, I don't know. Like, what would have happened to Kimi if they if the Lossies hadn't been there? I don't know. It's hard to. Well, I mean, you gotta. I mean, you gotta obviously ask the question about what would have happened with the button. Uh, you yeah. Know, I guess Desmond would have still been pressing it the whole time. Uh, maybe. No, you no, know? no. The point is, the hatch won't even. The swan won't even be built. Well, let me, let me ask. You what do you mean it won't be built? You know, and that's another weird thing. It was now already that, built. <laughs> no, but they that's they claim it won't be built. That, that's what Dan said, at least. But yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll be built, but like the button pushing won't be happening. Oh, okay. So that's the thing about Desmond. That's I didn't even think about that. Desmond was just on a race. His thing had nothing to do with the plane. So yeah. he would still he would still uh, end up on the island. It, it just there wouldn't be a button for him to push. So yeah. then what? Can I can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. I I'm trying to remember. So Penny was able to find Kennedy of the Island because of the failsafe. Yeah, that's right. But but what what about what about Widmore? How did he? Is there some explanation as to how he managed to find the island after all these years? You know, I think I asked that question in the last episode, and I don't remember what the answer is. If there is, uh, I mean, he must not have gotten that far. All he did was he he put the fake wreckage, plane wreckage there, <laughs> and then he found the island. What's so hard about that? Got it. Got it. How, how, could, I, how could I be so blind? Step one, plant the fake wreckage. Step two, 
finding out. Find the find yeah. the perspective. <laughs> uh, that's another thing that wouldn't have happened if the plane never crashed. He would have never had cause to make the fake. Plane yeah, that's true. Is. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, that uh, that would have oh. saved a lot of money and time for everyone involved. Speaking of things like this, um. Uh, a, a friend of mine, Nick, uh, who's, who's an avid LLDer, um, asked me this question that I hadn't thought about. <laughs> so I, I, I told him I'd bring it to the uh, to the podcast. Um, hopefully, I'll remember the question. Uh, We're all have to. I have to defer to Justin to fill in the details. But but, but from the question I remember was um, something about Ben showing Jack. Uh, oh, that's what the, that's what it was. The question was, what about what happened to the island in terms of it being offset time wise from the the outside world? Remember, like when Ben shows Jack that tape of whatever, and it sort of it sort of confirms something about their relationship to the outside world. And then we had the whole thing with with Dan and the rocket and the and the like, you know, the time difference. Remember that whole thing? It was the whole issue. Well, I don't think that the that the Red Sox thing that wasn't to prove some sort of time discrepancy was it was it wasn't it no I mean it was were... but it but it showed that it wasn't it supposed to prove that it was uh I forgot what it proved I think <laughs> all I thought that... it was supposed to prove that they were in touch with the outside world yeah that was all it proved okay that's all that but proved. the payload you're right the payload thing the payload uh, and the doctor. And the doctor, yeah. The, yeah. the, the more the striking example was the doctor. Right, and I, the helicopter leaving the island and going to the freighter, and it should have been there by now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that just, is that, I mean, obviously they haven't talked about that since. Is no. that an issue that doesn't matter anymore, you think? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, you know, I have no idea what that was about and, or what that means. I, I, I'm inclined to say that, you know, there's that barrier, whatever that is, and um, and somehow that uh, creates a time discrepancy. But, like, it's so small, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that's... that's you a, think it's still there? Like, after they move the island, it's just... it's they, They're still... A, yeah, they're, they're I'm assuming a, it's sort of created by the island. So, it, it you know, wherever the island is, it's, it's there. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, you know... I have nothing to base that on. That's just my guess. That it it wasn't like a property of <laughs> where uh, the I, island was. It, you know, it, it's a property of the island itself. Here's a question. <laughs> so when they turned the fail safe, that made the island visible, right? Remember that whole thing? Um, yeah. Right. So they claim. So so then when the island goes back, oh, okay. I, I guess the the island doesn't time travel. I was thinking, wouldn't Widmore be able to find it since after they turned it, they go back in time, but the island, so so it's still... Oh, God. Oh, God. Just stop yeah. right there. Yeah. Right, I see what you're mind. saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's... God, that's confusing. Um, yeah, but no, that won't work. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never talk about it again. Yeah, I just realized how confusing that is. Like, they they fly to Guam on the plane. Like, presume, like the plane actually lands on the island, basically. Yeah, yeah. And But then they time travel to the 70s when the island was not in the same place. Mm-hmm. So that's 
I mean, that's just that's just that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I never I never plane, realized what a what a problem that is. Why did the plane even crash on the island? Just because of turbulence? Uh, oh, yeah, it, it, the instruments basically just like shut down. Wow. So it wasn't Desmond pressing a button this time. No. It just happened. It just happened. For no well, apparent look at that. reason. Yeah, look I mean, that's that. a weird thing. It's, it it kind of, the way they've had so many people crash there, it really kind of seems like you can just get near there and you, you just might crash. <laughs> You're probably going to crash. It doesn't, It you know, press the button, no button. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be sort of the button that one time. Oh. I mean, the the difference was, like, with A15, it really, like, broke apart. It was a bigger thing. In, yeah. in the other case, it seemed like their instrumentation just shut down. They had a similar thing on the freighter, too. They were having problems with their with their instruments as well. Yeah. Um, so that seems to be something like the barrier or whatever is, you know, uh, messes up the electronics. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a different kind of plane crash, but it's still a crash, though. It makes it seem like it could just happen to anybody. Yeah. So anyway, did that answer the question? Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because it was something that uh, no one's talking about anymore, is the, the whole time barrier. Or the barrier with the time difference. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I will say I will go on record and say that um I don't think that it matters. Mm-hmm. E- even though I think it's sort of real. I mean I don't think it's like not there anymore. I just I just feel like it's not really an issue anymore. Nice. Yeah, I, I'd buy that. Um, uh, it is weird though that they put that in there. <laughs> It, it seems like it As should matter. As if it was going to do something, right? It was like, oh, this will lead to something. Like, yeah. It didn't, I mean. It led to a very, very small thing. Yeah. Which really, all the small thing did was illustrate that it was happening. Yeah. I mean, it didn't, it, it never had a serious, I mean, they, there were, you know, there was a chance with for them to basically communicate with the past, and, and it never really mattered. <laughs> hey, all I'll say is, don't trust the captain. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, Michael, we'll never know what you meant by that. <laughs> Don't trust the captain. Okay. Should I trust anyone else? Because, I don't know. I would well, probably trust the captain over most of the people on that freighter. Yeah, right? I'm just saying is all. Uh, anything else in this scene? Oh God! What scene? What scene are we talking about? <laughs> I thought that's the response I was going to get from that question. Uh, we're on the scene when when Ellie comes to talk to Jack and Kate for the first uh, time in her oh, tent and okay. all that. And okay, I'm, I'm done. I hope we're done. Are you done? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll bring up whatever they talk about and at some point again. Okay. All right. So. Uh, and the next scene, we go over to uh, Sawyer and Juliet. Uh, they're uh, they're tied down in the uh, Dharma security room. Uh, resi- oh, I'm sorry. Can I can I one thing I want to bring up? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so the bomb. So Jughead is at the at the village at the at the at the barracks. Is that is that where we learn from this scene that they put Jughead yeah. under, in the tunnels underneath 
the barracks? That's so I, weird. I believe that's what we learned. Yeah. That yeah. Is so of weird. course, of course, the barracks weren't there when they put it there. Right. Yeah, yeah, the barracks yeah. Barracks been built on top of that. Um, well, it's interesting that the that they that the the tunnels are there, and, and of course, they put the bomb there, and then yeah. where where you control smoke, where you can release Smokey is there. Right. Right. Why Why did Dharma build on uh, the whole island? They decide to build on top of this one place with all this interesting stuff. That's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is weird. It is weird. She made it seem like they just did it, like, for no reason, mm-hmm. which I think might be true, but it is odd. And there is the issue of the house. I don't know how much of a deal they're going to make of that, but the house is sort of built um, to access the, uh, the, the, smoky, uh, the smoky drain. The house that Dharma built? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess, I mean, it was sort of a tunnel there. I guess you could maybe follow that and... Uh, and get in there. Uh, it is weird though, because I thought the tunnels were sort of under the temple, and I don't know, you know, yeah, where, where the temple is weird. compared to the barracks. Uh, I think, I think, from what I gleaned from this island geography, is that because uh, originally I thought the place that they went to was the, you know, the tunnels, you know, near the temple or something. But I guess the tunnels connect the temple and maybe other things, uh, you know, other places on the island. Uh, and that the place that they went to was really, you know, like she said, underneath, you know, closer to uh, the barracks, you know. Right. But those places always do seem kind of close. I mean, you know, when Kate took uh, Kate took uh, Ben to, to the others, you know, she got there pretty quick, you know. It's like she was there the next scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How far can it be? And then you know, and then they went to the temple. You know, the scene after and yet, that. And yeah, far so. enough that Red Zinsky doesn't seem to have any idea where it is. He has are. no idea that that half of the others are like <laughs> two, ten feet outside of the fence. <laughs> when did when did Kate take Ben to the others? Um, like what episode? Are you, are you serious? Mean, like, you don't remember that happening? Remember when Ben got shot by Saeed? Remember when Saeed shot Ben? Oh, that's what you meant. A little Ben, a little Ben. Little okay. Ben. Okay. Little ben. Sorry, but I was thinking, you know. You think Big Ben? Yeah. No. Yeah. You cannot tell the time, this little Ben. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you scared me. Sorry, I just, I was freaking out. Um. Okay. Okay. You freak out. You freak out in a very calm way. I'll have to say that. <laughs> I do, I do. It's taken a long time, but I finally learned to uh, master my freakouts. Nice, freakout master. That's me. <laughs> um, all right, sorry. So anyway, I just wanted to to yeah make sure we talked about the fact that we we learned where they buried Jughead, which was on you know where the the barracks is now. Uh, in the tunnels, yeah. In the tunnels. Yeah, that's true. We do learn that. And now we know. Now we know. Next scene. Okay, so in the next scene, uh, Sawyer and Juliet are tied down in the Dharma security room. Radzinski asks Sawyer where the woman, meaning Kate, is now. Sawyer says, I want my lawyer. And Radzinski punches him in the face. Uh, Horace tries to stop Radzinski, saying he is in charge, but Radzinski declares that Horace is no longer in charge because Horace doesn't have the stomach to do what it takes to protect Dharma. So Horace uh, backs off. 
Rosinski has Phil push Sawyer up against the um, monitor area and says, tell me where she is or I'll kill you. After a commercial break, Rosinski is still <laughs> beating Sawyer and asking the same question. He asks uh, if she took Ben to the hostiles and if Sawyer knows where they are. Juliet pleads with Rosinski to stop. Sawyer tells her that whatever she says, they won't believe her. Horace says that beating Sawyer is pointless. He... Uh, he won't talk. Phil says, I can make him talk, and proceeds to punch Juliet in the face. Sawyer reacts. Uh, then a man comes in and reports that, in addition to the people they already know about, Hugo Reyes uh, must also be involved, uh, since he was a last-minute addition to the manifest. Um, Phil says he's the fat guy. Which, he needed another reason to hate Phil after he punched Juliet in the face. <laughs> There you know, it is, right there. This, this He's a the, bad guy. This was the excuse me one two punch of making Phil uh, an asshole. Yeah, uh, it really didn't take much. Really yeah, but you it. know what? He, I mean, he was just held hostage and attacked by these guys. He really has no loyalty to them. But it, it is unfortunate that Phil is going down the Rosinski route of of uh, tertiary characters. Yeah. He doesn't that in his, that's true in his defense and even in Redzinski's defense neither one of them really has a clue what's going on <laughs> yeah and from their point of view I can understand them being freaked out like if they knew what we knew they could they could calm down but like yeah. they, from their perspective they have no idea what's going on there's some these strange people who showed up and they're doing stuff and they don't know why and they've got real enemies out there that they seem to be you know, maybe collaborating with, and, you know. So I, I sort of understand their reaction, even though, uh, of course, I'm not on their side because I know what's really going on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whatever. They do take it pretty far. Uh, uh, but uh, it's pretty weird. And this is definitely, I mean, we've already said that Redzinski, you know, uh you know, was ruined. And this this just, like, completely, I would say, is his apotheosis as, like, the Dharma badass. Oh, would, you, would you say that if you just had one random word to come up with? Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. Um, I mean, he's, he basically takes over here and yeah, says, I'm in bad. charge, and he's going to be, like, the martial law bad. leader. Yeah, this was this was bad. I mean, and, and you know, I have to say this also does not bode well for uh, Horace's character. Oh. Uh, you know, he really comes off as really this sort of spineless guy. I mean, because he, the thing is, Rosinski never sort of enacts any sort of, you know, Dharma protocol, which allows him to be in charge or, you know, you haven't gotten things done, Horace. And, you know, so I'm, you know, Article 15B says that I can be in charge or, you know, some sort of validity other than, you know, this sort of like, you know. Um, or even you know, I'll call Ann Arbor. Or even, yeah. yeah, or even call Ann Arbor kind of a thing. Uh, so it doesn't bode well for Horace that he just kind of like, okay, I guess you're in charge now. I'll just step aside. And, like, it just, it just he, he really sort of had nothing. And um, and he started speaking really strangely all of a sudden. That was, that was yeah. weird. <laughs> it was very strange. Glad you noticed it, too. Yeah, I don't know what that was about, but it's very, yeah. Um, okay, you're in charge now. Yeah, he was. He turned into Eeyore. <laughs> he did. <laughs> 
I'm going to go take care of my baby. <laughs> uh, I love uh, I love how the guy, I think the, the, the guy who comes in, uh, I guess Mitch, the, the yeah, Dharma guy. Yeah, the new guy with the, with the accent. <laughs> yeah, uh, he says, he says there's, there's no sign of Miles or Jen, but the recruits from last week, I got their subs manifest from Amy. Uh, um, oh, I was going to bring up a point that is invalid. Never mind. Oh, I want to know what it was anyway. I was thinking, I was thinking, uh, he's talking about the guys who just got there. I was thinking about, uh, that this was like a report from like three years ago. Oh. And I'm thinking like, she just had that handy. Here's a manifest <laughs> three years ago. But yeah, I, that'd I be great. The, uh, no, they didn't, they the didn't even thing. go the manifest route because they, they sort of yeah. showed up legitimately. Yeah, that's said, right. They didn't sneak in. They said they wrecked there. Yeah. So. And they just never found their people. And that, that's it. They just <laughs> never found them. Never found them. Gave up on those guys. No, they never yeah, I kind of did want them to, like, maybe think that these were their people. Mm-hmm. If anyone remembered that that's originally what they were doing, and now they're, like, clearly collaborating with them. Yeah. Oh, Phil. Yeah, it's sad. Phil punches Juliet. I really hope that, uh, I mean, hope is not exactly the word, but, uh, you know, Sawyer says he's going to kill Phil. I, I, I wonder if he's oh, actually he going to do it. Make it on that. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, when I rewatched it, I thought, you know, Sawyer's man of his word, and I hope he kills yeah. Phil. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where, like, anytime someone does, you know, you, you know, Juliet got hit and, and Sawyer's just pissed off, and he's like, you're dead, man. I'm going to kill you. I just, I like that threat. Like when someone who is not in a situation of power gives it like a death threat uh-huh, and yeah. it seems like, yeah, there's no way you're going to kill. And then like somehow later they end up getting to do it. It's always great. Yeah. Uh, he sort of did that with Tom. Uh, mm-hmm. when he said, you and me ain't done Zeke. There it is. And then yeah. like a season and a half later, he, a yeah. season and a half later, he shoots him. There it is. Yeah. yeah. It was, it I, was, hope, I hope Phil didn't watch that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, for more reasons than that. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, Phil, um, you know, I still say he was a good character uh, in terms mm-hmm. of um, being interesting, if not, you know, in the moral sense. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, I think... You know, really looking into it, I think Phil's probably, uh, you know, Phil has worked for LaFleur under his, you know, the the hard fist of LaFleur for the last three years. Uh, you know, that, that's something to be said, too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, yeah, and, and it, it is much more, I don't know. It, it, it isn't like what? An approach, it does seem like it's an approach that's going to have more of a result. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may be cold as hell, but it does seem like it's going to be effective. Yeah, and Sawyer's, keep it up. Sawyer's got to take, like, 85 punches. Like, Juliet can take one or two. I mean, she's not that <laughs> fragile. Jesus. You know what? Yeah, Juliet can, can take her share of punches, actually, you know? Yeah, she can. She's a she really can. She really can. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know. I, 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 it, was, it was weird. 
I mean, you know, I get it from Sawyer's perspective, but uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, Julia, you know, she was another. You know, she she is trained. She's capable. We've seen that. Uh, One of the things that that reminded me of that was when she, you know, when she tells them, you know, she says, Stuart, please, you know, we've known each other for three years. We are not bad people. We are not here to hurt you. And it just sounded like a line that she, you know, that the others would have. Yeah. You know, we are not bad people. I'm like, wow, we haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. They're good people. Yeah. Yeah, no, she, that's what Ben said when um, when uh, um, Anna Lucia was about to shoot him. Mm-hmm. I'm not a bad person. Yeah. He was lying, though. He was, yeah. <laughs> of course he was lying. <laughs> <laughs> of course he was lying He's a bad person <laughs> Exactly <laughs> Yeah Ben uh, tells Michael We're the good guys mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, There were many references to that uh, Over and over again And I don't know where that went uh, Doesn't seem like the others Really talk about being good anymore No uh, that, I don't know maybe, maybe that kind of talk will come back In the uh, the war Probably will. The good, we're the good guys, and we're mm. the good people, and they're the bad people, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably Thanks. right. Um. All right. So they're after uh, the fat guy. Right. Right. It is. It is also. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It is also. Kind of strange that they are, um, you know, they are asking questions specifically about the Ben kidnapping, mm-hmm. and and not. I don't. I guess they don't necessarily know everything else that's going on, but you know, it's sort of way beyond that now. Um, yeah, they just they they seem to be fixated about uh, you know on uh, on the others and finding them. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, that's their main concern. Yeah. Um, uh, can I ask a question that's going to sound silly? Okay. Please. <laughs> it won't be the first time. It will not be the first silly question. No, no, no. It will for, be the for the LLD, I mean. Right. Will, so will... All right. In the episode that we saw uh, way back when with Ben's back, where we see the purge, mm-hmm. when... When Ben did that, and, you know, he'd had all this drama with his dad, and his dad was still drinking all the time and forgetting his birthday, had Ben, in that episode, had he been shot by Saeed and spent this time with the others? I mean, I want to say yes, but it seems like the whole incident of his being kidnapped by Kate and taken to the others, it seems like that caused a whole brouhaha that really should have, I, I don't know, it really should have been a thing. You know, I mean, I would think that if your kid is kidnapped and taken to these people you refer to as the hostels, doesn't it seem like that would really fundamentally change your relationship. Yeah, and actually, maybe that's the point is, uh, we talked before about um, the fact that, you know, his son was kidnapped, and he seemed to be this sort of, you know, distant distant father before, sort of, you know, mean or whatever. Um, But then, you know, shouldn't he change? Shouldn't he be more appreciative of his son after he's kidnapped and reunited with him? 
<laughs> maybe the answer like is he wants him back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe the answer is ordinary. He was, and and but maybe Ben's different when he comes back, as Richard says. Maybe whatever. Yeah, you I know, remember you guys whatever the about situation that. I mean, maybe is. that is it. Like, he's ready yeah. to be a better father, but his kid is, like, creepy and evil now. Yeah, or, you know, or just he doesn't feel any more connection to him because, you know, like you said, the whole thing of he, he was kidnapped and sent together, whatever, you know, whatever the sort of thing would be, but maybe that's it, that that uh, that that's why he doesn't sort of become the a nicer dad. Um, I just want to thank you for saying brouhaha. <laughs> I enjoyed that. It's, a, it's a good one. Yeah, uh, thank you. I don't say brouhaha nearly enough. Definitely. Um, um, yeah. Um, that that does seem like I. I also think Ben. Um, you know, Ben. Ben can be very patient, and I think Ben definitely holds a grudge. Uh, so uh, certainly the, the you know the Ben we know now. Um, so, um, uh, I, I can definitely see him, uh, coming back and even, you know, seeming to get along with his dad for, for however long it is. And, and, um, and then, uh, you know, waiting for the point when the purge is going to happen and then killing him. I totally agree with you, except I want to add, I want to say, you know, yes, he holds a grudge, but shouldn't he forget, isn't he going to forget something? And if so, what? <laughs> Richard doesn't oh, remember this. Too. Yeah. Is he, he going to, I mean, what, you know, that's the thing is, from this incident, the two things, questions, I guess, you know, what what part of Ben's past is he going to remember and carry on, and what, you know, in terms of the relationship with his dad, is how is that going to be affected by this, you know, we still, you know, we'll see if we find out. I don't think we're going to find out this season. I don't either. I don't yeah. either. It, it definitely seems like he remembered something of the bad parts um, of his relationship with his dad when he killed him. Um, you know, it seemed like he was sort of specifically doing it for that reason. Um, yeah, but that also was before this. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was. they had this in the story. It was, but I don't think they want us to believe he forgets everything. Like, I, yeah. I really... I really think it's a convenient thing. Like he he's gonna forget what he needs to forget for it not to be weird. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but but not that he'll forget his entire childhood. Yeah, totally. So so I think he remembers enough. You know. I guess we'll maybe find out this week. Maybe we'll find out at some point. Oh. I don't know about this season. Yeah, I don't know about this season either. They seem to think got a lot going on to really delve into that very much. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it is about Dharma, and they, you know, they they often use the finale as an opportunity to kind of do some, uh, uh, do some, you know, spring cleaning. To clean so, up, yeah. Yeah, so they might just trot out a short scene where they address that on some level. Like, I'm mm-hmm. kind of expecting them to do that with, there's a few specific things that, uh, that I feel like uh, that like I feel like we might get a line or two about why Hurley came uh, got on the plane mm-hmm. since, since we haven't got that yet. Like I feel like that's something they can just like throw in there, have someone I, ask yeah. and and have him. I think I was just gonna say I think uh, you know we did they we did see him with that with that guitar case he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just a guitar in there, but I don't know. Um, yeah, since but when I, does he play guitar? 
Yeah, so here's the thing. I think, I think, I think uh, that guitar case or whatever is going to lead us to him talking about what made him get on the plane. Oh, yeah. okay. You know. Yeah, yeah I a, agree. I, I mean, the fact that he was carrying it again. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's what points to Charlie. He saw Charlie. Charlie told him to come back and bring him his guitar. Oh. Oh. Oh, you think that's? I didn't think about that angle. You think that's Charlie's guitar? Well, I don't know if it's Charlie's guitar, but it's a guitar for Charlie. Uh, what about <laughs> the guitar? Did, what happened to Charlie's original guitar? Charlie had it? his original guitar. I think it's yeah. still on the island somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Locke helped him find it, and then he had it basically yeah. until he died. Look at that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean that one's probably like sitting in the camp somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, like it's pretty years, much pretty years later. It's probably been destroyed by now through pure weather. Well, it, but but it's it's not there yet. It was damaged as well. I, I think it I think it had um or wasn't it? Oh, no, I don't even remember. Never mind. The other thing I was gonna say in terms of Roger and and what they might do with wrapping up the Roger Ben stuff for this season is. You know, all of the the sort of moms are leaving with their kids, and I think this is an apt time for Roger to be very concerned about uh, where Ben is. Because uh, uh, Ben has not been returned yet. That's true. Uh, so I think, I think we might get a scene with him frantically trying to figure out what he's going to do. Obviously, he doesn't leave um, yeah. the island, um, so this might be the point in which he sort of gets involved in, in finding Ben. I think that'd be good for the finale if they could, yeah, I could I could see that. That that being Roger's storyline of you know, Brzezinski and maybe those guys are gonna go find the others and Roger wants to come to find his kid and all that. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know Sawyer drew that map. Oh he he so drew oh, it. He drew it. He drew it up. Mhm. And you know, and I I wanna say he's at this point he has no reason not to draw an accurate map. But I also think knowing what Sawyer's like he he really should have drawn a map to some place that would be somehow ironic. <laughs> a map and uh, like a, a map, map to a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and then take. Don't worry. When you get to the edge, <laughs> just keep walking, and then and then you'll find it. Soon you'll see the hostiles. Then you'll get a nice surprise. <laughs> he he he. <laughs> he wrote that. <laughs> yeah, he did. Of course he did. He wrote it on the map with his nose. What does tee-hee-hee mean? It, you'll you'll understand. You'll get it once. You'll figure that once you get there. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting. I mean, I could definitely see um, the whole the whole way they wrapped up that this sort of sort the, the getting Sawyer and Juliet from this interrogation situation to the. So this sub was pretty easy because, you know, he says, you know, you, you put us on the boat to, on the sub too, we'll tell you whatever you want to know. But it's like, at what point will you tell us that? Because I don't think Rosinski, you know, is going on the sub with them. There's a lot of questions they should be answering, but they don't really get to, you know. Yeah. I guess I guess the idea is the only thing Rosinski wanted to know was where that's they are. Man. Yeah. That's about he doesn't it. want to know, like, the fact that they're from the future. Yeah. And, They've been infiltrating them for three years. 
No, no, no. Tell me where they are and how many people have seen the schematics of the swan. <laughs> More importantly, actually. Yeah. You can tell me where they are if you want. All I want to know is who's seen my model. <laughs> who's seen my model? Because it's not ready yet. <laughs> oh, God. Him and his model. Yeah, All right. He, yeah, you know. Anyway, anybody ready for the next scene? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, Hurley, we cut over to Hurley uh, after the segue of Phil saying the fat guy. Uh, Hurley is packing cans and boxes of food into a backpack. Uh, then he uh, then he goes outside. Um, he is pursued by Chang. Uh, he goes over and meets with uh, Mylon, Miles and Jen. Hurley wants to uh, somehow help Sawyer and Juliet. Uh, Miles wants to just go to the beach since they're outnumbered. Um, then Chang comes out of the uh, shrubbery. Uh, uh, Chang asks them if they're from the future. Hurley says that's ridiculous. And then Chang uh, grills him for uh, biographical info and trivia, uh, finally asking who the president is. And then Hurley cracks and says they're from the future. Then Miles uh, confirms to Chang that he is his son. Uh, Chang then asks about what Dan told him, um, that they need to evacuate. Miles says that Dan is usually right and that Chang should do it. Chang says, let's hope he knows what he's doing. Lost. Lost. Okay, not really. <laughs> not exactly, but... <sighs> I just like doing that. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good punchline. They know that. So can I start by by saying uh, we should all uh, that I, that I'd like to uh, um, uh, whatever the word uh, point out that the, the diversity on this show uh, I love the fact that we have uh, three of the four character actors in this scene are Asian Americans uh, and I just thought that was interesting. I see. Nice diversity on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love that uh, <laughs> Hurley got the quiz show he was hoping for. When he yes, had to answer the question. Yes. Question. I thought it was great that they had the setup of Hurley worrying that someone would ask him who the president was when mm-hmm. they first got there. Yeah. At the end of the season, it actually comes true, and he has yeah. to crack then. That yep. was the one question he was not willing to deal with. Nope. He couldn't he didn't he didn't think, hey, maybe I should just ask someone no. um around or like talk no. about uh He really could have found out if he wanted to, but that was just I, too much. I love it because, you know, Sawyer was very convincing when he said, you know, it's not a damn quiz show. And I love that. I think I, I pointed that out at the time. I just I love that answer because it's mm-hmm. not a quiz show, but it is later. It is then, though. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, luckily it, it's, it's not like Chang's not uh, like the enemy here, yeah. so it's not as big of a deal uh, that he admits it. But uh, it's still weird. Yeah, I love the. Uh, <laughs> what year were you born? Uh, uh, <laughs> I love this scene. I, I really. I, yeah, it's it's a classic Hurley scene, you know, because if if he was talking to Miles, it would have been totally different. Yeah. Scene. If he was talking to Jen, it would have been a different scene. Jen yeah. wouldn't have. 
you know, uh, said the Korean War didn't exist. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have to say, uh, I didn't really notice the look that Jen gives when Hurley says there was no Korean War, but I did notice it this time, and I have to applaud Jen. I don't think I've ever seen him roll his eyes before. He that was, he did an eye roll. It was a, that it was was a great, eye roll, yeah. That was a great was thing great. to see. I'm not used to him uh, having that particular reaction to something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess most great. of the time, like in the past, he couldn't necessarily understand what people were saying to even yeah. react. But uh, yeah, that was uh, well. It was it was great because you know Hurley says that, and then they cut to Miles, who looks at Jen, and Jen's looking at Miles, and he's like, uh-huh. "Yeah, buddy, you know, <laughs> we, we yeah, let's just get through this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chang's like grilling the you know the least uh, prepared person I think totally. in this group. <laughs> it's least really... prepared, not food wise though. He's yeah, the that's most true. prepared food wise. If he came for food, Hurley's got it, no problem. <laughs> He's got a backpack full of cans and boxes. Yeah, but if I, you want to know about what year you should be born, if you're a certain age in 1977, just yeah. don't even bother. I, and I love the fact that who is the president is, is a valid question. It's it like, is. You know, it's a valid question to ask. It's, you know, this guy might not know it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's from the future. Because in the future, you wouldn't know who past presidents are. <laughs> yeah, everyone, as soon as there's a new president, everyone forgets about the old president. Oh, you only know who the president is if they're the president now. Yeah. Well, well, Justin, uh, who's the president in 1977? Um, Jimmy Carter? That might be true. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great response. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> Next no, question. That sounds right, Jimmy Carter. Or I was thinking maybe Gerald Ford. No, it is right, because... Um, uh, well, it kind of depends. Because you're from the future. It, dep- it depends on <laughs> it depends on what month it is. Um, but uh, the election was in '76 because you know the next election was in '80. It was in '80, right? And and Reagan was elected in '80, so it, so he was elected in '76, but he wasn't sworn in until January. So if it's like early January, then it's Gerald Ford. All right. For some reason, I. It's January 12th. Who is it? <laughs> Oh, shit. See, now it's hard. Well, yeah, that's the weird thing about the question, although I don't know what month it's supposed to be. So Yeah. If, but if it were, like, in the middle of January, it would definitely well, be tricky. let's say if it was a recent election, he might say who was just elected president. Yeah, that's true. He really <clears throat> should. He really should. So I'll assume it's later in the year, so everybody's used to it. Yeah, it doesn't. January. Yeah, it is. It is unfortunate that they picked an election year. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I didn't think about that one. <laughs> Let's just all sit on that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anything else in this? So yeah, you're right. This is definitely like this. This is the kind of scene that Hurley will always do. Yes, yes. Um, but I, I actually I like, like this one. I think I like Curly more than you guys do. Yeah, probably. You might. I, I really don't dislike Curly. He he is some, sometimes uh, grating. But 
Um, I, I, I definitely liked him at times. I, He's I, had his moments. He's had his moments. I, I sort of put up with Hurley. He fulfills a function on the show uh, that, you know, no one else could really do. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, he's just, he's just, you know, I, I, you know, not the guy you go to for answers, obviously. <laughs> right. Especially if the question is, who is the president? Yeah. Yeah. Or what do the numbers mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if only Chang could ask that. Oh, man, Totally. Yeah, I, you know, they could really tell Chang some stuff that would blow his mind. Um, yeah. We'll see if he asks any of those pertinent questions. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird that Chang finds this out. I don't know what's going to happen to him, but he's got to make some video. I mean, assuming, you know. <laughs> yeah. Assuming, well, no, he definitely stays. Yeah, like, assuming that they don't change things. You know, he's he's still got to make videos, so he's going to be around for a while longer, and he's going to know that people came there from the future. And eventually they're all just going to be killed in the purge, but, like, it really doesn't seem like... It doesn't... Honestly, like, it doesn't seem like anybody in the show, including the people time-traveling, really appreciate how crazy it is. Yeah. What's going on. I, I, really, I really think they're all a bit blasé about it. And that's kind of weird. Yeah, and no one's really asking, oh, you're from the future? How did you get here? Yeah. Where's your Where's your time machine is a question I have not heard yet. <laughs> you're right. You know? Because if someone says they're time traveling, it's like, well, where's your time machine? Yeah. The island is my time machine. Lost. <laughs> you know? Like, where is that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, where's the telephone booth? Where's the useless questions that don't matter? <laughs> Where are they, please? Um, yeah, I, I do love The island is my time machine, the Jack Shepard story. <laughs> no, man, no, man is a, no man is an island, but some islands are time machines. <laughs> That just sounded like a good title. I like that. Um, so I love Chang hanging out with these guys. Um, yeah, this this, uh, this uh, uh, ragtag group. Yeah, of, uh, you know what? No matter what happens, these guys are going to have some fun on the way. You know? Yeah. Uh, this is a good group. This is a good group. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's true. You know, because there's no there's no big leader. You know, there's no mm-hmm. Jack or Kate or Locke. Yeah. You know, these guys have to do whatever they're going to do, sort, I guess, on their own. You know, Sawyer's not here. You know, it's yeah. just like, I mean, the highest-ranking guy is, is maybe, I mean, obviously Chang in terms of what's going on here in Dharma, but, you know, maybe Jin, you know, might want to say, hey, follow me or something. Yeah. Um, or Miles might, you know, have some ideas, but. Uh, it's interesting to have this group here. And I think, you know, the fact that, you know, Chang has a vested interest in all this, he's definitely going to want to help these guys. So I'm excited yeah, to see what Yeah, I mean, he finds out do. here that Miles really is his kid. and mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I, I know that there's a lot going on right now, and they don't really have time, but, like, I, you know, I, yeah, uh, man, that would be really weird. I, every time, you know, I saw the episode twice, and both times when he says, it's true then, you are my son, and Miles goes, yeah, it's true, 
I was expecting Chang to go hug him. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I guess he doesn't know that Miles hates him. And this is like <laughs> reuniting, you know, the father he never met. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, I always expect that to happen, and it doesn't. So. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess I'm the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it is I who is the asshole. Who's me? Oh well. <laughs> Uh, okay, so any other comments, questions, concerns about this yes. scene? About the scene, uh, hmm. No, I just, uh, I just really liked the scene, I don't know, I found it, I found it satisfying, I, I liked the way, the way it played out, it didn't seem over the top. Yeah, no, it was a good scene. I agree, I liked it as well. But yeah, that's it. A minus. All right, A minus <laughs> all around. Uh, okay, so in the next scene, uh, Widmore stands over Dan's body and asks why Richard. Sorry, asks Richard why Dan looks familiar. Uh, Hawking tells Widmore that he's coming with her. Then she asks uh, Richard to give them a moment. Uh, she tells Widmore she's taking them to the bomb. Uh, then they discuss this, and but we don't hear it. We just see the discussion from Jack's point of view as uh, Richard unties him. Uh, Jack asks who the man is. Richard tells him Charles Widmore. Hawking uh, finishes our conversation and says, all right, let's move out. I noticed that you editorialized a bit with this scene and left out the, the line that I really am not fond of, of Richard's. Let's just say... Well, love is complicated sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to line. admit that was a that was a cringer for me. That was that yeah. Was I'm like I'm like, what son is here? What? <laughs> Wait, Richard <laughs> <that does. laughs> complicated. What? Jeez. <laughs> you yeah, mean you, you mean they have a baby? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> babies um uh i did want to uh since this is a you know uh un you know unplanned uh, mother's day podcast um <laughs> I, I thought it would be nice uh -oh. to give a shout out to all the the mothers on laws uh <laughs> some of which have killed their children some of which haven't <laughs> some of which have endangered children some of which haven't <laughs> Um, there, there are a lot of mothers on the show, um, some and, way. uh, and some of them do a good job and some of them, well, they're, they're good in other ways <laughs> without naming names. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, uh, happy, happy mother's day, lost mothers and, and Hey, and real mothers who are listening. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Sure, why not? Just they yeah. can hear us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you mean you mean the mothers of lost can't hear us? I hope not. <laughs> they don't listen. No, apparently they don't. <laughs> Should not leave your children next to a pool unattended. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, back to this scene, um, 
Yeah, love can be complicated. You know, this just points out they really don't want to uh, explain at this point, you know, sort of, I mean, we know that, like, Ellie and Charles are kind of leaders, but we don't know, you know, exactly who, are they equal? Is this, like, a some sort of, like, monarchy or something? You know, the king and queen or something? Or uh, or is it, you know, I, I'm curious on why Ellie is, you know, we know that, you know, we can assume why Widmore is in charge, but, you know, why is Ellie calling the shots here, you know, is one of my questions. Uh, well, what, yeah. what do you mean? Uh, what are you assuming about Widmore? Well, I'm assuming that you know he was, um, you know, he was a he was a one of the others when he was younger, and he you know was tenacious and he worked his way up to to sort of be the leader or something, you know. Oh yeah. Just just that, you know. Uh, I just don't see how how we get sort of this, this like two leader thing going on where he kind of even answers to her in a way. Or yeah. you know, doesn't doesn't have final say, or doesn't choose to have final say, or what's really going on there? Yeah, it kind of seems like they're uh, they're they're co-leaders, mm-hmm. um, and like either one can kind of do their own thing, um, but uh, it doesn't seem like uh, it doesn't seem like either one's really in charge. It it does uh, it did seem like she wasn't there later, you know, like in the in the scene with Ben when he took Alex, um, mm-hmm. for example. So that makes me want to say that she's going to, like, maybe she'll leave. You know, like, we, we have that, like, at some point she has to leave. Yeah, she does have to leave. Well, um, we, we talked about that before. Are the, are, yeah. the, are the other, are the moms and children in the other camps going to leave too? Right. And right. if so, how? <laughs> yeah, it seems pretty clear they didn't get on the sub. No. Um, so if they're going to leave, they're going to have to figure out their own way to leave. Uh, yeah. And I guess they do know sort of what's coming um, in terms of the bomb. Uh, uh, so, so you know, maybe that'll give them a reason to leave. But Hawking herself seems to be involved in that. So I, I, don't, I'm, I don't quite see how she's going to leave here uh, anytime soon. Uh, so I, I don't know how that's going to come out, but. You know, it was a little, I mean, I don't expect any different because, you know, this is like the end of the season, but it was a little weird how she was really just gung-ho about all this, like, well, I guess we got to go destroy the bomb. These guys I just met told me they're from the future and I got this thing and this guy's going to be fine. And, and, you know, it's just, it was pretty like, she really, there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, she didn't have to be convinced to do all this. Yeah. Really. It was, I mean, the evidence was there, and I think it was compelling evidence, but nevertheless, she was just like, okay, yeah. cool, let's go do it. And <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to go presumably detonate this bomb. Let me tell my son, who might be, you know, in my tent over here. Uh, you know, I don't know where Dan is, but he should be around. Uh, and it's like, hey, let me go tell him mommy loves him or something before yeah. I go blow up this hydrogen bomb. <laughs> Of course, they don't have time for that, and story-wise, they don't want to show us that, but... Um, yeah. Well, and that's my point, is I think... I, I do feel like she's going to leave uh, at some point. Um, um, so maybe between getting the bomb to where it needs to go and detonating it, she's, she, she'll not be with that group anymore or something. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, oh, I got to go to, you know, somewhere else to get something. 
I've got to go return some videotapes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're going to, yeah, yeah. You're, wait, you're going to detonate this bomb? Oh, shit, I, I've got an appointment. I'll, I'll be right back. I think I love my oven running. <laughs> <laughs> that pot roast is really going to get overcooked if I don't get back there. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you kind of sum it up uh, like that as far as, you know, these two guys from the future show up and tell her she's got to detonate a nuclear bomb, it really starts to sound a little bit crazy. Uh, Oh, yeah. You know, I was with her because I think because, you know, I've been following all along. But, yeah, Yeah. her point of view, she really – she's really buying into some kind of crazy stuff. And, yeah, there is evidence. It's not totally, like, uh, from nothing, but uh, still – it's it's a big yeah. risk to take based on some pretty uh, unbelievable things. Yeah, totally, totally. And I mean, they again, they do have the. I guess Richard could, you know, definitely, you know, tacitly verifies that, you know, this is the guy, and you know, she remembers Dan too. But but this is the guy who told them to bury the bomb and mm-hmm. and all that. So I mean, there is compelling evidence, but it, it was very quick, you know. And then she and then and then you know they go there. And then she's like, okay, what's next? You know, it's just like uh, very eager to get this. Uh... And it's funny because it's kind of motivated on this idea that she, you know, killed her son, but she doesn't really have any sort of emotional connection to this guy. Uh, yeah. She, she doesn't know her son. Uh, yeah. But there's this intellectual connection of knowing that, they, you know, that's her son. It's, he hasn't been born, right? Hmm? You know, we talked about that. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but, like, it really, if he hasn't been born yet, he's pretty young. Yeah. He just, he seems he did like say he was the youngest to graduate from Oxford, right? Yeah, they did. I mean, he was he was working as a professor in 96, which, if he were, uh, if he were born, I mean, this is 77. I mean, that would make him, if he's born, e- even if he's born this year, I mean, that would make him 19. I mean, that, that's, that pretty much doesn't happen. I, I, I yeah, really, like, I, I really don't think he level. can be that young. I really think yeah. he should have been born. I think, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, the Oxford day, I mean, he really should be at least like 25 or something, right? Or I yeah. Mean, I mean, maybe he got through school quick, yeah. but still. Even if he got through early, uh, yeah. that's 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 a stretch. Yeah, so 25 would make him born in uh, 71, I think. Yeah. So he should be like six or seven or something. Yeah. He should be around. I think, uh, you know, Charlotte's around. He should be around. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. His age shouldn't be that far from Charlotte's. Even though there was a thing with her age, as we all know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as we all know. <laughs> it was her fault. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> she demanded. Wait, did I say demanded? <laughs> I didn't mean I that. Meant, I meant pointed out our error. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, actually, that's another thing of... Um, as figuring out where Ben, and I guess they could just use. Here's the other thing: is the bit uh, Ben, the Dan that we saw uh, oh, know, no. playing the piano and all that backstory. Um, 
you know, he's around that age. I would imagine they might use that, that kid on the island if, if, if Dan's on the island or mm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if that's going to hey. happen, we'll see that in the next episode. What if here's a here's a wild wild and crazy theory. Uh say say, you know, uh Widmore and uh you know, Ellie hook up <laughs> as they say in the fifties. Um and um you know, she she she's gonna have this baby. She I, you know, basically the idea is maybe she goes to America, to the real world or whatever, and and gives them up for adoption. And then he that's why he has an American accent, because he grows up there. And then when she gets and off the, the island, name. she... Meets up with him again and tells <laughs> hey, him that... Mommy's back. He can't play, uh, mommy's back and you can't play the piano. <laughs> you can't play the piano. And he's like, I like foster care better. <laughs> um... Well, that theory doesn't sound that hot, but maybe something like that where she, where he's he's off island most of the time until she leaves too. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's why he's not around. Right. Or maybe she gives him. Maybe he, you know, Dharma daycare or something. Oh wait, she's another. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be weird if if Dharma Daycare offered their services to the hostile. <laughs> hey, it's all about caring for children. It doesn't matter what affiliation uh, you have. It's all about the kids. Dharma Daycare prefers to stay neutral in the <laughs> Dharma hostile conflict. I think they should. They should. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Hey, the kids didn't start it. That's yeah, right. Maybe you didn't ask to be born hostile. Mhm. What did you say? <laughs> I said those babies didn't ask to be born hostile. They did not. <laughs> babies aren't hostile, are they? They just want their binky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, they can be a little hostile if they don't get their binky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just give them their binky, and they won't be hostile. Give them their binky. That's pretty simple. <laughs> Binky. Ugh. Yeah. What a word. What a word. I like to think that as ubiquitous as that term is, when I was a little kid, I never said it. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but I, I like to think it's true. I don't think I was aware of Binky until my little sister was born. You know, she's like 13 years younger. So I was like, Binky? Your little sister says Binky? When she was a baby, we would call her, her pacifier a binky, I think, every now and then. Oh, know. you would say that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Huh. But, I, but I don't remember that word when I was, you know, when I was a kid. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> it's a 90s invention. Maybe so. You know, the 90s made up a lot of stuff. Yeah, it did. It really did. You know what else made up a lot of stuff? <laughs> You know, if you if you Google the word binky, one of the related searches that comes up is pacifiers. What? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Google's awesome then. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's weird. The binky is a pacifier. Hmm. So, speaking of binkies, you ready for the next scene? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. 
So in the next scene, we go uh, to the present. Uh, Richard asks, this is present Richard, uh, asks Locke where he has been for the last three years. Uh, Richard says that uh, when Ben turned the wheel, Locke disappeared. Um, and Locke says, you'll see uh, where, I'll, where I disappeared to. Uh, you'll see, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Which is really not very accurate. Um, uh, it's, it's semi. It's, it's pretty close. It's actually, yeah, it's pretty close. It's like, it's like one step away from being accurate. Locke says, after that, I want you to take me to see Jacob. Ben says, that's not how it works. Uh, so Locke asks Richard if it'll be a problem, and Richard uh, reluctantly agrees. They keep walking, and then they arrive at the uh, Nigerian plane above the Pearl. Uh, Locke tells Richard to get the bullet out of younger Locke's leg, uh, giving him the equipment to do it with. Then he tells uh, Richard to tell the younger Locke to get the Oceanic Six back, and the, uh, the way to do that, uh, in order to do that, he's going to have to die. Uh, they they hear uh, younger Locke uh, show up, and Ben says, who is that man? And uh, Locke says, me. That man is me. Who is that man? <laughs> That's just John Locke. He's a bad mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the, uh, that was the 70s version of Locke. That, exactly. Appropriate, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Very appropriate, yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. It makes, I really wish they would have done something like that. It's, it's appropriate. Who is that man? Um, can I just say that I I you know who who thought we'd still be seeing the Nigerian plane? Oh God! Dude, I know. <laughs> that thing has gotten more screen time than some of the actors on the show. Yeah. You know, Libby's like, you can't give me a backstory, but you can show the beach craft for the season. Yeah, when he's like, it's a beach craft, it was used to smuggle heroin from Nigeria. It's like, no shit, no shit. We know, oh, we know. Yeah. We so know. We know. We know more about the plane than Locke does. You know, obviously, you we know. Yeah, yeah. I, really, I really think we do. Yeah, no, Locke yeah. really has no idea what the whole backstory of that really plane doesn't. is. No. <laughs> he knows, like, vaguely what it is. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he – that was such a thing for any for anyone who, you know, doesn't remember. They just kind of filled that in there. Yeah. All right, Locke, tell us it's what like, it is. It's like, you know, I'll bring this one back. It's like, you know – the message. The message you put in the bottle. The message you put the bottle on the wrap. The message you put the bottle on the wrap. Like, you know, it's just like, yeah, we get it. You guys are trying to make sure we know what it is, but yeah, we do. We watch the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard though, you know. Disclaimer, obviously, is it, it is it's. I do feel bad for for you know most people who watch the show don't have time to at least watch it twice like we do, not mm-hmm. to mention, you know, podcast about the show. Right. Uh, it is, I think, hard for a lot of people to really keep up with uh, with the details. And, and uh, I mean, it's it's the craziest show on TV, right? I mean, yeah. it's just, it's hard to, you were when and you did what? Why? And, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but for us who are fans who, like, you know, know the dimensions of the beachcraft. We don't really need uh, any more details. 
<laughs> yeah, I, they definitely walk that line of trying to keep up, uh, keep people, um, you know, give people what they need to know to follow if they if they don't remember. Mm-hmm. But but also, like I think in the end though, like you you really have to kind of seen it. I mean, to really get anything out of it, you have to have seen it before. Mm-hmm. And like maybe you need to be reminded because you forgot or something. But if you've never yeah. seen Lost before and you just turn it on and he says that, like I think that really doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. You know, I think it's really for like sort of casual fans. They've seen the show a few times. They've probably seen the if they've seen the show a few times, they've probably seen the plane a few times. Well, and that's the thing. Like if someone's just watching this and they hear that line, they're thinking, "Ooh, he's gonna go find some heroin. I wonder if they're gonna do any of that heroin on the." There's obviously heroin on the plane. Let's. Let's see if they, and it, you know, everyone else is like, yeah, they're, they're not about, it's not about the heroin. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, the heroin is so, oh, yeah. No oh, one Nigeria. cares about the heroin. Oh, maybe, maybe if you turn the wheel, it'll send you to Nigeria. If you, like, yeah, no, it's, that's got nothing to do with the guys. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is a scene that really, you know, uh, Pissed me off, I guess. Uh oh. Uh oh. Those I mean, are strong words. I, I think this is this is the the, the beginning of the paradoxes for this episode. I mean, oh I my god. The, oh the, my the, god. The first one was really, I guess, when Ellie finds the journal. That's the first. I I, I call that a category two paradox, where it seems like it's a it seems like it's a paradox, but we don't really know the details. So yeah, it's like, I, I, think how that, I think out, it's possible for that one not to be a paradox. Yeah, that's why it's a category two. I feel like it seems like a a, a paradox, but but it's all about the details, or at least like not as much of a paradox because yeah, she she can see that journal and then go buy you know a journal that looks like it. And write what's in it, but I think that's not a paradox. Yeah, the, the thing is, is it, it's a paradox in terms of why does she go buy it? If she only buys it because she knows she has to because she saw it, right? Then it becomes a paradox. But if she, it, that's what says in the details and how she buys it and why she decides to write what she, if she decides to write what she writes in there only because she knows that's why she wrote, you know, that she wrote that, then it's a paradox because then she'll never write, you know. That she sort of never really ever thought to write it, other than the fact she knew she wrote I think, it. I think it kind of works that she that that was always the reason. Like she always found the journal, and she always bought the journal because she found the journal, and she always wrote what she wrote because she knew what she wrote because she had already seen the journal. But then like, she never wrote anything, though. She did. She, she never... always she always she always always saw it in advance. You know, basically, it's you know when she, when she originally. That's the problem. There's no the problem originally. There's no, there's no original idea of saying I want to put a sentiment of X Y Z in here for him. That you know, which is sort of why she kind of does it later. That's the thing. Well, because she she already reads it, you yeah. know, before she gets the chance to come up with the idea. So, yeah, I I yeah, it's. It's really weird, but to me, not as problematic as this scene here. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I call the the journal really the category two. This is category one. Like you're really in paradox territory here. Yeah. It's it's not about the details. It's about the 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 main things that are going on. And uh, yeah. And so yeah. So we got to talk about that. We do. We do. We really do. So maybe maybe I'll just complete this. Um, uh, or do you want to say something about this other stuff? Uh, about I guess 
I guess we find out here that uh, that Locke just disappeared. We sort of knew that's what happened um, yeah. when uh, when people went away. And so basically, uh, once they turned the wheel, I guess the island moved, and the others just continued doing their thing for the last like three years. They've been, I guess, relatively uneventful. Um, so that that group at the temple just. They just stayed at the temple, huh? Apparently. Like when, when he tells them to go, like, they're just there. They years. stay there. And then there's the group that doesn't get to stay there, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I wanted. I mean, I really, I think we got to talk about the timeline here to figure out what's going on. You know, we got to talk about this compass, you know, which, which is just like, you know, came out of thin air. Can we not... <laughs> I, I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna insist that we spend a little time on the compass. I, oh, I'm, you've got I'm to. kidding. I just yeah. Um, okay, so so yeah, yeah. Why don't you finish the next? Yeah, thing, we'll just do this whole block here. So then we uh, we basically uh, having been set up like that, we replay the scene from earlier in the season. Um, now, now we understand why Richard was there and why he said what he, why he said and did what he did. Then we uh, we cut over to Locke and Ben watching them, and Ben says that Locke's timing was impeccable. Locke says the island told him when to be there. Uh, Locke says, uh, didn't the island tell you things? Ben says no, and clearly the island didn't tell Locke where Jacob is, or he wouldn't need Richard to show him. Locke states that Ben has never seen Jacob. Ben says what, and responds no further. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. Man. At that point, uh, younger Locke disappears. Richard rejoins Locke and Ben. Locke asks how it went. Richard says, you seem convinced, but he's glad that Locke didn't actually have to die. Locke, uh. says, Locke says that actually he did. Then Locke says, we better get back to camp. Ben and Richard exchange a look. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Okay, so here's my Whew. here's my short thing about the compass. Um, it's probably okay. the obvious thing to say, but I, it needs to be said. So I'll say it. Um, okay, good. Basically, <laughs> if you if you track that compass, like at any given moment in time, um, and you just start, you know, whatever. I mean, that that compass is always is always gonna kind of sh- shuffle between, um, you know, that that period of time. When when Locke gets it, and then um, um, and then and then goes back to the past and gives it to Richard, which he's going to do, you know, fairly shortly after it time travels a few times. Then Richard has it for a very long time until giving mm-hmm. it to Locke again. So at any given time, right, you can you can follow that watch and cycle through, right. So so basically, that watch was never manufactured. It 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 just. Yeah, it, it just appeared from nowhere. It, it it's it's like Ellie's. It's like what Eloise writes in the book. It you know yeah. presumably it's like she never originally came up with that idea. It was already there presented to her. No one ever sort of made that watch. It right. just sort of you know yeah <sighs> yeah the yeah the compass is just is just it's just totally there inexplicably. And not only that, if you think about it, at any given time, if you if you Look at the compass at any given time. You can follow it back, you know, back to the 50s, back to when Richard got it, and then back to the future 
you know, um, mm-hmm. when Locke got it and then back, back, back again to, yeah. to, to when Richard got it in the 50s. That compass has to be infinitely old. That's, that's, the, that's the part that really bothers me somehow even more than the fact that it wasn't manufactured. It's like, well, that. It's infinitely, infinitely old in what sense of time, though? I mean, it's not I, in any re- – in, in in terms of the compass's perspective or because, something? Yeah, because the compass is time-traveling, and, you know, the the way people have been time-traveling, it, it doesn't seem like it stops the aging process. So so basically that compass is constantly going through this loop, and there there really is no well, end but, to it. But, but, but for the people who, are, who have it – it, it's only uh, it's, they should the people in 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 that series of of events shouldn't uh, they shouldn't increase in terms of how old they are in terms of the watch. You know they I mean? they like, don't. But if you watch, if you the, look from the, the watch's watch point has, of view, it's it's. I mean, the watch. Could it should be always a be a certain year. It should always be a certain year old in terms of if you ask Locke when he has it, how old is this compass, and he gave you an estimate. You know, if he said, okay, it's. You know, if the compass had a date that it was, but he'd be wrong because at any given time you can follow it back forever. So, like, it it basically ha- it has to never have been manufactured and be infinitely old. Can I can I just add a little thing to the age issue? When 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 Locke asks him earlier on if he still has it, he says he makes a comment about how it looks a little older, like. It's still it's it's looking a little worn, but it still points north. It's like so. Not only is it sort of infinitely old, but it also is degrading with time. Yeah, like they sort of indicated that, but I felt like they didn't go far enough. Like it it shouldn't just degrade a little bit. It should just like, <laughs> you know. It, but then doesn't that mean that at the very instant that it's introduced, it should be infinitely old at that instant? Yeah. And yeah. so it should, he should oh, hand right. him really a, 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 a bunch of dust or something. Yeah, basically. Or whatever the metal would be. So, that's, yeah. you know, I don't – I mean, that's weird. It's really weird. The, the, my my other problem with this, this, this sort of incidental to the paradox issue of this is that, um, you know, he, Richard doesn't seem to know anything about what's about to happen. And, mm-hmm. and Locke tells him what to do, but he doesn't tell him, if I'm not mistaken, he doesn't tell him to give him the compass and, and tell him, you know, you'll need the compass. The next time you see me, I won't recognize you. So take this compass and give it to me. Oh. He doesn't tell him to do that. And then there's no acknowledgement that that little conversation has transpired. And that just struck me really strange because he has no reason to believe that that, that that's going to happen. And that I, missed gonna the, I missed the last part of what you said. He doesn't remember what? Well, you know, originally when we see that scene, Richard gives him the compass and says, next time I see you, I'm not going to recognize you. You're going to need to give me this compass. Uh-huh. But really? Locke, okay, so that's when that's when Locke has just gotten shot by Ethan, right? Right. And then and then Richard comes to help him, and he says, right. and Richard gives Locke the compass, right? Right. And then he says, you're you're, you're gonna give this to me next time I see you? Yes. Cause, because because he won't right? recognize Locke. Because he yes. won't recognize me. Give me. Oh, okay. And, and, know, that, okay. and that's in the fifties. Right, and I just think it's strange that there's no reference to that. Oh, but see, okay, that that 
that goes along with another idea, I think, that to me it seems like what Richard figured out in the time that he left the, the, the older Locke and then went to go help the younger Locke, if I can say that, he must have realized Locke is going to time, and this is me helping the lost writers out here, but, you know, the idea is maybe he realized that uh, Locke is going to go time travel to the 50s, I, I, you know, blah, 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 you know, and, and that's, why he does, that's why he tells him that. Is well, that yeah, he, but he, he has sort no of, reason to think that that hasn't already happened. Well, but... But here's the thing is, I, that idea goes along with another idea, which I can't really wrap my head around, but, but the fact that we see this with Locke, too, in this scene, and that he, says, he tells Richard, you know, when they're talking about what they're going to go do, he says, oh, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you basically don't know what's about to happen. And so in, the, in, the, in, in another half second, Locke basically realizes, hey, Richard, when Richard comes and tells me I have to die, he doesn't know why he's telling me that. Therefore, I must be the one who tells him. You know, like to me, that's another part of, of the paradox or whatever oh. the scene is, 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 is Locke has to, you know, Locke has to think of, I guess, on his own that he needs to be the one to tell Richard to tell him this now that he realizes Richard didn't know to say that. And, and it's just, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of thought to have in half a second if that's what they want us to believe. Because how else do you explain the, the the fact that, you know, Locke told Richard to go tell him this after learning that Richard didn't know to say that, or to even know that he had to go die. So that's why I feel like the fact that we're in a shitty scene like this, <laughs> uh, they're asking. I think they're asking a lot of us and the characters. And I think the big thing for Locke is, I guess we're supposed to believe that that's what he thought in that half second was. I need to be the one to tell Richard to fulfill this whole thing. And then for Richard, what the comp is, I'll have to give him the same benefit of the doubt and say, he must have said, hey, Locke is going to go to the 50s after this, um, you know, and, and he, he fills in the rest, you know. And it's, it's definitely, you know, hard to fathom, though. I, I want to give slightly different answers to those, um, those issues. The first thing, I kind of want to say the island told Locke as opposed to Locke thinking of it. Um, since the, the island, island told, told Locke, like, to be there at that specific time, like, the island also told him to, to ha- you know, what, what to have Richard tell him. Of course, he already knows what well, Richard is going to tell yeah, him. Yeah, that's but. the thing. So the island says, hey, so, uh, it's weird. I still think he has to realize, I mean, yeah. he has to realize that Richard doesn't know this. Yeah, and he, ha- and he has to get the information. So why would the island? I don't know. I mean, okay, that's it. I mean, hey, throw that in the pot. Yeah, I just kind of want to throw him. the island in as, as yeah. helping him along. Like he's not quite working alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I had in mind. Whatever the island is. On the on the other issue, like I didn't even notice that there was something that they didn't address. I think that's probably what you know the writers would prefer to happen. Um, <laughs> Uh, but that that issue has come up like multiple times this season of you know a scene playing and then you know we've heard something or we've even seen the scene before and it's different um, yeah. or the explanation for why someone says something isn't sort of fully given um, and uh, I just want to chalk it up to the same kind of thing like like they're just they're just trying to move the scene along and like we know what he says and so they just kind of do a shorthand version of it where he doesn't tell him every single thing that Richard says but we're supposed to like get you know 
get the idea that like Locke told Richard what to say, and so Richard went over and talked to him, and that's the explanation. Like I feel like that's really. But the problem, I mean, that is what they want. But the problem is our original idea, or the original question before this, when we saw the scene the first time, was why did Richard know this to say to Locke? You know, right. we thought you know Richard Richard came with this with this knowledge that like it was weird. You know, how does he know? Oh, you're gonna tell me you're gonna get shot and all this. Yeah. So it seemed the questions were you know how does he know this? Why is he saying this? And then we come to this scene where we're getting the answers. And the and I do think they ha- they need to be a little bit more you know whatever in terms of of making the things line up with yeah they want to you know get the, get the scene moving but at the same time like. The question of like like Jen said, you know, uh, how does he know to tell Locke to give this back to him, you know, uh, or that he's going to need this next time he sees him and all that, you know. Like I said, my theory is that he's very smart and very quick and realized it in the ten seconds it took him to walk over there, uh, <laughs> you know. And maybe you could even throw in the idea of people doing things in terms of fulfilling, you know, things that have to happen, kind of a thing, you know. Because uh, Richard remember, you know, this Richard remembers giving him that in the fifties. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he definitely, you know, that's definitely something. So there. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think we're we're just really uh, pointing out the, the the problems with this scene here. When you you know you really shouldn't show the scene a scene we've seen before from a different perspective with the same characters in it, and 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 them inter- and those things interacting, uh, you know it's it's just it's a little much. You're gonna yeah. have some problems. You're gonna have some problems there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. imagine if when Sawyer saw Kate and, and and Claire giving birth, he walked over and like, you know, come on, we don't want that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Freckles. Uh, one day someone's gonna, you know, you know, tell you to get on the sub, and I'm just gonna want you to not get on the sub, you know, or something, you know. Like, right. I want to be alone with my lady. Yeah, you know really. What I mean like, later. <laughs> For me, uh, uh, it was bad enough just having Sawyer there watching. Like, exactly. I, like I thought that was too far. This is mm-hmm. just, you know. And this, they, it's a full, not even, not even just like an interaction, but a uh, a causal you yeah. know, thing of like, this is why he did that. This is a whole now connected sequence of yeah. events. Yeah, and it's another example yeah. of an idea never being originated. Yeah, exactly. And on, on top it's of that. It's sort of like a time loop eternal ripoff. And I think that has to go, you have to, I guess, if you say that, compare it to what Dan was just talking about with the sequence of events starting with the incident. Maybe they're trying to tell us something. Maybe maybe the Losties are infinitely old. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can tell by the decay of the clothing that they're infinitely old. <laughs> oh, God, you know, uh, a decaying clothes reference just never gets old. <laughs> And uh, there's no pun intended there. <laughs> yeah, can you tell by the decay of the reference that its clothes are old? I don't know. <laughs> Something. <sighs> well, the other thing that I just wanted to point out that um, with, with her to the scene of Claire giving birth, um, in in this scene, it's clear that if he'd wanted to, he could have gone over there and made his presence known. 
mm-hmm. which I wasn't sure of at the time. But then it makes it, I mean, by that, you know, Locke really could have gone over and told himself all this shit. Yeah. And and I don't like that. Well, well, the question is, the question is, could I think really the question is, could he have? Because we're, I think we're still under, you know, the question <laughs> of is is whatever happened happened the case or not? Yeah, I'll, uh, go, I'll, I'll I'll say he could have, but he didn't. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that if he he if he would have done that, then he sort of always did that. Yeah, I we think. would have seen him do that. Yeah, if he, if he did that. But but I I think the idea is there's no like. There's no like universe stepping in to block him from doing it. Like, I think I think the show has skated around the edge of that issue, and I think you know of seeing yourself. And I think you know the first steps of that were were you know Sawyer seeing um seeing yeah. Claire, Claire and Kate uh, w- when she gives birth, and then you know we've got kind of a, a bigger version of that with Miles and seeing himself as a baby. Yeah. Um, and then I think this is sort of the closest they've got where Locke actually sees himself just like not even that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, the the fourth step is actually a scene where you're person, talking to your yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be the fourth possibility. But as you point out, if whatever happened happened, then if we didn't see that scene, then it didn't happen. So they can't do it. Um, but there's this idea that they can change things, but I think that's that's only predicated on big crap, not little crap. Yeah, big yeah. crap like hydrogen bombs. And basically, like and unless incident. they unless they start time traveling again, I don't think they're going to do that. Um, yeah. But that would be crazy if they actually did. If they actually had someone talk to a different version of themselves, that would just be. Uh, well, hey, Locke is going to go talk to Jacob. <sighs> that's true. Oh, oh, oh look at that. that. Yeah, he's actually he's he's gonna go murder him. So, well, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't gotten to that scene yet. We don't remember what happened. <laughs> Jeez, tell us what's gonna happen on the next episode. Why don't you? <laughs> um, but don't. Yeah, there's, 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 yeah, but don't. Uh, yeah, I was online the other day, and I and I, and I was looking at these stills from, like, production stills from the show, and then I saw the title was, like, next week's show, and I'm like, why am I looking at production stills from next week's show? Oh, no. Don't do what? that. Yeah, Where was bad. You, where did you see this from? <laughs> uh, online somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> I believe it was on the internet. There's a thing that... Have you, that, have you uh, heard of it? It's, it's the World Wide Web. It's the World Wide Web. You use, a, you use what they call a computer. Which is not someone who computes. Not anymore. Oh, thank you. Um, I have to make that known. Because it used to be you could go up to a guy and say, are, are you a computer? And he might say yes. Yeah. <laughs> Now, if you go up to a guy and says, are you a computer, you know, you get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's so absurd, you know. It is. It is. He's like, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Just 
All right, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stop there. We're going to go to a <laughs> weird place. <laughs> we certainly don't want to go to any weird places. No, I was going to I was going to bring up some things about hard drives and Oh no. and and, and, and modems and oh, uh, no. you know, maybe a CPU or something. Can we get yeah, a, can we get a, a PRAM, PRAM in there? Yeah. Kernel panic. Yeah. yeah. And please please try to formulate a joke about kernel panic. <laughs> Um, because I think that's the most dramatic sounding ailment of any computer. I would agree. Is that does that <laughs> happen to PCs? Is that is that a, a thing that happens to um, computers as well? I'm sure it's probably analogous. All right. I, I, I I've I, never heard of it, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> say no. I love it. I haven't heard of this, so it doesn't exist. I uh, experienced kernel panic on one of my computers at work recently. And oh no! I was really upset by the terminology, and uh-huh. I was I was kind of offended to be told by a uh, like a like a tech person. I I'm I'm allegedly a tech person, but like I I had to call a real tech person, and I was told by this person that I needed to clear out my PRAM and that I might be experiencing kernel panic. I didn't <laughs> like it at all. <laughs> I didn't like either of those things. Um, yeah, on Windows it would probably be something analogous to like the blue screen of death or something. Uh, yeah. It's a, it does? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Did you, did you say that because you just put it in Wikipedia? And you notice no. that the second sentence in the Wikipedia entry is the equivalent <laughs> to Microsoft Windows operating well, systems as the blue screen go, of death. I'm going to go look it up now. Well, I'm, wow. I'm telling, yeah. So you just, just, you just independently said exactly what Wikipedia said? You just independently <laughs> animated so the second weird. sentence of the kernel panic. You know, the, the one thing that's great about Wikipedia is it's, um, it's you know, it's sort of formatted, uh, it's written in sort of the, the, the best way possible almost, you know, the, the sort of most concise way to explain something. So uh, I like to think that's how I talk in general. You. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, very, I'm a very humble person also. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Ouch. All those things and more make me awesome. So, no, um, no, but I mean... I you know I'm a tech guy I know what the kernel is and uh, and uh, I assume kernel panic which I have not experienced on the Mac was was the kind of thing where you know the system is uh, you know can't recover so yeah well I I'm really I'm not I'm not a tech person I just play one at my job mm-hmm. so it's it's remarkable that I've been able to hold on to my job for as long as I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I, I managed to make it work. Anyway, apparently Linux and Unix have have kernel panic as well. So ah. It's not just a it's not just a Mac thing. Not anymore. So what's um does anyone have any idea what scene we were talking about? Yeah, we're talking about the, the big crazy crux of the episode. Oh right, uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> that little scene. <laughs> that little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Richard I, I, playing I feel like Locke, there's more travel. to pick apart here. Um, did we talk about everything already? I wouldn't say we talked about everything. No, I mean, we no. talked about the uh, central issue. Um, did you have other stuff to say? Like anything about this whole uh, uh, 
thing about going to see Jacob and that's not how it works. Yeah, I do want to talk about that. First, Richard says where you, you know, ask like where you've been the last three years. But Richard remembers that for for Locke, he some of that time in the beginning he was in the fifties, right? Isn't that what happened? He, yeah, I guess he should know it? that, right? God, that's confusing. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. So it's like I thought his question was going to be. You know, have you been time traveling for the last three years? Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing, but um, and then he said that whole thing about just disappearing. Uh, so yeah, the whole Jacob thing, and Ben says that's not how it works. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about Jacob uh, quite a bit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then there's this thing about um uh this thing about how Ben has never seen Jacob. <laughs> yeah, 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 for, that's for a man who for a man who could lie himself out of any situation, he really he really fumbles this one. Well, yeah, you know, when when Locke is as confident as he is and he's saying something, I, we've seen this before with Locke and Ben, I think, where uh, where Locke, like, you know, oh, like when he says, you know, oh, that's not why you want to be judged. You want to be judged for Alex. And he just, when he gets it right, Ben just can't, he just has nothing. You know, he's just yeah. like, oh, okay, well, you're right. <laughs> Uh, because he, you know, it, when it's when it's something big like that, so the so saying like you've never seen him, it's hard for him to uh, I think lie about that when in fact he sort of hasn't, and he's you know no I've seen him I can prove it by 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 what yeah, I'll try you a picture yeah yeah exactly. I'll try you <laughs> that would have been awesome I have seen him John I have I'll draw you a picture <laughs> uh. Yeah, this is this is one of those mysteries that I didn't know was a mystery. Like I, yeah. I really didn't think that it was even debatable that Ben had seen Jacob. I mean, he when when hit, when Locke and him go to Jacob's cabin, he sits there and has a conversation with Jacob and and you know supposedly and and you know the, the room starts rumbling and it seems like Jacob like pushes him back and. He's yelling at him. I mean, it certainly seems like he's seeing him. He's really doing a lot of acting there. If that's if he's really not seeing anything. Yeah, it seemed like he was maybe uh, just knowing that Jacob's always in the chair, so he was just directing his attention to the chair. I mean, mm-hmm. presumably he talked to him like this before. But to me, it's weird that uh, I think at the very least he was making it seem like he could see Jacob. Um, because, you know, if you can't see someone, it's, you know, it's almost like if you're blind, you know, if you can't sort of see someone, you know, he wouldn't necessarily need to direct his attention, you know, looking, be looking at him. You know, I don't imagine every time he came to see Jacob, he stared at an empty chair. Right. You know, that, I mean, maybe he did. I don't know. Um, but, um, so he definitely made it seem like he was seeing Jacob, you know, um, it's weird. It's definitely yeah. It's a mystery. You didn't know it was a mystery. Uh, and when you know during that scene when when Locke saw Jacob, we you know we all thought okay that's a big deal. Locke sort of saw Jacob, and you know Ben's the only one who could see him or whatever. Um, right. Uh, I think I think if I'm correct, the the big question for Ben was 
or the big question that they they focused on was the fact that Locke had heard him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and instead of instead of Ben, if Ben would have said, "Did you see him?" You know, then we'd have been like, "Wait, can't you see him?" Right. You know, but he was like, "You heard him, right?" Yeah, and Ben didn't. Yeah, uh, ben didn't. which he which he admitted, and the thing that Jacob said was, "Help me," and I really uh, I really have no idea how that fits into. Um, where this story is going, but uh, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I got some ideas. You got some ideas? I always have ideas. Nice. Never leave home without them. Okay, good. <laughs> good. I, I sometimes call my credit cards ideas. I see. <laughs> Want to tell you guys that. It's a thing. I'm from Texas. You wouldn't get it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> credit cards are ideas. So you should call them that. Well, good. They're ideas that earn you two percent cash back. <laughs> that's right. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, good kind of idea. Ideas that can make you some money. Um, it gets you traveler's points. That's right. <clears throat> ideas with hotel discounts. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I mean, it's probably best to save the major Jacob discussion for the end. But, yeah, let's do that. Let's get to, yeah, let's, let's, uh, we'll say, we'll save the big Jacob stuff for later. Yeah. I do, I do have some ideas of, uh, or some, some theories to bring up in terms of Locke, what Locke maybe wants to do or is talking about doing. Okay. Okay. So, is everyone ready for the next scene? Yeah, uh, why not? I I I like to spend some more time talking about the compass. Okay, let's do. All right, the compass. What do you got? No, I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was ready to do compass. I was time. too. No, uh, I I just no. Sorry. Are we are we satisfied with the compass? So basically, I mean, that again, the compass. Really flat. Sorry. Is there is there any way is there any way where the compass could have originated from somewhere for real? I mean, is there is there any way that that somehow, I mean, yes, there's this sort of time loop with the compass, but but is is there a way to sort of jump into the loop? You know, is there some way that we haven't seen yet that that it can be introduced that would make sense at all? Can there be two compasses or something? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I saw this two compass thing on the on the floor. yeah. There is the now the, the the now famous two compass the, theory. The two compass theory. <laughs> Which is basically that uh, Richard gives him a second compass, and and of course if that happens, then it works. Like basically Richard just buys like another compass and gives it to Locke, and so every time he's buying a new one, and then the compass isn't infinitely old and it is manufactured. Um, mm-hmm. So that's uh, that is one solution. That is not the solution that the show seems to be indicating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't yeah. really believe that, but that is a theory, and that would correct the uh, the problem with the compass. So it has that virtue. the The problem, I think, is that it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just. I think it's just clever. It's like torture. Clever. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 of course. It's great in every other way. <laughs> yeah, it's just wrong. 
It's just that pesky detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Everybody loves it. <laughs> Can't get enough. I love uh, I love when Richard asks Locke if he wants the bullet, mm. and 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 he just keeps it. <laughs> like I don't know, like who wants a bloody bullet? <laughs> like what are you gonna do with that? I just keep it. Really? Is that what you say? Like not that he really in, even intends for him to really keep it, but just the fact that he says keep it. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's a weird thing to say. That's not exactly how I would phrase it. <laughs> I would probably be inclined to say, no, I don't want it. You can throw it away or something. Yeah. But, uh, hey, no, you keep it. Keep you keep it. it. I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare deprive you of my bloody bullet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just hope. I just hope in some way like Ben gets a hold of that bullet and then shoots John with it. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. You oh, guys God. love that one, I can tell. Oh god. <laughs> that was a lot slowdown special just for you guys. <laughs> you were fairly fairly guaranteed. Oh god, that was awesome. <sighs> So I guess no one wants to see that happen. All right, fine. <laughs> That's what I call poetic justice, all right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, God. So, okay. Next scene? Anyone? Yeah, please. Shall please. I yeah. Segue? Okay. Go while we can, please. All right, all right. Uh, so in the next scene, uh, we're back to the 70s. Uh, Chang storms into the security room, saying they need to evacuate the island. He is stopped uh, by what he sees, Sawyer and Juliet tied up um, and beaten up. Uh, uh, Chang also uh, wants them to stop drilling because of the uh, potential uh, danger. Uh, Radzinski, who has now taken charge, insists that they are going to continue drilling. Uh, Sawyer interrupts and says uh, that if they put him and Juliet on the sub with the evacuees, uh, he'll uh, he'll tell them anything they want to know. Uh, then he asks Juliet if that's, uh, she's okay with that, and she says absolutely. Uh, Rosinski wants a map to where the hostiles are, and Sawyer uh, begins to draw. Awesome. Boom. Yeah, that's really especially hearing you recap, that's really what uh, what they want is, I'll tell you anything you want to know, and then the next line is, I want to know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> they got off easy. They could have asked a lot more than that. Yeah, they really could have asked a lot of stuff. Uh, one of the things I want to mention is uh, they, they seem to have not been putting much effort into, uh, you know, this sort of, 70s-isms that should be going on. These guys don't talk like they're in the 70s anymore. <laughs> a lot of regular, conver- a lot of modern conversation going on here. I, I, where's the hootenanny, you know? Where's the movie? Where's the, you know, like, you know, I don't know. It just it reminded me when you were like, you know, next thing we're back in the 70s. I'm like, are we really back in the 70s? Because I don't, I don't, I don't hear it, folks. I don't hear it. It's ostensibly the seventies. Is there anything that's particularly modern that you can point out in this scene? 
Uh, he said map. <laughs> Everybody knows no one said map before. Everybody knows maps weren't invented until 88, all right? <laughs> Anything you heard about Magellan was false. <laughs> wow. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> here and only here. Those are all lies invented during the Cold War. Exactly. <laughs> Most of the world was just discovered in the last 25 years, I promise. <sighs> wow. Uh, no, yeah. no, I just, it's just a little thing, obviously. But um, not, not, nothing that they say is particularly modern sounding, but it's like, it. it I mean, but it doesn't sound unmodern, which makes, which kind of means it sounds modern, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're not really coloring the language, but like, yeah. it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't seem like they're coloring it modern either. It seems like they're just going for pretty flat, like yeah, unrecognizable yeah. stuff that you could say, you know, pretty oh, so much any time within the last like fifty years or so. The usual. Yeah. Yeah, and I I really don't want to see a bunch of people standing around saying Ruby somehow. That's not awesome to you. <laughs> what what about what about Hoot Nanny? Come on, you know Hootenanny. I think Hoot Nanny. I, I gotta disagree with you guys. I we we haven't discussed this, but I think the way he says it, I I don't think the people in the seventies said Hoot Nanny. I think that it was supposed to sound like mannered and a little bit silly, like he's mocking them. Hoot Nanny to me does seem older than the seventies. Who like, seems like, like a 50s thing? Or yeah, a or, like, thing. or like, an, like a 19th century thing. Yeah, yeah. Out on it a seems farm. Pretty, it, seems pretty, it seems pretty old, but uh, but they're back in time, so it's got to be authentic. <laughs> right, no one jokes <laughs> in the 70s. I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it as a word. No, you I, know, I enjoyed it. Period, too, accurate or not. It was... Uh, it was uh, or period specific or not? I guess. Trust me, trust me. I like it too. Cause, uh, cause I, okay, okay, good. As long as you like it, because I agree. I, I, I kind of don't want to say that hootenanny is a seventies term either. Okay, good. So we um, all agree. Um, <laughs> but it is an older thing. I mean, you know. It is. I just yeah. It's not it. a modern term. Yeah. So it's not like an anachronism. It's not like it's not like he says. Oh, you guys are down here having a rave? Right, right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But but it's also not like he's down there saying, what do you guys think this is, Studio 54? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that would be, I guess that would be the 70s way to go. Or is that, is that way there a little bit? I don't know, whatever. I think Studio 54 is 70s. Yeah, I guess it's fully 70s anyway, 77. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's late uh, 70s. They're, they got disco. They yeah, got, like, you know, Saturday Night Fever. Claude, though, I know what you mean. Like, this could be taking place in the present. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, the only way to know is just to remember. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's not a... They're, not, they're definitely not going out of their way to make it seem like it's the 70s. Yeah. 
All right, glad we clarified that. Uh, next. <laughs> what else in this scene? Anything else? This is more more of, you know, Redzinski the tyrant. Yeah. The, uh... Yeah, he's, he's, he's the, uh... He's the guy in charge now. It was weird when Chang came in, um... Because I thought I thought he had some sort of power, you know. I thought I thought he was kind of on the level with Horace. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, like his, you know, he's in charge of the research, which is so important that it kind of elevates him. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was weird that Rosinski's still like, no, 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 I'm still in charge. Blah blah blah. Um. But I'm glad Rosinski uh, didn't say like, no, no one's leaving. But he did uh, still want to drill, so. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and also like he initially said uh, to Chang like you should be out at the Swan site, you know. And it it yeah. made it seem like Rodzinski's actually like in charge. I mean, besides the fact that he's just now taken over, like he's just generally in charge of, you know, um, where you know where where people are supposed to be. To me, that came off like. Rizinski, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't really know how to take it, but to me it kind of came off as like, you know, obviously in the, you know, they're in a panic mode here, uh, and he sort of, it seems to me he's just very preoccupied with the with the Swan Station for some reason mm-hmm. and, and getting that thing built. And it, to me it seemed like he's, he's kind of an underling, you know, or at least was before, but he was like, you know, I'm the guy in charge. I'm building the model, you know. And, you know, at 0800 hours, change should be at the thing working. You know, kind of a, that's how it came off to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you should be there doing this thing that I think is really important, you know. Oh, okay. I guess I uh, thought, like, from when Miles drove out there and they got the body, like, it kind of seemed like Redzinski was supervising. He was, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe he's in charge of all the guys, you know, sort of the non-science guys or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of the impression I get. I don't know what they really want us to think, but I feel like if he's in a position to say, like, I'm in charge now, he has to be somewhat up there. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, But it is weird. Like, I wonder how committed he is to the Dharma project or... If he's just, if this is just about him personally, like I really, mm-hmm. I'm curious about what his motivations are, you know. Especially, like, con- yeah. Especially considering, you know, the the this whole uh, project that he's so invested in. I mean, they're under attack. Like, uh, they don't know. They've got these infiltrators. Like, there's so much going on. Yet he he, you know, they can't even keep the barracks safe, right? But but he yeah. still wants to just continue to drill and and uh, and it seems like he does, he's just not a either he is really aware of what's going on and we don't know that or he's just really not aware of the dangers and like what the what the project's really about and what's really under there and like because it seems like if he knew any of that stuff that he would be more wary to to keep drilling yeah so I, I'm curious on what he what his end goals are does he just want you know he like why is he so invested in the Swan Station. Yeah, yeah. Is it what's just the payoff for him? Or like, yeah. Like the swan gets built, and then, and then what for him? 
Yeah, Jen, what? We're asking you. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a Well, he used to go in there for several years, and eventually he's going to realize that he really fucking blew it uh, in this that we're watching right now, and um, and he really made an ass out of himself, and he's going to commit suicide. Oh, there it is. There you go. Yeah. All right. Simple. There you go. Simple um, and effective. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what to make of, of this. Because he does seem, you know, it, it does seem, as you guys were saying, like the immediate security concerns ought to sort of trump the drilling. Like you can't delay drilling for one day while you guys... No. We are going to drill as much as we can today. Yeah. And then we're going to drill some more. And and don't forget, it is it, like in hostile territory. So it's not even like a secure location. That's, that's the other thing is that, you know, how can you really be surprised by – they seem to think that they've been infiltrated and, like, the, the hostiles are coming after them or something, which isn't really what's happening, but that's what they think. Mm-hmm. But how can you really be that surprised or that indignant when you're drilling on territory yeah. that you said you wouldn't drill on? Because it maybe to them. You know, maybe that kind of makes me think. Maybe that's why. Uh, maybe maybe Rizinski is just sort of this paranoid guy because he does know that they're sort of doing this secret operation on on uh, Dharma on uh, the other territory, the hostile territory. So this whole time, maybe he's just been paranoid about about an infiltration, about a retaliation, about them finding out and yeah. them getting surprised. So I mean, maybe that's sort of why he's a dick this whole time because he's just paranoid. Uh, because you know we do find out that they're they're doing all this crap, so that might that might sort of explain that and why he's so you know worried about them seeing the uh, the station uh, model and all that. Um, yeah. Still don't like him. But. Yeah, you know when I get around to watching the show again and I get to the part where Kelvin talks about Rodriguez, oh. now I'm just gonna groan internally. Yeah, I'm gonna groan. I'm gonna groan. Think like, ah, oh, that guy. I'm gonna have to see him later. Yeah. And he's gonna annoy the shit out of me again. And yeah. It's gonna be so like I just you, I don't care you... if you made the blaster map. I don't yeah. care. It's just you suck. Yeah, you're gonna when you see when you see it, you're gonna curse that ceiling bloodstain, huh? I am, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good riddance. It's like now I really hope he did kill himself, you know. Before it was like, Oh, maybe Kelvin just said that but mm-hmm. now it's like, you know, this guy, well Yeah. Yeah, do yourself really, a favor. I, I really wouldn't I really wouldn't blame Kelvin if he murdered him. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Even if he was lying, good. I hope he's lying. Good. I hope he's lying. Hope somebody did it. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody needs to kill him. And you know what would make it great is if if Kelvin did it right after Rosinski like explains everything we just saw about Rosinski. Like he goes, Yeah, I did this and I did that and then I did this and I took over and I'm in charge. And then as he's saying all this, Kelvin goes to get the gun. And as soon as he's done, he blasts him away. That's great. I really hope we get that scene. That's the best vindication we can hope for, guys. I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I wish we could see that. <laughs> oh, God. If only. Always remember the blast door map. 
<laughs> I keep dying words. <laughs> remember to remember to put in those fluorescent bulbs, so those black lights, so block uh, and see it when the when the uh, lockdown happens. Or else he won't see because it's invisible and we won't have any plot. <laughs> won't be able to find the pearl. Brzezinski <sighs> says a lot before he dies. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's a slow and theatrical test. Exactly what we would expect Brzezinski to say. Yeah. <laughs> he, st- he starts speaking in iambic pentameter. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> my Midsummer Night's Dream. I won't. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Was there a death in Midsummer Night's Dream? Um, that's the one where they're staging a... No, I'm thinking of the wrong... What's the one where they're staging a play? All of them. <laughs> All of the others. <laughs> it really is more than one. Um, Are you talking about Hamlet? Hamlet is the big play within a play. Yeah. There's not, more, not though. No, it's a comedy. A comedy where they're Oh. I laughed at Hamlet. There's more. Is it, um... Uh. Uh. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, I give up. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> there's. I really. I really should know. I think there's I, like two or three at least. I really should know because I did it for for one act in high school. You know, King Lear. years ago. King Lear. It was a comedy. It was a comedy. Classic <laughs> comedy that Lear. What you do about nothing. Yeah, if I was inclined, I would get up off of the floor. Uh, the Taming of the Shrew? I, I really don't know, but it's the one where in which Pyramus is a character. What? Pyramids? Yeah, pyr- Pyramus. Oh, Pyramus. Pyramus. PMS? Yes, PMS. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. How do you spell it? it? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm okay. yeah, it's, it's, Let's take time I'm, to figure I'm this really out. sorry. You guys, can we please edit this out? I'm, I'm if you, really sorry. If you'll just tell me how you spell it, I'll leave it alone. I'm not really sure. All right. Maybe P-Y-R-A-M-U-S. Pyramus and Fisby is the play that they're putting on. It is Midsummer Night's Dream. I was right. Oh. Oh, great. That makes it better. So you were right from the beginning. That's, right that's, the that's actually disappointing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wanted a new answer. Okay, so there's a death in the play in Midsummer Night's Yeah, Dream. well, the, the t- Pyramus and Thisbe is a Roman mythology, uh, and it's... Right, yeah, no, I see Wikipedia. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, no, but it's a story, it's a story within a story that... Play. I don't know. I don't know. Why are we talking about? Let's stop talking about. That. You brought it up. I played. I played Disney. Oh, okay. Um, but it was a very long time ago. It was. It was in. Yeah. It was in 1977, I think. Wow. Oh wow. Speaking oh. 1977. <laughs> oh, look at wow. that. Wow. What a great segue. <laughs> Classic segue. It would wow, really be a better segue if I had actually. If if it were 1977 when I were in high school. <laughs> yeah, well. Not more than 20 years after that. <laughs> eh. 
<laughs> still works. That's part of the magic. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, no, I didn't realize it was a real thing, though. Like a, I didn't either. Like a, so a real, a real play a within the fake play. Yeah, me neither. That's kind of strange. Anyway, um, uh, that sort of reminds me of that. Okay, let me not even bring that up. Uh, okay, so who's ready for the next scene? <laughs> yeah, me, I think, uh, me, I think we're, we're ready to go to the next scene. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Um, all right, so in the next scene, uh, Jack and Kate are at a small uh, pond with Hawking. Hawking says they have to swim under to get to the tunnels. Uh, Kate decides not to go. That was a bit of a flash of the of the didactic um, Mrs. Hawking that we'll see in 30 years. Oh, no, dear. We have to swim into the, the pond. <laughs> Shall we listen, then? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So a little bit of, that was foreshadowing. I like it. Are you seated comfortably? Let us begin. <laughs> I love it. I love Kate. Like, why would you go around? Like, is this that was? If that was, you know, that's the easy thing to do. But they decided oh, to go the hard way. Shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's go around. What, what are we thinking? Instead of getting drenched. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. You really uh, saved us a lot of trouble there. Kate's like, Kate's like, hey, why don't we take that bridge right there? Oh, you got. Oh, that's great. Thank you. I'm so glad you came with us. <laughs> anyway, uh, continuing from there, uh, uh, Kate decides not to go along, and so she starts walking away. Then one of the hostiles who's gone along with them, token hostile, I guess, uh, points. Uh, that's not token hostile. That's Eric with a K. Right? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> We've seen him in such lost episodes as Whatever Happened, Happened, and Follow the Leader. I knew I recognized him, but I didn't really see his name, and it was spelled with a K. Yes. That's uh, Eric. K, because he's going to get killed. See? Eric. See, what, see what they did there? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Wow, foreshadowing. And the good name. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah, that's nice. Um. Anyway, Eric, yeah. Eric uh, with a K points a gun at Kate uh, as Hawking insists that they won't let her walk off with their, quote, secrets. Kate starts walking away. <laughs> Jack tries to tell him to let, uh, to let her leave. Uh, he, uh, he sort of points the gun, and then, and then we hear a single shot. Kate thinks she may have been shot, but there, uh, there's no bullet wound. Then the uh, hostile, uh, I guess, Eric, with a K, uh, falls to the ground. He's been shot, and... Saidra emerges from the shrubbery oh. and points his gun at Richard and Hawking, who put their hands up. That my that was, by the way, and that was the, the sound of my ovaries uttering a very different sort of sigh. Then the curtain I, comes down and the audience applause. Saidra saves the day. I have to say two things about this. First of all. On TV shows and in movies, whenever something like this happens where you think one person has been shot, but it turns out another person has been shot, the person who who you think has gotten shot always looks down at themselves. 
uh-huh. <laughs> to see if they've been shot. And which I always thought was kind of, I think that's funny because surely you'd feel it. I have actually you know, I heard. Was, sorry. I was just gonna say I thought about the same thing in this scene, and I and I thought it actually makes sense though to look if you got shot because you. You, I mean, you think you're about to get shot. You know there's a gun on you. You hear a gunshot wound, and I yeah. think you would, you would, no, you would look you, down. Yeah, you I would look you down. Would. I think you would. I agree that you would look down, but it's just, it's just kind of a funny thing. Yeah. And, and I know Justin, what you were about to say, and and you can you can say it now. So. Yeah, I was just gonna say I've actually heard people that have been shot say that they didn't feel it initially, and they sort of looked and saw that it had happened, and sort yeah. of the pain didn't register until later. we've all had that. We've all like had some pain or some injury. Yeah, and then you're like, what's this? Ah, it was hurts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it's a weird delay thing with your nervous system, and so yeah, it's it's uh. Yeah. It's, it does seem like you should feel it, but I think it's actually so quick that it's possible for you not to feel it initially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, but you're right that that's so, what they always do, and this is definitely a cliche. But then the other thing that this, uh, that this scene reminds me that I meant to mention about this episode in general is that this is a really sexy episode. This is a sexy really episode? Sexy episode, sexy episode. Well, yeah. we wouldn't have got that without the female perspective on the show. <laughs> True. We wouldn't have, wouldn't have made that comment. No, this is a sexy episode, all right. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily characterize it that way. I care to uh, elaborate? No. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> let's Thank move you. on, man. Oh, man, that's perfect. All right, let's let's. This episode is, yeah, I, I think what now I will look for the sex appeal in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I was too focused on the plot to worry about the sex appeal. But, oh, is it uh, a sex episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. That's a question for the ladies, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. All right. So, so uh, is that does, okay? Here's here's a question, if I may. Uh, does the does the sexiness of this episode have anything to do with Saeed? Oh, it always does. Oh, it always and, does. Which is what I thought you'd say. It's mostly it's mostly the emergence of Saeed and, and then the swimming. Yeah. Swimming, swimming, and Saeed. Any, uh, yeah, when he gets out, he's all wet, and he puts his hair up in the in the yeah, ponytail or whatever. Yeah. It's like let's find this bomb. <laughs> Pretty sexy. <laughs> I was just aside from the from the sensual element, which is a phrase that I don't think I've actually ever seen before. Um, I think it, it was really satisfying to see him uh, show up and save the day. I knew he'd show up and save the day at some point, but still, I was surprised when it happened. All I have to say is the uh, the sonar fence must be pretty close by. I feel like that's the spot that he's been hiding in this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I shall stay here. <laughs> <laughs> this shall be my spot. And I will wait here I, until I uh, meet it. You know, I like to think that he has been stalking Eloise Hawkins, Hawking the whole time. <laughs> Stalking Miss Hawkins? Yeah, I, I no means that to me. Just drop the G's, make it cool. Yeah, it's uh, got, yeah. It, this podcast just got a lot more hip. 
<laughs> no food nannies for us. No, no, no. We're having none of that. I'm stalking Miss Hawkins. Stalking Miss Hawkins. Yeah. On the lowdown. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think <clears throat> for him to go try to. Uh, I think for him to go try to find the others was definitely something he should have uh, been trying to do. I mean, it's either that or what, go to the beach, right? I mean. Yeah, that's always the default. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what they want us to think he's been doing, but. Uh, uh, oh, we'll get a line. Jack will ask him something. Yeah, that's another spring cleaning bit where they can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. I don't know what he's going to say. Jack but. will be like, you know, so what, you know, so where, you know, where'd you disappear to for after the plane crash, you know, literally. And, you know, uh, and then Saeed will make some, you know, comment, you know, nothing much, you know, just got captured by Dharma and interrogated and shot Benjamin Linus, the usual. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I do think, uh, oh, do we, yeah, we do get that scene where, where, uh, where they talk about, uh, I'm glad I think it because it happened. Uh, <laughs> right, where he's like, yeah, where I don't know he if he talks knows about it. Ben yeah. and and uh, and what Kate did for Ben and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So anything so, about this scene? Yeah. Did you finish? Did you finish the scene? I finished this scene. So okay. I mean, it continues. This is just when they're, this is just when they're going in, right? They have. Yeah, they, they don't go in for a while. Oh, yeah, why don't you just keep going then? Okay. Uh, I mean, we get some other stuff before they actually go in. Um, okay, so the next scene, uh, Richard asks uh, Hawking what they're doing there, noting that Saeed just shot Eric with a K, and she's acting like it doesn't matter. Hawking says if they're right, it won't matter. Richard uh, asks what they're going to do. Then we cut over to Saeed, who has apparently been told what Jack's plan is, uh, Saeed says uh, he's already changed things by killing Ben. Uh, Kate informs Saeed that they actually saved Ben. Saeed asks why they did that. And uh, Kate gets indignant. <laughs> Jack uh, Jack thinks they have been put there to carry out his plan. Kate is worried he's wrong and that it will have uh, disastrous consequences. Jack says it's their destiny. Kate says you sound like crazy Locke. Jack says he was wrong <laughs> about Locke. Kate says he was right. Paraphrasing. Kate's Kate, yeah, Kate says she's. <laughs> Kate says she's gonna find the uh, rest of them because they may be able to stop Jack. Uh, then Kate walks away. Yep. Boom. Sounds like what happened. That was what happened. I did paraphrase, of course. <coughs> oh, hey, guess what? Claude's oh, gone. Yeah. Claude is gone. So. Who's hey, ready I've for the got news? a news story you can talk about. How about the Wesleyan shooter? Have you heard about this guy? The what? The Wesleyan shooter, this guy who just like went to uh, like a like a dining hall or like a cafe at Wesleyan Village and and shot this woman. He had been, I guess, stalking her. I, I don't know all the details, but the reason I bring it up is because he looks kind of like Radzinski. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they wrapped shooting a while ago. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe know. it really I mean, was I, him. 
Have you heard about this guy, the Wesleyan shooter, this guy who went into Wesleyan College Cafe and, like, shot this woman who was working at the register? It was maybe, like, an ex-boyfriend or maybe just some guy who was stalking her. Anyway, he looks sort of like Radzinski, was my point. Oh, really? Yeah. I I haven't been following the story very closely, but um, <laughs> as you could probably tell from my vague information. But so are you saying, you, you're oh, saying uh, that this is the same guy? Yes. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that guy's name is, he's a murderer. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we shouldn't be laughing. A real one is dead. Is that, uh, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> okay. I think we're in libel territory here. Yeah. Is it one of those things to call someone a murderer? With no proof? Yeah. Just because they look like somebody else? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put it all on the line. I, I think he's a murderer. You think he's a wow. murderer? That's it. Wow. I'm just standing by. You know, guys, that, that was cut to, enforcement. That was yeah, Justin. cut to like three years that. later, Justin in prison. <laughs> like, you know, shouldn't have said it. God damn well, I'm it. I'm going to go on the record and say I don't think it's the same guy. From now on, I'll take slander seriously. Yeah, well, I will go so far as to say that um, since this guy who the suspect is actually in custody, I, I don't think it's the same person. Hey, if we, you know, if we hear about um, about Desmond, you know, sexual harassment, I think we might hear if Lost has a murderer as an actor. <laughs> yeah, alleged right. murderer, maybe the trial. Wait, 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 Desmond, sexual harasser? Is that what you said? Yeah, did you not hear the? Uh, I didn't hear about this. Desmond is a sexual harasser. There was allegedly uh, <laughs> the uh, the there's some lawsuit from some former, I guess, someone who worked on the show, an assistant or something, I think, who was claiming uh, sexual harassment against uh, Mr. Cusack, Cusick, Cusick. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was from 2007. It was a while ago when when the alleged incidents occurred, um, mm-hmm. and uh, well, you know, it's pending. Um, uh But yeah, yeah, that's out there. That was I, I saw that story. Um, I'm choosing to uh, remain agnostic about it for the time being. Yeah, I'll let the uh, I'll let the lawsuit play itself out and see what yeah. the facts become. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Yay. Yeah, the claim was that he just, like, you know, touched this woman in various... But he groped her and made inappropriate sounds and gestures around her. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Yeah. That'll do it. Uh, that was pretty much it. The huge. Interesting. Yeah. Allegedly interesting. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna see him again this season. Um, I don't know if we're gonna yeah. see him again it's ever. Increasingly unlikely. We better see him ever. Do do what though? Yeah, that's the thing. His story really is over. Yeah, but the island, no, but the but, island isn't done with him. Oh gee. Yeah, she thanks for reminding us of that one. That's sort of the eternal like thing that you know makes me think he will come back. 
Um, but I really think at this point, if they bring him back, it's just because, you know, they like Desmond and they don't want to, you know, not have him on the show. Uh, but the the way they've constructed his story, it really should be over at this point. It really, really, really should be. He told Penny he'd never leave her, and, the, you know, he almost died. And, you know, how many times can they test that, you know, yeah. of, of, of him having to make that promise, you know, keep that promise? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was really only around this season for that, that really, that one little thing of uh, of going to see Miss Hawking. Yeah. Uh, and that, that kind of, that whole scenario there. But besides that, he didn't have much role to play. So, and that was to help the guys get back. And now that they're back, you know, I think there might be some off-island stuff that they could use them for next season, though. Uh, there might be something, but yeah. Um, but it should be. I don't see what would bring him to the island. I think his no. There's no more story for him on the island. Yeah. Yeah. If he wanted to come to the island, he should have been on that plane. He'd been on the plane. You missed it, buddy. Yeah. He All right. A chance. Too bad. Uh, so let's talk about this scene here. Anyway, yeah, back to the scene. All right, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Anything? But none of your fans claim ever again that when I appear, I uh, I cut the conversations too short. <laughs> <laughs> the record has been straight. <laughs> the days of that happening are over. Clearly. Yeah, we might have even been more digressive than usual today. Yeah. Have to say. Do you want to know a secret? I haven't watched the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Nice. Uh, Neither have we. Ha ha ha. I've never even reveal. seen Lost before. And the big reveal, of course, is neither have our audience. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just like, who's seen the episode? No one actually watches it. The informa- the the watching of it is like the confidence. Like it never actually existed. Mm-hmm. We just we've all have seen the episode, but we never ever watched it for real. Yeah, you know, it's just a it's just a time loop. We just talk about it because we remember <laughs> watching it, exactly. Exactly. but we never actually watch it. We never actually watched mm-hmm. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a question. Uh, is is I would love to ask Richard and Locke in various periods of time. You know. Uh, you know, what did he think about the compass? You know, how long have you had this, and where is it from, and, you know, things like that. Um, I'd, I'd be curious what they would say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I think I know what they would say, but, you know, I think I think they would they would be wrong. Yeah. You know, because they, they have their own, like, point of view, and they're not stuck in time loops. <laughs> but aren't they in a sense? Well, not in the same the, sense. I mean, in the yeah, but in the sense that the compass is, they are. Well, no. The comp- because, right? because the compass is constantly uh, being, being shifted, uh, you know, back in time and then, uh, and then going back again and then going back again over and over and over again. And yeah. I, I don't I don't think that's happening with them. I think you can you can follow them and there's a point where they stop time traveling. You know, they don't they don't Yeah, but when they go when the compass goes back in time, it goes to them in that time period, right? 
And then yeah, then, but that's you know, a, but that's but that's them in that time period. The thing is, it's the same compass. You know, it's not it's not a different version of the compass. Mm. That's sort of the whole problem. Like it's exactly the same compass that's being shifted back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I brought that back up. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> so back to this scene. <laughs> Unfortunately for all of us. Uh, so, so Kate right. wants to leave. Uh, you know, she just wants to go back. I love, I love uh, Eloise saying we don't, we're not in the habit of telling our secrets to strangers. Uh, I know, I noticed how you quoted that, Justin. Yes, uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> a little condescension there of uh, like, really, what secrets did Kate really get away with here? Um, you know, she knows she knows you you plan to swim under this, you know. Yeah, uh, if you swim it. under there, something's there. Yeah, and exactly. eventually, I guess you'll find the bomb. But like, yeah, okay, I, yeah, it's <laughs> compared to uh, you know the set of all secrets that you could know about the others. I really think, um, you know, oh god, what's the limit of this set? <laughs> what if you took the derivative? <laughs> I didn't mean to phrase it that way. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, she doesn't yeah. really know anything, so shut up. It was really just an excuse, <laughs> you know, to get the uh, to 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 you know ratchet up the uh, tension, the drama, and, yeah. yeah, and then they could bring Saeed in, and so it was, it was a whole thing. Yeah, it was a whole thing, and I liked it anyway, despite its cliche nature. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, okay, so then Richard asks what they're doing here, uh, you know, and she tells them basically that they're trying to, you know, that, that they might prevent some of this stuff from happening, uh, but he says, you know, what are they about to do, and she doesn't, you know, sort of tell them about the bomb, but I guess he figures that out. Later. Mm-hmm. Um, that's French for later. <laughs> Is um, it? <laughs> um, that's what my French teacher told me. Okay. Uh, He also said they call a Big Mac Lay Big Mac Right Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, (laughs) Not a joke unless you get one of those Um, So alright So then then Saeed's back Yay Saeed's back Um, Yay so here's the thing. I mean, we got to talk about this because we were, you know, I know I was asking a lot of what did Saeed think he was going to accomplish by shooting Ben. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty clear he thought he had changed things. Yeah. Uh, which, but to me, it seems like, dude, you're still here, buddy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if you thought you changed things, you, shouldn't you think that it would dramatically alter your mem- your your memory of the future events? And, and even if the fact that, you, you know, the fact that you're here right now, like, yeah. Doesn't, that, doesn't your present situation factor into the sort of future sequence of events, given that that's your past? Mm-hmm. I hate that sentence, by the way. Um, <laughs> worst sentence I ever said. <laughs> wow, that's that's a bold statement. That was that was that was pretty cumbersome for a sentence. <laughs> you know, yeah. reaching the limits of what a sentence can handle. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. I feel like I feel like a lot of times with this time travel stuff, they're just not looking at 
how much their present situation factors into all of this. You know, yeah. and and, it, and and he he still remembers Ben not being dead. You know, in the future, so um, he should he should that he should take that into consideration when he thinks he changed things. Yeah, well, yeah. He seems he says, to he seems he to we're here. He seems to think that they're in the uh, parallel universe scenario where uh, when when you change something, uh, you can still remember what the original mm. thing was like. Oh, so now we got three things going on here. <laughs> we got whatever happened happened. We got we can change things single u- single universe. Single universe, and we changes, got yeah. we got we can change things parallel universe. Yeah, I like it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a, like Said never. I don't. Said never really knew uh, the theory about whatever happened happened. So yeah. I don't necessarily blame him for not thinking because I really never thought about time travel in those terms until I watched this show. Yeah. So, you know, I, I could see him thinking that, you know, maybe we're just, this is just parallel universe, and, you know, I created it by killing Ben. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, I still remember that, but I'm not but into then, it But then here's, the, then here's the question, why kill Ben? If you don't think it's going to affect you yeah, in the future the in the past, yeah. then, why, then you're just doing it out of spite. And, yeah, and definitely. Then that, then that is really is – I mean, it's already wrong to shoot the kid, but yeah. it's just 100% pure wrongness because you're only doing it out of spite. You're not trying to sort of change events that this kid brings about. You're just trying to get your revenge on this kid in yeah. this parallel universe. Yeah. Is yeah, that really what they want it. us to believe? Well, you do create a Benless universe. Um, which which might be a good thing. Okay, yeah, that's right. You do create a binless universe, but it doesn't affect you because you're ostensibly stuck in the seventies. That's true. It doesn't affect you. But in that yeah. sense, maybe it is you know m- m- less selfish uh, because you don't get the benefit of it. Sort of, other people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely less selfish. It's just more spiteful. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but the, so the fact he follows this line, but he he says, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I've already changed things. I killed Benjamin Lyons, and we're all still here. That makes me think that he thought that he could stop them being there if he killed Ben. But oh, I forgot about that line. Yeah, it's weird that he says he I've already changed then, things. He really should have said, "I tried to change things, but we're also here." But yeah, that really would have been a better, a better way of expressing that. Yeah, but okay, I see. Um, oh, and that's right. Then Kate says, "Because you didn't kill him, so nothing really changed." And blah blah blah. That's kind of what they come to there. Yeah, it's a segue. So maybe, maybe so he doesn't think. I don't. Then I don't know what he thinks. <laughs> what was going to happen then? I guess he thought it could have changed things. Right. But yeah. But it just, he and realizes he, it didn't. He, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he kind of notes, I mean, he thought he killed Ben, and he sees that they're all still there. So yeah. I don't think he really understands what that means or what's going on. He's just sort of reporting what he knows. Well, then that's good. Then that means he did try to kill, kill, kill him because to change things, and that would negate them being there and all that. Yeah. That's good. That's better than the spiteful. I just want to kill you, and mm-hmm. you're bad. And because right. it, because in a, in a parallel universe, you know, he might not grow up to be bad. There you go. That's true. And if all possible parallel universes occur, then some of them he isn't bad. Ooh, can that be true? A parallel universe where Benjamin Linus is not bad. <laughs> but Ooh. I don't believe that there's a, that's a tough one to swallow. Where he doesn't lie. 
Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah. And I'll, I'll call him Honest Ben. Honest Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows, man. If you want the if you want the straight truth, go to. Well, ben. I think in, I think in those universes, his last name is probably Honest Honest instead of Linus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or Benjamin Benjamin Ernest or something. <laughs> Benjamin Truthis. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Truth tell us since nineteen seventy one. Yeah. Um So Alright. So I'm pretty okay, sure so whatever happens on the show, it's the one universe uh yeah. situation. Either yeah, they, they, they can change it or they can't, but it's one universe. One universe, please. It's big enough. It's big enough. <laughs> uh, um, That's why I stick with one universe, because it's big yeah, enough. I, I, you know, no matter what you want to do, the universe is big enough, really. Yeah. It really is. You don't need to, I promise. <laughs> you might want to, but... You might want to, but one is plenty. <laughs> You'll really never run out. So, um, I like Kate's line of, you know, since when did shooting kids and blowing up hydrogen bombs become okay? Mm-hmm. There was a line, like, they had like that before. Didn't they, like, in season three or something? Was there a line like that where it, they were, I don't know, maybe it was Locke blowing up a sub, or I don't know, it was some some people had done something, and it was a line like that, like, since when did this and this become what we do or whatever? Oh, that sounds familiar. I wish yeah. I could quote you, though, and give you an episode number. I wish you could also. I'm kind of wondering why you can't. <laughs> I guess I guess we all can't be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I really should have prepared by remembering everything that was ever said on the show. <laughs> I, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, no, that does sound familiar, um, but I don't know from what. So yeah, but I think you're right. And well, I did enjoy it. You know, they put it nicely. You know, she, she, you see what she did there. I mean, she, she phrases it in such a way that it sounds completely ridiculous. Um, yeah. And and bad. Um, you know, like if you just say like, here's some things. Like, do you want to do these things? Uh, killing kids, <laughs> blowing up hydrogen bombs. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You're probably going to say, no, I don't think I want to do those things. Yeah. But, you know, in context, <laughs> when you put more reasons in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just glad, you know, I, Kate's glad I wasn't there because I would have been like, since when is stealing other people's babies okay? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, that that's shut her a <laughs> I felt that one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm just saying, you know. Damn, uh, Jack, you should have said that. You know, Kate. Kate shouldn't be throwing the first stone at all. I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> snap. Oh Jack, man. I wish he had said that. <laughs> yeah, that'd been that would have been great. That would have been great. <sighs> yeah, no, Kate's totally. Kate is not innocent. She's not no. never done anything bad in her life. But she hasn't shot a kid or blown up a bomb, so she's good. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that's all you got to do to be bad. Yeah. 
Uh, Blow up your house. That's no problem. You know, it's funny. It was interesting with, with, with Jack and his whole sort of journey this season. You know, he, he basically has become, you know, become Locke. Um, yeah. And, you know, they basically say that. Uh, yeah. You know, um, but what's interesting is Kate's kind of like Jack. Yeah. You know, because I think Jack has a pretty compelling, uh, you know, story in terms of this is why we're here. You know, is it a coincidence that we, you know, all this stuff we crashed on this island, all this stuff that we've gone through, then we come back to the island and it sends us to this weirdo time where our our friend, our other friends who stay on the island are, you know, uh, and then we're in the middle of this huge thing and, and it's a hydrogen bomb and we were in the 50s and, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's, it, it's, it's, it's not unreasonable to say that the reason that they're there might have something to do with all this in the grand scheme. And, and it's interesting that Kate is sort of not listening to that. She's just like, no, no, no. Uh, where it, usually it would be Jack who would, who, you know, Locke would be saying this stuff and, right. Locke, and Jack would be like, no, Locke, no. Right. Are you crazy? Mhm. Yeah. Favorite Jack ever. Shoot him in the face. Shoot him in the face. <laughs> Are you insane? Everything then, yeah, I've so ever she done. Says, uh, yeah, she says uh, because he was crazy too, Jack. You said so yourself, and Jack comes back with the always great. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. Locke said that too. Yeah, that's the thing. I was wrong. Yeah, this is Great. okay. So this this brings up my theory, um, which is uh, which is bear with me. This is I'm gonna go ahead and just call this a crackpot theory because even right. I just don't believe it. But anyway, here's my theory, and it's it's really short. It's gonna be over before you know it. Okay. Great here, theory. Wow. Here that's pretty interesting. <laughs> Oh, wait, you hadn't started yet? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my theory is that actually, um, uh, is that, at, wait, now I forget what my theory is. Oh, wow. Hold on. That. Hold on. Okay, I can think of one of two things which my theory was going to be. Now, now I forget which one. So you just pick the better of the two, and that's what it was. <laughs> uh, the two theories were either one, uh, Jack is Jacob, or two, Jack is the one who's supposed to be the leader of the others, not Locke. I don't like either. Well, first, first, I have to say, not only are these crackpot theories, but they're like crackpot theories from Mars. Where, why, and where, and how, and because of what? All right. So. In that order. Basically, basically, I feel like the journey for for Jack, like Locke, Locke from the beginning has believed in the specialness of the island uh, and has been sort of devoted to it. Um, and Jack has been extremely skeptical. And his his arc has been largely about accepting that and and kind of going along with the idea of of destiny and 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 also you know how special the island is. And I, I feel like Jack has some kind of specific uh, thing tied in with the island. And so I was, I was thinking maybe sort of Locke is, is wrong. Um, 
about, you know, who he is and, and what he's doing. Like, basically because at the end, Locke is sure of himself. And, you know, that's often a bad sign. It has been in the past. Maybe he's right this time. But I was thinking maybe it's actually Jack that's supposed to be sort of growing. Like, the island really wants Jack in the end. And that, you know, that's sort of going to be the thing. Here's the thing. I, I'll say this. If it's, if it's the case where at the very end, you know, Jack is the leader and the whole idea is Locke has to go through what he went through in order to sort of get Jack to, get, to go through what he went through, you know, sort of a thing. Like, yeah. Locke is important. Uh, Locke is integral to this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but his job was to make Jack a man of faith. Uh, I, I could buy that, I, and I can see that you know, uh, you know, the the show starts with Jack. Yeah, I can see it ending with Jack. You know, right? Starts, starts with Jack on the island, ends with Jack on the island. Yeah. Um, I I like that theory o- overall in terms of the uh, the long, you know, the sort of overall threads of the story. Um, we'll see what happens. I guess. Uh, what was it? What was the other thing you said? Oh, that lock. That that Jack is Jacob. Yeah, I maybe that isn't it. I now that I think about it, I don't think it was that Jack is Jacob. I think it was actually the Jack is <laughs> Jack is supposed to be what Locke's doing. Yeah. Right now. Like Well maybe maybe Locke will go and dispose uh uh Jacob and um and then Locke will be sort of the, the big leader until Jack can lead and then maybe maybe Locke will die in the uh in the big war, and then Jack will take over, and you yeah. know, it'll, it'll help Jack ascend to the throne or something. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing maybe I want to say now, at least, that I had in mind. Now that I agree with you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, uh... Uh, I'm, I, like, I'm, I like it. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Sorry. Any specific uh, criticisms? Um, To be honest, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a cat situation over here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I need, a cat I fiasco? <laughs> yeah. Um, Did your cat yeah. not agree with, with Justin's theory? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is he showing that he doesn't agree with my theory? I cannot uh, always... calm this cat down. He's always really thought that it was Future Lock. So. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, Future Lock makes sense in a way. Yeah, you should tell you should right, tell Max that he might be right, and it's okay for for grownups to disagree. I think you. I think you tell your cat if it really has a strong opinion, it needs to go to tlld.net and express his <laughs> opinions. <laughs> Good point. Maybe he'll behave better if he has an outlet. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think the sort of outlet he would need to be like fighting or something <laughs> to make him behave better. But, no, um, Claude, uh, Justin knows us, but I recently moved in with someone who has two other cats. I'm sorry. Yeah. So my my cat is he's not ever really known any other animals. So uh, it's been an experiment. I see. And something is happening right now, and I'm not really sure what it is. Uh, do you, Do you need to go deal with it? Is there anything you can? No, do? no, 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 no. It, it's fine. I, I think I think they're okay. Um, You're worrying me. No, 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 no. Please, no one worry. <laughs> it's just 
it's not like call it humane society level. No, okay. he, I just can't. I can't get him to to come back. And this is getting really complicated. I'm sorry that I even brought it up. But one one of their one of the other cats can't eat any food other than a particular food because he's really she's really prone to UTIs. And so I have to like feed Max separately. And so I can't just leave my door open. But the Max is like having this thing with this other cat where they're just like kind of sizing each other up, but not they're not being like violent or aggressive. They're just sort of hanging out. But cats hanging out is sort of an oxymoron. So I'm trying to like keep an eye on it. Cats sure don't it hang out, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to try to keep an eye on it so it doesn't thing. Oh, but okay. actually they've they've been doing really well. So well, tell them we're anyway. trying to do a podcast and just a cool. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I tried to have a sit down with him and be like, "Look, I need like six uninterrupted hours." <laughs> but he didn't seem to get it. Cats, you know. Hey, I just I'll just say it. If it was a dog, there would be any problems, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna agree with that. <laughs> Nothing against cats. They're just not dogs. <laughs> right, which is a big strike against them. So, Which is just a true statement. Yeah. yeah. It is. Anything else in this uh, scene before we uh, move on? I'm done. <laughs> um, I think I've made it clear that I'm done. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, I'll point out that something weird... Uh, um, Oh, where, where is it? Let me see. Yeah, uh, just a thing of, uh, you know, if, if they do something wrong with the hydrogen bomb, they could blow them all up. And no, no one seems too worried about that. Yeah. You know, Kate, I think, mentions it, but no one's, like, you know, really concerned about what that means. Yeah, I mean, they were freaking out in the 50s about the bomb and, you know, uh, you know, Dan was freaking out about them shooting near the bomb, and uh, mm-hmm. so it was, it was uh, leaking. Yeah, it was already in a fragile state, uh, and it's been, you know, I don't know, twenty twenty years, two years. Yeah, so yeah. Um, uh, it does seem like they should be worrying about it more than they are. Yeah, it, it's a little, it's a little strange. Uh, and another thing, I think someone pointed out on somewhere online, uh, I'm sure, but maybe on our site, um, was the fact that Dan told them to bury it in concrete because it was leaking, and uh, they, they didn't seem to do that. So, they did not. So you know, pretty soon <laughs> those guys who are near the bomb might be losing their hair or something. I don't know. <laughs> wow, I hope that happens. <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, they just all die of radiation poisoning. Yeah. That's the end for them. That's the end. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I'm curious if they will bring that up and say, oh, yeah, we passed it or, you know, oh, we something yeah. uh, with the leakage. Yeah, with but the you just sort of see the leakage. It seemed like it was still happening. Oh, what did you, could you tell? Yeah, you could see the goo kind of. Well, by the decay, by the decay of the leakage, it looked like that they had, you know, passed it you know, some time ago. You know, you are really, I'd say, the expert on leakage decay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does say that on my business card. <laughs> oh no, leakage decay expert. That is a really creepy, weird thing to have on your business card. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm an expert in leakage decay. <laughs> See my card? If you show me your leakage, I can tell you how long it's been decaying. <laughs> It's pretty simple. I just look and tell how old the clothes are on the, on the weekend. Oh, there you go. That's what I mean. <laughs> Of course, of course. I, it's, called, it's, it's a little uh, procedure called the Jack Shepard method. Right, right. Yeah, you learn that in Leakage Decay School. It's, it's, it's all it's different. Different. Uh, it, it is for different people use it for different things, but we mm-hmm. use it. We use it too. Um. All right. Let's go to the next scene. <laughs> So the next scene has a really horrendous line in it. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say it, so you'll have to remind us. Um, can I skip it? Can, I, can you just leave a spot for it and I'll fill it in? <laughs> I'll do my impression. It, the way I summarize the scene, there isn't really a spot for it. Can I, can I act a scene out? <laughs> <laughs> how about this? How about, how about, Justin, you do the scene and then... And then we'll try to guess what line you hate, and then you can give us your answer with your impression. Okay. Okay. So here's Whatever a, you want. Here's a description. Here's the old show. <laughs> uh, people are being put on the sub. Uh, Miles, Jen, and Hurley watch. They see little Charlotte and little Miles. Then they see Jim and Juliet being put on the sub. Hurley says that Sawyer always has a plan. Then we go over to Sawyer and Juliet. Sawyer is suggesting that they take advantage of their knowledge of the future to make money. Then Juliet gets in the sub. Sawyer says, good riddance to the island before getting in. Man, you really glossed Notice how I uh, just steamrolled over the part. You really did. Yeah, I I think I know what you're going to refer to. I'm pretty sure you do. Is it, I, I, there's two things I could be thinking. One is, we'll buy Microsoft. Is that, that it? Didn't bother me. So. No, that wasn't okay. the is line. Okay, is the other one? Is the other ones? Uh, other ones? Uh, uh, ladies first. No, so. the line. The line is. Uh, I'll just do the whole exchange. All right. Why is he yelling at her, dude? It's the only way he can hear oh, I forgot about the bed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I that was that was pretty so. bad. So I, you know, I've known for, like most people who watch the show, I've known for quite some time that that's the way they were going to play this. Totally. But, but why did we have to get this line? And, and the He's got to like, realize I like it. him. You know, I like him. He's a good, no, he can realize it, but why do we have to be told to realize that? And I like that actor, but he does not, he blows that line. You know what? To me, he plays the line like, like a kid, you know, realize like his inner child is realizing it, you know, not like, yeah, I agree. I think he could have said that line a ton of different ways, but it was a very, um, you know, it was a very like, I don't know what the word is, but it, it just reminded me of like a, something like, like, a, like, like I said, like his inner kid is inner self is saying that or something is realizing that's why daddy, you know, all this time he wasn't around and, and mom said that he didn't want to be, you know, he didn't want us and all that stuff. And which I, I, I still don't want to believe that in the midst of like everyone else being shuffled off the island and like an alert being going on and him yelling at her saying, you know, I want you to leave like that, 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 that she really thought it was because she they didn't, you know, the work, what, what did she say? Like his work was more important or, or she didn't, they, he didn't want us around. Like there's a little uh, bit more context there. 
apparently she says, this is ridiculous. I can help you. And then she says, why are you so angry? No, I mean, I mean, uh, sorry, in the, uh, in in her deathbed, in her deathbed scene that she tells, you know, he says, you know, Miles is talking to her and she says something like, he only wants to focus on his work or something that like we sort of get from this scene, but there's so much else going on here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she basically accuses him of abandoning them. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, that, that was, like, from, based on this, like, that was kind of unfair. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, know. it's pretty, I mean, why not say, hey, it's unsafe here, the, you know, we're working on something, and, and, it's, and it's really, I mean, it's unsafe. I have to stay here to stop it. Yeah. What more is there to be said? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, um, it seems a little. It seems a little contrived. Yeah. Oh, it's more than a little contrived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. So that's all I had about this scene. Um, uh, yeah. 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 You know, I gotta say, you know, it's a pretty big uh deal for Sawyer to be leaving. I know we've seen other people leave. Mm-hmm. But this this is a pretty big deal for and Juliet, but but Sawyer gets to like the little good riddance line yeah. uh where he gets to look back at the island and Yeah, he's been of. on the island pretty much uh uh you know, well him and his group have been on the island longer than uh Anyone well, else? Has been on longer, but but I wanted to take this opportunity. To no, I mean fun. I mean then the original plane crash people. Yeah, you know Juliet has her own thing. Oh, well, well, Richard's well, been well, on well. the longest. All right, guys. So yeah, there. I mean if we're gonna like talk about everybody, then yeah, lots of people beat Sawyer. But in terms of the original people from the beginning of the show, um, you know him and and Jen, I guess, uh, ha- have been there the longest. Yeah. So I wanted to point out that before, right before we started, Claude uh, posted something up on LLB um, asking if anybody had any questions or topics that they wanted us to raise. And we'll, I'm sure the little actually, I think we should bring this up later, but okay. someone did reply and say, I'm sure you'll cover it or have covered it already, but how do you see them dealing with Sawyer, Julianne, and Kate on the sub? I mean, they ain't leaving the island. How are the writers going to get them back onto the island? Uh, and also, we sort of talked about this earlier, and do you think Sawyer keeps his promise to Phil? And we, yeah, we mentioned how much we hope that that will be the case. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I see that anyway. now. Uh, great question from our old friend, 420 Brownie. Thanks oh, for the question. look at that. Yeah, wow. old school, old school LLD are there. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I got, I think, like, one idea on on what's going to happen with Sawyer and Julia and Kate on the sub. And, uh, Does it involve them disappearing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, ending up in the water? <laughs> maybe I don't have to bring it up then. Um, yeah, it involves them disappearing, basically, when the hydrogen uh, bomb goes off. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't think about that. You know, normally you don't have the option of how they're going to get out of the situation. They can just disappear. Yeah, they can disappear. That's it. It's easy. Yeah. The thing at the time, you know, when when I first watched this, I was like, what are they just going to disappear? Then they're going to end up in the middle of the ocean. And then I sort of remembered the the season 
two premiere <laughs> where they're just like out in the middle of the ocean on like little tiny pieces of the raft mm-hmm. and they somehow all managed to survive. So who knows? Yeah. That, that might be where can, can I throw out a really bad, bad crackpot theory? Ooh. Oh yeah. man. Oh, it's like, it makes, you guys don't want to vomit, but now I'm excited. <laughs> get your, get your you're focus ready. <laughs> now that I say you're gonna vomit, you're all excited. Yeah. All right. So tell your therapist. Um, so, so um, I was just thinking, you know, what if? Oh man, this is bad. What if like the hydrogen bomb goes off during the incident or whatever crap's gonna happen there, and and the people. The lofties who are in the seventies do die, but their consciousness goes oh, no. to their <laughs> Let me finish that was just the first hurl. <laughs> then their consciousness this is gonna be at least a three hurler. Then their consciousness goes back to flight eight fifteen. Oh no. You know, oh, before too. they crash. And so the plane lands as scheduled, but they have all their memories of what happened. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Number three. Oh, no. <laughs> that was definitely a three-vomit theory. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's hard to get a three-vomit theory out. Three, is I that like three it. out of five? <laughs> it's what? Three out of five. Three out of five. five. Yeah. I don't know. Five vomits would be a, a pretty pretty crazy theory. Five vomits is a lot, yeah. Well, if you're as heavy a drinker as I am. I want to say... <laughs> not a big problem. I want to say three out of four, but... Uh, yeah, right. I think it's All a four right. It's a four vomit system, probably. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's so disgusting. God, I... <laughs> I I, yeah, and really, yeah, like bad. for me, bad. for me, the the you know my least favorite, the most vomit-inducing theories out there really are the ones that I hate, and yet part of me thinks, ooh, they could do that. Yeah, yeah. It qualifies. And that's the uh, that's the extra you know bit that pushes me over the edge. Cause, yeah. Because like that that would be a way for them to. Have, have, have it their both cake ways. and eat it too. Yeah. yeah, where the characters remember, so the consequences are there, and yet they're still able to prevent the plane crash and kind of use the, uh, you know, use the, um, uh, the the fact that that happened in the story, that that didn't happen in the story, like take the story from there. Yeah. Without losing all the other stuff that they don't want to like, it's just it's just sort of, you know, that would be a, a way for them to you know, fix it completely. That would be really weird. God, oh, God, oh, man. It would be weird. It'd be really crazy. I really don't think that's going to happen, but I, I, it just kind of assembled itself in my head, and I had to share it because I, you know, misery loves company, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I have to say, I mean, we haven't quite got to the part where the stubble is, but this whole time, like, I was thinking, all right, you know, in a minute, that sub engine's gonna break down, right? You yeah, know, like, like something's got story's got a plan. Like something's yeah. gonna happen. And at a certain point, he's like, "We ain't going to, we ain't going to Ann Arbor." And I'm like, "Ooh, here comes Sawyer's plan." Yeah, and totally. And he's just like, "We're just gonna run away and live in the real world." <laughs> 
Yeah, I love that everybody, you know, they really seem convinced that Sawyer's got some plan, and they really make it look like he does. Yeah, but totally. He's really just looking out for the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Sawyer felt like he did as much as he could do. This is his best option to, you know, for what's going on. And and I think, you know. I don't the, blame him at all. Yeah, it, it's a little, I, I mean, I think if it wasn't for Juliet, he would be, he would have been coming up with some ideas. You know, I think uh-huh. he's got, you know, it's like with Desmond, it's like, you know, he's got a very easy situation to where he could be happy for the rest of his life, which is really him and Juliet being safe. You know, like, if if that could happen, obviously he doesn't want bad stuff to happen to other people, but if that can happen, he's fine with that. Um, you know, before he had a romantic interest, that would, wouldn't have been an issue. You know, that wouldn't have been uh, something that he would have settled for. Uh, so that it was weird when they were like Hurley's like oh Her, you know Sawyer always has a plan yeah he has a plan and they cut to Sawyer and they you see him in handcuffs and I'm expecting him to have a little thing that's going to get him out the handcuffs and mm-hmm. uh, you know and then he and then he tells Juliet ladies first and I'm thinking oh he's going to send her and he's going to do something and get mm-hmm. away and you know she'll be safe and and he's going to and then like he just turns and says good riddance and then he gets in and I'm like okay then he's gonna. <laughs> And yeah, so he's really not going to do much right now. I, I yeah, I, I don't see them getting out of the situation unless a, you know, somehow the sub gets turned around or commandeered. Um, uh, or, um, but but that's the thing about the sub is it's. I think it, it needs to get away because the women and children are on there. Oh, uh, you know, it, it, they need to sort of go. Um, so I, that's why I feel like them disappearing is unfortunately the best option. Yeah. Yeah, is there any other way for that to work? I mean, I... And it's a sub and not a boat, so they can't just, like, you know, jump off. Right, you know? yeah. Yeah, you can't really get out of a sub. Yeah. Once you're in without, like, them taking it to the... Like, that's just not going to... It seems like they're going to have to disappear. I'm just going to have to start dealing with the fact that they're going to disappear. <laughs> Everyone prepare yourself now for the high probability of them disappearing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't, I really can't see uh, any other yeah. path. Because I don't think they're going to make it back to the real world in the 70s. I feel like that's... Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Like that's they're going to leave them there. Like, yeah, like Kate's yeah. there, like, the, you know, the, yeah. you know, neither Kate nor Sawyer could I see them doing that, too. No. Uh-huh. That was the thing with Juliet. I'm thinking, hey, you know, maybe this is, maybe they're going to let her go. Yeah. Because this I whole could... time I'm thinking they're not leaving in the sub. Yeah. You know. But they, uh, and that was the thing. If they if they didn't show us the the, the the shot of the sub actually leaving, then we could be like, oh, you know, they're gonna get rescued before it leaves, mm-hmm. or oh, they're gonna whatever. But it left. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's really no stopping that. Yeah. At this point. So. Now here's the thing. This is this is something that I think they could do. Maybe if they wanted to give us a chance to see Ann Arbor. And to see, presumably, you know, people, uh, you know, obviously there's no direct waterway to Ann Arbor from, you know, where they are. So is the sub going to go through some sort of portal? Uh, you wormhole, know, anyone? Wormhole, maybe. Hey, look at that, the wormhole, <laughs> underwater wormhole theory, 420's, <laughs> 420's idea from way back when. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that's going to come to play and, you know, um, they'll, they'll what? Show up in Lake Michigan or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I, I mean, I don't really think that's going to happen, but if they do want to show us Ann Arbor, this is a good time, you know. Yeah, and it could be it could be something Sawyer, Jen, and Kate get into when they get over there. And, and uh, yeah. maybe that's the beginning of their storyline for season six or something. Okay. You know? That somehow ties into the war, and maybe, you know, maybe Bram and those guys are, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I see. Okay, yeah, that's possible. I have no idea what season six is going to be about. It just seems like they're going to wrap up the Dharma thing this season. And it yeah. seems like if they leave people in the past, that's kind of weird. Like, I, I just feel like, I feel like the, you know, the people should be back in the present by the end of the season. That sort of bothers me. On the other hand, like, I, you know, you're right. We haven't seen Ann Arbor. We don't know. I mean, just like the season about the others where, you know, okay, now we're going to learn about the others. Like, we really, I'd say we learned more in the seasons after the season about the others about the others than we did in the season about the others. Yes. So. Others. Anyway, yeah, that was, sorry, that was a mouthful. I apologize. Um, so, I think you just had an incident in your mouth. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, that was an incident in my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, and so I kind of feel the same way about Dharma. Like, we spent the whole season with Dharma, and yet somehow I still feel that we've learned very little about them. I mean, we've, we've learned yeah. only the most superficial things about them. Which means next season we'll learn more. Yeah, exactly. Like, it seems like the real, you know, stuff is yet to come. And going to Ann Arbor, it would seem, you know, would be an opportunity to get more into, like, the, you know, the yeah. core of what Dharma is about. Yeah, especially in the 70s, you know, because the, the, the Groots and Hanzo are more likely to be around mm-hmm. now than in the, later in the future, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, man. I, I will say, you know, it's been very strange to see Dr. Chang hanging around and being a regular character. And, and you know, when I watch the show again, it's going to be weird seeing him in the videos and, and just mm-hmm. being like, man, you don't even know that your son's already an old man. He's <laughs> on his way to see you. Um, you know, and all that stuff. But, um, yeah. uh, but it, will be, it will be weird if... Um, if we see, if we actually see characters of the DeGroote, like, uh, hanging out and talking and doing things. Oh, man. Not to mention Hondo. Do you think we'll see either one on the show? I, you know, I think, I think maybe. I, like I said, I, uh, you know, if they go to, I think this is the prime time to go to Ann Arbor, and if they do, I think you can't pass up an opportunity, at least for the DeGroots. Yeah. I think Hanzo could be one of the, the if they do decide to deal with them, I think it could be a definitely sort of big thing in season, like a later in season six kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, he, he's got, the Hanzo name has ties to the Black Rock, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, and that's still a big question that needs to be answered. So, I and I think all that has to do with the the, the long term history of the island, you know, and, and Richard and Smokey and all that. So, I think that's all prime season six stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So they haven't done it yet. Ha ha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can use Therefore, my deductive <laughs> use my deductive skill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's one of those things I, where like. You know, I think if it's going to happen on the show, it'll probably be in season six. That's a yeah. really safe thing to say now. Yeah, it really is. It really is. You can be that more likely. Yeah. But it's got to be season six. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just not sure how important they are in the overall uh, show. Like, 
if they if they were just you know De Groot uh, were the <laughs> sort of founders for for Dharma and, and yeah. Hanzo provided the funding. Like, does that matter? Like, I, I like I'm hey, not sure if it I'll does say, or not. I, I I totally agree with you, but I'll say this: <laughs> the incident. <laughs> Next week's episode is called the incident. Yeah. Alert. You're right. So, so you know, talk about something that didn't seem important at all. Yeah, you're right. And it's become a, become a big deal. But of course, it just that really comes down to what what do they want to make a big deal? So yeah. Uh, but I think I think they could, given how much they've shown us of Dharma and how important it all is into the overall story. I think I think they could show us the Degroots and Hanzo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I would like that. What? what? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I I just remembered that I was on the podcast. <laughs> I thought I'd remind you. Yeah, too. you can talk back. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I, I would. I would like listening? that. Yeah, oh, I thought I was. Li- I thought I was just listening, and then I realized <laughs> that I wasn't working on a spreadsheet, so I probably wasn't. Um, no, I'd like to see that. To see them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know what you know. Honestly, what could they really give us? I mean. You know, I mean, there are, obviously there's probably some backstory stuff, but but in terms of stuff we've seen, could any of them have predicted or know about the crazy stuff that's going on on the island right now and, yeah, and all seems, the stuff the plane crash? And, it seems you know, like it's getting clearer and clearer that Dharma didn't really know that much about the island. Yeah. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, this is like a good a good spot to build a barrack. What? There's a bomb? A hydrogen bomb in the <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they did a lot of good. Uh, I don't, you know, the question is why did they come to this island? We still don't know that, right? Yeah, we still don't true. know why. I mean, I guess the best we got is the clever fellow. Yeah. And and the energy and this mm-hmm. pocket of energy was interesting. Mm-hmm. That's all we got. Yeah, like they had some vague sense that there was some interesting pocket of energy or whatever, but like as far as the specifics of the island history and the stuff that's on it and, you know, mm-hmm. what that all means, like it's clear they just don't know that much about it. Like, no. you know, they're they're just there to, you know, try to understand some small part of it. Yeah. You know, but all that other stuff that they were doing, the, the Hydra, you know, with the animals and <clears throat> the, you know, uh, uh, like I just, I don't really get it anymore. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah, it, it just seems like it seems like filler. Yeah, it's like here's some other stuff they were doing. Yeah, here's some, like, stuff, to, here's some stuff the red shirts were doing. You pretty know, pretty much. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that any of those things matter. And it's like, why go to the trouble to build a whole, you know, compound, um, you know, and do stuff that it doesn't seem like anybody cares about or it really has anything to do with why they're there. Yeah. You know, and they certainly don't need to do something like that there on the island. You know, I mean, you know, you can you can put polar bears in cages anywhere. We still haven't figured out if that polar bear turned the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the bear that Charlotte finds. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it did. <laughs> They're like they taught me how to press a button and get food, and mm-hmm. I just. Extrapolated and learned how to push a wheel. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was a short step from there. <laughs> Turned the docky wheel, ended up in Tunisia. I didn't really yeah. know what to do after that. 
It was pretty hot till I died. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my options. He got he got that far. You know what? I applaud you, polar bear. That was You that know was, what? <laughs> that polar bear did a lot for polar bears. <laughs> it really did. It was amazing. I I uh yeah. He was a he was a he was a polar bear pioneer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dare I say pollinator? <laughs> pollinator? Pollinator, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, vomit. <laughs> um, all right, where where are we, guys? Let's, what are we doing? What are we? Are we talking about the show still? Uh, I think we're I don't about even know to. Anymore. <laughs> we're about to swim in there. Yeah, they're gonna go swim in the hole. Oh yeah. yeah. So you want to go to this hole swimming scene? So uh, in the next scene, uh, we go to Richard swimming in the hole. Uh, uh, Conference is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes, press star eight. I, you know, this reminds me that I really need to find out that guy's voice sounds like the voice of um of this this writer, <laughs> this writer <laughs> who is a contributor to uh, this American Life. Um. I'm thinking on his name right now. Davy Rothbard. I think that's his name. He he um founded this thing called Sound Magazine where you send in just stuff that you find, like pictures and notes and stuff. Anyway, it really sounds like him. And I know sometimes like semi famous and ordinary famous people like do stuff for I don't know, do like voiceover work for just for the money? I don't know. I really wonder if it's him because it sounds just like him. Anyway. Well, according to the talk show people, that guy doesn't exist. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, but the the guy apparently can't exist because nothing like that right, happens. Right. Right. Yeah, if the guy you're talking about exists, then it can't be him. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's weird. So back to Richard swimming in the hole. Anybody? Awesome. Uh, Hawking tells Jack to follow Richard, and Jack swims. He goes down in the hole, and we follow him all the way through uh, to the tunnels on the other side. Uh, Richard is waiting there with torches. Um, Jack asks Richard how they will get the bomb out of there. Richard says uh, the same way they brought it in, which was not through the pool. Hawking and Saeed arrive uh, uh, in the tunnels. Jack is surprised to see Saeed. Saeed says, if it works, good. And if it doesn't, at least she'll put us out of our misery. Hawking says, all right, let's get started. <laughs> like, get started? Haven't we already started? No. <laughs> no, they haven't started yet. They haven't started? All right. Now it's time to start. That was sort of the, the pre-starting. The, the, if they blow up the bomb, she's like, now, let's get started. Jeez, <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> How are we done? Um, <clears throat> so 40,000 pounds, you know, is a lot. Yeah. That. That's, you know, that's that's a big a big gorilla, as they say. Um so I have to ask you guys, uh, how do they how, how are they going to get it out? Slash, how do they get it in? 
Yeah, I guess that's the mystery from this scene. Any 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 guesses? Uh-oh. The what? Ben's house. I can't hear you. You say Ben's house? I think she said Ben's house. They put it in that little hole? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, wow. I haven't really put any thought into it until just now. Maybe. Here's a crackpot theory I just thought of. Maybe Smokey brought it in for them. (laughs) Nice. How much can a smoke cloud hold? <laughs> Maybe we're about to find out. You ever do you you guys ever like say something and, and wonder if that's the first time or you know, that a sentence has been said? How much can a smoke cloud hold? I don't think a lot of people have said that throughout the course of human history, but I, I wonder what the number is. Uh me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Say again, you're breaking up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave the kitchen. Get out of the kitchen. Too hot said, in there. I I said that I think you might have invented a sentence that's never been spoken before. Oh, nice. Well, if I did it, I always did it. So mm-hmm. let's take solace in that. Very nice. Um, any any other ideas on? I mean, what? I mean, obviously they're not gonna. Even though we see the bomb and it's kind of on this like wheeled platform thing, I, I just don't see them pushing this baby anywhere. Obviously, uh, you know, um, what 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 what's gonna happen? Anybody? Anything good? No. Okay, let's move on. I, I think I, I think, really have no idea. I really think that your smoke monster theory is better than anything I can think of. <laughs> Besides, like they just push it out on the I think car. that's another another original sentence. Your smoke monster there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just don't, I just don't really know what they're gonna do. Uh, I mean, physically, they just don't seem to be able to, you know, that they're they're gonna be able to do anything to this thing. Yeah, my original idea was, you know, something like the the whole box you know, analogy thing that we've seen before. Uh, And and maybe somehow they can sort of transport things on the island with island magic somehow. Uh, Uh, You know, something like that. sort of a variant of the Smokey Dust theory. Yeah, it's kind of the same idea, you know. Something something magical does it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like... uh, since they since they left it open, it makes me think that it that there's something there. Yeah. You know, that it's not just, you know, well, we put it on a cart and pushed it in. Mhm. Uh so uh yeah, got a magic box. Is that coming back? That'd be crazy. Yeah. I mean, c- could Jacob move it if he wanted to? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Jacob can do anymore. <laughs> well, one of the things he could do is probably die if Buck has his way, so we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm i going to just sort of uh, piggyback on your theories. I, I want to say it's some kind of crazy thing. All right, crazy thing. Yeah. Island magic, smoky or otherwise. Uh, okay, so 
Next scene, anybody want to say anything else about this scene? Let's get started. Okay. Uh, uh, Locke, Richard, and Ben. Um, sorry, we're uh, we're back in the present. Uh, Locke, Richard, and Ben arrive back at the other's camp. Richard says we'll leave first thing in the morning to go see Jacob. He didn't say that, but I'm saying it. Locke wants to go uh, right then. Locke asks if everyone's there. Richard says there's another group at the temple, um, but this is the rest of them. Locke wants to talk to everyone there. Locke says, uh, Locke then uh, gives a speech uh, to the camp. He says that they uh, uh, that they take orders from Jacob, but no one has seen him. Uh, and Locke says he uh, wants to know who Jacob is. Uh, then Son asks Locke if Jacob, Jacob can help bring Jan and the rest of them back. Locke says, absolutely. Locke says he's uh, going to go see Jacob, and he wants all of them to come along. Uh, they seem to agree. Uh, then uh, we go over to Richard and Ben. Richard tells Ben he's starting to think Locke is going to be trouble. And Ben says, why do you think I tried to kill him? <laughs> That's great. That's then, a great delivery. And then, and then Ben says, Poker, I barely know her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Call me Shirley, I barely Yeah. Um Take my wife, please. Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> you know, it's not often you can get away with saying that that line like that. You know, like <laughs> Why do you think I tried to kill him? Doesn't usually come across that way. No, no. Oh, like, and he hey, really like he own. says it in a specific. I, I yeah. love the way he says it. It's, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was. Uh... <laughs> and I think it, you know it's good because it connects to the previous part of this their storyline. When Locke says, you know, I did die. Right. And he sort of looks, he looks at Ben, and Richard looks at Ben, and Ben, like, mm-hmm. puts his head down like a sad puppy. Right. Uh, <laughs> but but it's never explicitly stated that Ben was the one who did it, so it was nice that Ben, I think Richard gets that now of he's yeah. the one who killed him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm confused, though, on, you know, what Richard thinks about Ben and, and, and why he's sort of talking to him and, and, de- and dealing with him. And I just feel like... You know, he was sort. Ben was sort of ostracized and exiled in a way, and and it's weird that yeah he's back, but it's weird that um, I don't know. It's weird to me that Richard's like, you know, it's like Richard and Ben, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, and, and and that's weird to me considering I, I you know I'm just curious why Richard isn't more uh, something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Ben wasn't sort of formally exiled like Widmore was for yeah. example it it was sort of just that he he left them and didn't come back for a really long time um uh, <laughs> and and basically sent Locke saying you know you're the leader now um, but it was but that but that ha- but that was not his choice that was what the island wanted i mean that was what this that whole thing was gearing up to right was Locke is the new one and ben's like the island didn't want to heal me and the island healed you uh, so yeah. the whole thing was not that Locke's the leader because i'm leaving which is kind of what ben says here but it's really that Locke is supposed to be the leader now and i have to leave and the island wanted him to leave and the whole thing was you're not supposed to come back 
Yeah. Slightly muddled by the thing from earlier in the season that Ben wasn't supposed to turn the wheel, Locke was. But overall, I agree with what you're saying. I do think that's the idea. Uh, Yeah. Uh, that it was over for Ben. But I I kind of felt like it was over for Ben, you know, as a leader, but he wasn't necessarily exiled like Widmore. Yeah, but and I agree with you, but um, obviously it's a fact. Um, I like to agree with facts. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, but it seems to me that uh, with um, – I guess I'm. I guess I'm wondering. I guess I, I'm assuming that Richard would think that the stuff that Ben did as leader wasn't necessarily good, since he was sort of, you know, made not the leader anymore. You know, so I'm just wondering if if he thinks of Ben as a bad guy or anything mm-hmm. else, considering that lo- long term, you know, he wasn't he wasn't the right leader. You know, right. Ben seems to have the ability to just kind of. I don't know, get along with anybody. Like he can yeah. just he can just insert himself in whatever scenario and just kind of be there and no one really seems to like call him out or ostracize him yeah. or anything. Like he's got this thing where he makes you he makes people forget how bad he is. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he's been he's been, you know, involved in various circles uh over the course of the last couple seasons and uh uh, it is strange. Every time I think, like, you guys are just hanging out with Ben. Like, that's just not mm-hmm. something that personally I would want to do. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 like, it didn't really surprise me because that's kind of what he always does, but I I do think it's weird. I, I do expect there to be more of a thing with him and Richard. Yeah. Than them, like, seemingly commiserating about Locke. Yeah, now it's now now it's it's, it's sort of going the, totally the opposite way of not only is he not sort of you know weird to Ben or or you know adverse to Ben in some sense it's like now it's like you know they're about to you know become best buddies because they have a common enemy maybe you know uh, right so it's yeah it's, it's interesting right. Yeah, um, of course, like, Ben, you know, tells Locke about this later. So I, I yeah. still don't quite know what Ben wants, but, you know, Ben's so slippery. Like, you know, well, Ben's, really... trying to, Ben's trying to uh, put a wedge between Richard and Locke. Yeah, I, mean, I guess playing, that's the point. He's playing both sides of it. I mean, he's basically doing, pulling, you know, like pulling a, uh, uh, what he did with, uh, what's his name? Um, now I forgot his name. Uh, he's dead. Caesar. Caesar, yeah. yeah. Who? Oh, Caesar. Caesar. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh, Caesar. Classic, classic divide and conquer. You know, mm-hmm. Ben's read The Art of War. Mm-hmm. Ben's read a lot of things. Ben's read a lot of things. I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. He knows what he can get away with, and he's just kind of doing as much as he can. Yeah. He can't I I think he realized he can't just shoot Locke again. <laughs> yeah, he can't just shoot him. Um here's another thing. I mean, obviously it was a pretty crazy thing that Locke wants to take all the all the others that are there, uh take them to see Jacob. Um I love how, you know, no one has seen him. Uh and I and Locke sort of assumes that Richard hasn't seen him and I don't think he Richard ever said he never saw Jacob. Uh I don't know if you guys remember any differently. 
But Locke sort of says that, you know, no one has seen him and uh, and that. So he's going to take all these people to go see that, him, but it's like, but you just said no one's seen him. Well, so what are they going to see? I mean, you know, other than maybe you talking to an empty chair, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I guess I thought he meant um, like no one was allowed to go try to see him. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a bigger point uh, to see he's making, but um, but it would be nice to actually see him. Right, right. But it does seem like there's some, like, it, it's apparently revealed in this episode that Ben never saw him. Yeah. So there's there's some kind of, and they were following Ben, you know, for some time. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you can be the other's leader and not see Jacob, apparently. Now, I, it's hard for me to believe that Richard hasn't seen him, and maybe he has, but, you know, Locke's sort of, you know, generalizing. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> um, uh, so, yeah, I think I think it's weird. He, he's, he's trying to – it kind of seems like he's gearing up to say, like, Jacob doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that isn't quite what happens, but that's sort of what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be like, there is no Jacob or something like that. Um, but uh, apparently not, or unless Locke was being very metaphorical at the end. Yeah. Um, He's going to go kill the idea of Jacob, yeah. which is to say, shed light on the fact that Jacob doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be lame. Yeah, that would be lame. <laughs> I, I hope that's not what it is. No, probably not. Um. Uh. Yeah, Locke giving a speech to the others about going to see Jacob. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is we're getting close to the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. Right. Here's the thing. He goes. Um, Locke is saying, you know, I don't know who Jacob is and why we're accepting orders from him. You know, sort of, you know, uh, taking him down a couple notches. And then Sun says, can he tell us how to find Jen and everyone else? And Locke says, absolutely. So I I think what's interesting here is, and even, you know, with the context of Locke wanting to kill Jacob, I don't think the idea is that Jacob, you know, doesn't exist, A, or B, doesn't have any power or, or knowledge, you know, or, you know, sort of insight in what's going on here. Um, or else I don't see Locke saying that. Um, you know, he might say, yeah, maybe, or he should be able to, or I'm hoping or something, but, uh, but he shouldn't say absolutely unless he thinks that or unless he's lying, uh, which I don't think he's lying. Um, so the idea of him killing, uh, killing Jacob, I think, uh, well, I mean, we'll talk about that, I guess, pretty soon here, but, um, but I think, uh, I think, I think there's both both things going on, and in, in that there's this sort of validation of Jacob, but a sort of reorganization of uh, of what Jacob's about. I think I think he's lying, and I think that's what we find out later. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like for whatever reason. Oh, when Ben when Ben asked him about what he said to Son. Yeah. You know, I that yeah, that came off as one of those, you know, that that whole I know what I said, but things. But uh I it to me it was the kind of thing of almost you know, when Ben had to go be judged for, you know I mean, it just seems to me that I'm trying to find that line here. 
Um, he says that's not why we're going to Jacob, which I, I'll buy, but uh, but doesn't mean that Locke doesn't think Jacob has the power to do this or the knowledge to do this. So that's kind of how it came across to me. I see. Because it can be both things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, honestly, if Jacob has no power, then, you know, what's the point? (laughs) I agree. I agree. A world in which Jacob has no power is not a world I want to live in. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, me either. Me either. Uh, anything else with this scene? Why do you think I drive like a home? I love it. It's great. Yeah, classic band. And, you know, I have to admonish Richard, too. Like, he says, I'm starting to think John Locke is going to be trouble. But it's like, guys, either Locke is supposed to be your leader because Jacob demands it, or the island demands it, or the island wants it, or this is fate or destiny, or it's not. Like, stick to it. If Locke comes in here rearranging the deck chairs... You know, like, uh, I don't know, I have a Titanic reference. Um, but, you know, <laughs> if he's rearranged, if he's, you know, ba- basically making waves, um, maybe that's what's supposed to happen. You know, like, no one ever thinks that when all this crap yeah. is happening. No one is ever yeah. saying, maybe this is supposed to be happening. If he's the leader and he's doing this, it's like the president. It's like, okay, you vote in the president, and then when you can't complain when he does his job, you voted for him to do this job, you know. The island wants Locke to be in charge. If you accept that conceit, then you should accept that. That I mean, not that what Locke, everything Locke's going to do is going to be right, but you do have to at least consider that. And he just considers it. Oh no, he's you know, he's he's uh, going against the status quo, so this is trouble. And I think that's a little short-sighted for a man who's presumably so old. <laughs> Take that, Richard. Um, Ouch. Does time teach you nothing <laughs> of men and mistakes? Um, all right. So I see you guys are really invested in that uh, topic, but um, any no, uh, I, I, I agree. I I see your point. I felt the same way. Good. I um, I didn't Good. think. You can stay on the show. <laughs> Check. All right. I will not be booting you from the call. Uh, uh, I, I, once again, uh, I didn't really think about it. Uh, I kind of just went along with it. Now that you forced me to think about it, um, I kind of agree. I, I, I think, um, I think, you know, if you're if you're going to be part of the others. Uh, you know, the others is not a, uh, you know, it's not a, it's not a democratic society. Uh, no. It, it's not a society where you sit there and complain about stuff and, and, and sort of get a voice in things. It's all based on this predestination and um, you're subject to the will of Jacob and, you know, there's all this crazy stuff going on and it's, it's, if you're really invested in that, it does seem like you would just say, okay, well, he's the leader, we're going to, follow him yeah so 
Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's weird. It's weird to be like, meh. You know, I know the island wants him, but meh. I don't, <laughs> I don't really like yeah. him. He's, he's, he's trouble. Here's the thing. Log just told them a scene ago, the island told me where to be at this crazy time that I'm going to come back. And, you know, like this incredible experience they just saw. Like the island told him that. So yeah. It's like, you know, maybe the island told him to take everyone to go see Jacob, too. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah, yeah, it's just sort of, you know, I don't, uh, like, this bothers me, and and there must be something wrong about that. Yeah, there must be something wrong, and, you know. And, like, it's, yeah, it's weird to have Richard, I, I really, I really don't know what he's about. I, it's it's really yeah. unclear to me. Um, especially now that we know that, like, the one thing, you know, that, that he did where it seemed like he knew what was going on was really just because, you know, he was in the future and Locke told him. And so, there, you know, it wasn't really about what he knew. Yeah. He's, he's met various people who are time traveling, but it hasn't really affected him very much, apparently. That's um, what's weird. Is, yeah, and his, his non-aging really hasn't done much, but in terms of the show, saved them some, like, makeup. You know, costs and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it could have just been a guy who ages and he's really young in the 50s and he's older in 2007. Yeah, they could do what they've done with Widmore and uh, Hawking and all that. Yeah, totally. So that's the thing. Like, this whole time traveling thing, you you know, seemed to be, you know, somewhat interesting with his aging thing and, and what he knows and all that stuff. But, you know, but, yeah, when he shows up the first time when we see him show up, you know, when, when Locke is born, and he seems all crazy, and how did he know? And mm-hmm. and he comes and gives him the test and all that stuff. But then it just seems like, you know, now it's like, why did he even do that? Yeah. You know. Um, he doesn't seem like he even knows why he did <laughs> No. Maybe somebody told him to do it. I mean, I, actually, Locke did tell him to go visit him when he was a kid, you know, when he he told him when he was going to be born. Yeah. Said, so maybe that's why he did that. Yeah. yeah. And so maybe later Locke will somehow, I don't know, go back in time and tell Richard to come test me or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but don't let me pass when I pick don't the knife. Don't let me pass. you got to test me, but I won't pass. But that's okay because I'm not ready yet. <laughs> oh, God. What if my pee <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's not and say we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I I don't know what Richard is supposed to be about. I don't know how he ties in with the others or the history of the island. And yeah, the aging thing hasn't mattered either. It just lets him be there in both times and be the same person. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's just a summary of what you said, uh, and I agree thanks, with all thanks. of it. Well, for the people who just tuned in, I got the recap of what I just said. Yeah, so. I, just, I just like to do that. Uh, uh, I thought I was going to say something new, but I realized I was just going to go ahead and reiterate what you said. So. <laughs> oh, well, I agree with it. So so there. All right. Um, are we ready for the next Anything thing? else? Oh, anything else? Uh, I got you know. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty big deal that, uh, you know, I mean, I wonder what the others think about the fact that they've never seen Jacob, you know. I mean, Pickett was like, he's not even on Jacob's list. Mm-hmm. You know, like, 
you know, that that calls into question, did did he, he probably never saw a list then, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I'd just like to add to that, that in this, in this scene when they all sort of set off, the, the scene is coming up where they're all setting off to, to go see Jacob. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at them, I'm thinking, these guys look exactly like the survivors of age 15. Like, they look like red shirts. They yeah, don't look totally. special at all. No. They just it did look like a scene from it looked like a scene from season one, and they're like, "Yeah, we're yeah. going to the cave, guys. Let's yeah. go." Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, it was weird. They, you know, they use that music know. too. They, that's they a, did. That, it was. That it helped. was. I think they were doing that kind of on purpose. But I agree. The others. I, I think so. I mean, certainly something's going on with Richard that's abnormal. Um, and and there's definitely some stuff you know surrounding them. Certainly the Jacob issue is weird, but like a lot of them really are just ordinary people. There's nothing yeah. crazy about them. I would say most of them are just ordinary people who speak Latin. Like why and where do they come from? Why and where do they come from? Oh, that, <laughs> oh, pertinent that, questions. <laughs> um, that's I think that's season six thing, but uh, yeah, that's not an answer. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. I, I kind of. I mean, honestly, it's got to be a recruitment thing too. I mean, Widmore and, and Ellie weren't born on the island. Not with those accents. <laughs> you know, not that island. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, I just so I just. Great Britain is an island. It is. As we were admonished. No matter no matter what people on the LLD say, <laughs> Great Britain is an island. All right. Desmond was right. Shame Desmond on was us. right. He should know his motherland. Shame on us. <laughs> and, and have access to Wikipedia. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? That's what that that's just what they tell us in America, all right? Maybe there's some anti-British sentiment from mm-hmm. you know a couple hundred years ago mm-hmm. that still gets into the school books. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Not, that's I what we learned. Something. What What are you talking about? Did you think that Great Britain was not an island? Next scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go ahead and recap very briefly for those of you who may have missed that. Um, yeah, in our podcast about oh god, now I don't remember what episode it was, but well, it was, I know I know the one. You're but it was very early in the season. It was the one about Desmond going to find Hawking in in Oxford, and uh, he's talking to uh, little Charlie, who's not. Okay. Little Charlie, um, about um, uh, about where they're going, and he says we're going to an island, and it's a it's sort of a tease uh, where he says uh-huh. you know called Great Britain, and then we on the podcast um, made the uh, made the uh, outrageous claim that uh, Great Britain is not an island, um, thinking there was more than one island. Yeah. Yeah, thinking that it was more than one island. Um, but, in fact, it's the United Kingdom that's not an island. <laughs> yeah. The United Kingdom uh, of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Great Britain being an island, and yeah. Northern Ireland being part of another island. <laughs> I think we unfortunately use, uh, you know, Great Britain and, like, you know, um, interchangeable with... Um, United Kingdom. With United Kingdom, yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I like I really exactly. I think, I, think I kind of knew that deep deep in the subconscious that that that, yeah. that actually was a place, but I had forgotten and I really did I thought of it the same way. I didn't 
if I thought it through, I would have I would have realized, but I I didn't, and so yeah, I uh, and and then we were uh, we were uh, as usual corrected uh, on the forum, corrected <laughs> by the uh, in that accent by the listeners. Yes, <laughs> we were very naughty. <laughs> so anyway, that's the uh, uh, Wikipedia actually even says Great Britain is sometimes used inaccurately to mean the United Kingdom. Ooh. They really, they really get it all, don't they? They do. They really <laughs> I know. Get it all. After all the indignities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't even get the name of the bloody place right. Incidentally, <sighs> the reason I looked up the woman who plays Ellie earlier was that I thought her accent sounded kind of fake, but it's not. She's English. <laughs> Look at that. We're, we're, you know, we're always on the lookout for fake accents. I, I've done that Perry, with an actor. Perry has trained me, and, and now I'm just Who? with everyone. Perry. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. That's the, the Australian accents seem to be fake more often than the English ones. Yeah. My, but my problem is, to me, Australian accents always sound fake. Although, to me, it's, 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 it's a more nuanced, I think, the Australian accent. Uh, compared to, I think, there's a lot of... And I'm sure, obviously, someone in Australia will correct me, but it, it just seems like you you hear different versions of the British accent more than you hear various versions of the Australian accent. So it sounds a little more nuanced, I think. Yeah, I guess. Which is why I think it sounds wrong, you know, sounds fake a lot of the times. But I did that once with a British actress. I was like, man, she's just totally faking because I thought she was an American actress. I was like, wow, her accent's not that great. And yeah, she she was she was English, so. Yeah, and strangely, Alan Dale is actually from New Zealand. Um, oh, look at that! And really doesn't sound like it uh, to me, at least. Um, apparently, I think Perry has said he could hear it, and I believe him. But I, uh, uh, I can't. He really sounds English to me. Um, yeah. I don't have my ears aren't finely tuned enough. Uh, to, to hear, like, if he was doing, the, he's definitely changing it. I mean, if he was doing the full-on accent, I think I could hear it, but. Yeah. Uh, when, sorry, you guys cut out for a minute. Who are you talking about? Whitmore? Alan Dale, yeah. He's from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Which makes him almost Australian. <laughs> Don't tell those guys. <laughs> Although I know that's heresy yeah. to say. Yeah. yeah. But, but Perry said that he's from this part. That's like saying, North. oh, they're from America. They're almost Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> They're almost Mexican. They're, uh, yeah. yeah, but but and, yeah, but Perry did say that the part of New Zealand that he's from, people sound like they're from Australia. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, I didn't hear what you said either. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Well, sort of. no. I can hear you. Yeah. You can hear me. Okay. I just I just was saying that Perry said that the part of New Zealand that Allendale is from is people sound like they're from Australia. Oh, that's right. No. You did say that. I forgot. Yeah. I don't know why I have this like encyclopedic memory of everything Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a fascination with Australia and it's centered around Perry. I do. He's the only Australian I know, but I don't even know him, so <laughs> Nice. I'm obsessed with Australia the way I'm obsessed with Canada. With Canada? Yeah. The Australia of the North? Yeah. 
you know, you as know, we call Canadian, it here. <laughs> you know, I just discovered it's Canadian. Leonard Cohen is Canadian. Leonard Cohen, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> Never mind. He's a really famous musician from ah, okay. back in the day. He wrote the off-covered song, Hallelujah. I have to say, I don't know what that song is. I have a very specific reason why I know who that is, and it's not because I heard of him in any, like, musical context. I, I understand that I guess he's famous, but, like, I only know him because he did the soundtrack to this movie that I like. What movie? Um, McCabe and Mrs. Miller. Oh. Robert Altman. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, he didn't actually do the soundtrack, but, like, his songs were used on the soundtrack. And so uh, that was the first I ever heard of him. I really think if you heard that song, you'd recognize it. It's really famous. Maybe. Maybe, but I often find that I don't recognize things, and I often yeah, wonder I, know. I do. Yeah, I know. we have these conversations, you, you then turn out to not know. Yeah, <laughs> Some, sometimes I know, though. Sometimes I know. You never know. You just got to go down that road and hope. That's right. right. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry to, sorry to send us down this Guess Who's Canadian path, because that game can be played for hours. Yeah, you can true. You can play that game, yeah, a long time. That's true. So, shall we go to the next scene? Guess who's not Canadian? <laughs> the next scene. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. That's what I needed. Um, in the next scene, let me make sure I'm in the next scene. Yeah. Uh, a uh, The Dharma guy, he probably has a name. I don't know what it is. Uh, cuffs Sawyer and Juliet in the sub and uh, asks them not to cause trouble. Juliet says, what are we going to do in Ann Arbor? Sawyer says, they... Uh, they aren't cops, so uh, they meaning Dharma. Uh, so when they get back, they're free. Uh, Juliet uh, doesn't know what the real world means anymore. Uh, Sawyer tells Juliet that whatever happens, he he's got her back. Uh, they say, "I love you" to each other, and then someone else enters the sub that Horace wants off the island. Um, and then uh, Phil says, "Cuff her over there with the others." And, oh, look at that, it's Kate. What? Kate says, hey. And Sawyer says, hey, back. Then the sub preps for departure, and we see the sub enter the water and leave the island for good. For now. Yeah. Yeah. So I love how, you know, there was that sort of euphemism of getting caught in a net. Remember that whole thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I love how the, 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 the new version of that is, is I got your back which just means I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like Valentine's Day. Why are you crying? Oh, I got your back. <laughs> just means I love you. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> now, when I tell you my shoes hurt... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. No I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> No one That's... is going to get that reference, Justin. <laughs> you you are on the phone with one of the two people in the world who <laughs> get that reference. And and the other person is not me. The no, Claude, you, you totally would get that reference. You've definitely seen it. I've seen what? It's it's a it's a Mr. Show reference. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's oh, a, I am it's the a other pure person. one. 
It's sort of obscure, I guess. But you've definitely seen it. All right, then I get it. <laughs> I must, right? And I've seen it. But I gotta tell you this. Uh-huh. Speaking of I, um, keeping on topic, uh, <laughs> <laughs> for a little saw, dialogue between the two of us. You know the you know the guy who was a writer on Mr. Show, the few sketches in season four, and he plays uh, Pete on Dirty Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he was a writer on Mr. Show. Yeah, I yeah, found that out yeah. and I was shocked. Wow. Yeah, he's, in a, he's in a few sketches too. Yeah, he uh, is. Okay. Yeah, in the Monster Mash sketch or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I saw him. You saw him, and now you're breaking up. You saw him what? I saw him getting off the one train. It doesn't matter. I saw him is the point. Oh, okay. Getting off the one train. Everybody, go to the one train. That's where you're likely to see him. Did yeah, you say, one hey, train, Pete? One train at, the, at 14th Street. We made eye contact. Oh, there we go. Nice. Ooh. Was, he, was, he, was he bald in real life? Yeah, he's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Movie right, magic has that. its limits. Sorry about that, everyone else. <laughs> That's interesting. I love hearing um, uh, celebrity sighting stories. I hope you put it on Gawker. Uh, I, I did not put it on Gawker Shocker. Oh. But I did also see Gabriel Byrne about four days prior to that. Whoa. Oh, wow. Did you tell I me was, about that? I don't know, but I love him. I, I yeah. must not have I'm been... Not, I'm not much... You know, I've lived in New York City for about seven years, and I'm not big on celebrity sightings. They don't typically titillate me, but those two were really exciting for me. Nice. Yeah, wow. Gabriel Byrne. Was he, making, yeah. was he making some sort of religious theme movie? Yeah, it was exactly like Stigmata. Awesome. <laughs> No, but we actually walked within, like, three inches of each other, and we made sustained eye contact. I, I felt like we made a connection. It's like when I saw Maggie Gyllenhaal on the, sh- on the street, we were crossing the street in opposite directions, and mm-hmm. she was, like, laughing and having a good time talking with a friend, and then, her, and then we made eye contact, and her smile just totally disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, quiet looked, civilian. <laughs> yeah, it looked like I had completely ruined her day. Oh, you should have asked her where her baby was, and where is old uh, what's, who's her, who's her husband? Uh, what's his name? Sarsgaard, old Sarzy. Oh yeah. Oh, she's she's married to Sarsgaard. She's married to Sarzy. Oh my God, the 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 new John Malkovich. The new John Malkovich. Hey, you know she was in Secretary with Dan. Speaking of Dan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we maybe? Nice. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. I don't think it was. It didn't seem to work. (laughs) Well, it's good in in the idea of a segue, but in terms of functional use, yeah, it didn't really work. Yeah. I was just surprised in remembering that he was in that movie. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see him from now on, it's going to be weird. Yeah, totally. because, Because YouTube recommended for me after I, I guess, watched that commercial that he did for Subaru mm-hmm. um, for me this montage of all of his scenes from the movie Secretary and it made me wonder who would want to watch a thing like that and then I watched it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you said ah me the cycle <laughs> <Yeah>. is complete <laughs> exactly. I agree
agree. You know, a lot of stuff online, just to continue the tangent here, a lot of stuff online is like, why would you want to watch that? But somebody watches it, you know. Yeah. Someone will watch it. But, yeah, it's like, why would I want to see all, like, all of this, like, one thing? Yeah. Um, like, Justin, I sent you that thing, the uh, all 172 episodes of Star Trek Voyager playing on at once. Oh, uh, yeah. It was just, like, this video of all of them playing in, you know, little small boxes. And you can't hear the audio. All you can do is just see it, and it plays, like, 16 times speed or something. And it's just like, who wants to do anything with this? But I watched it and I shared it with a friend. So now I'm talking about it, you know? Now I'm talking about it. Have you seen the Star Trek movie? I haven't yet. I heard it's great. I heard something crazy about it. Um, I I don't know. I guess it's a spoiler, but no, I don't hear I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. I, um, like, I wasn't. I, I am now officially a Star Trek fan, but I wasn't really excited about the movie because, basically because, first of all, I'm not a fan of prequels. Second of all, I'm not really a fan of the original series. Yeah, me um, neither, but this is supposed to be really good. Um, and Everyone who's seen it says it's good. I have to say, what I've heard about it definitely doesn't make me excited to see it. But Hey, how many times have you said that phrase? <laughs> A lot. I said I'm just a lot. saying. I'm just saying is all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Okay. Yeah, it, it may very well be good, but I uh, look out. I don't know, I'm just yeah. saying. Like, if you want a Star Trek movie, you might want to watch something else. Yeah. That's or watch saying. this one. It could be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen it yet. You don't know. That's true. That's true. Um, I, I admit, the, I have not seen the movie. I only know the vaguest outline of the plot. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to be good. I, I always had high hopes. I think it's actually probably going to be better than I had originally expected now that people have seen it. And seriously, every, people who, like, have no reason to really love it are just like, it's really good. So and the question is, what are what do sort of diehard Star Trek fans think? And that I don't know. Yeah. But what I do know is next scene. Okay. Uh, uh, did did we really even talk about this scene? Next scene. <laughs> I mean, this scene with Sawyer and Juliet on the sub. I mean, maybe there's nothing more to say, but next scene. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't have anything to say. Stuff on the sub. Um, yeah, they're not going to go to Ann Arbor. Okay. Um, I got your back. I love you back. Back, back, back. <laughs> okay, um, let's go to the next scene. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're good yeah. on this. Then All we, right. leave. We, talked, we, we talked about this a little bit. Earlier. I just wanted to make sure we yeah. didn't uh, skip over anything oh, vital. Well, well, I did want to point out that the engineer says, stand by main vent, and then he says diving position. Mm-hmm. So that, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, they spent a bit of time with the the you know the to do of of getting a submarine going. It made yeah. me wonder, yeah. like, if they had stolen the sub, if they'd be this, able to pull out that off. This yeah, is the yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did want to say that, that it reminds me of Eel's podcast last week where you're talking about 
like their plans of taking the submarine and leaving (laughs) like on earth would they pull that off yeah so we get to see all the people that it takes to actually move the submarine yeah these are all people who know what they're doing they and yeah and they know what they're doing and they're all like in sync and uh all that stuff yeah next scene okay next scene back in the tunnels uh Said suggests that Hawking only wants to uh, detonate. He's just talking to Jack here. That the uh, she only wants to detonate the bomb to annihilate Dharma. Jack still trusts her because 30 years from now she's going to help them get back to the island. Said says. Said says, and that makes you trust her. Then they arrive at a, a larger sort of room. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Uh, a chamber. Chamber. Yeah, chamber. That's good. Yeah. Um. Um, and uh, in the middle, uh, sitting on a on a thing uh, covered up, is Jughead, which then Hawking uh, uncovers. They all look at it, uh, and Hawking says, "Well, now what?" <laughs> Lost. Lost. <laughs> yeah. Um. I wonder who she's asking that question to, because. Jack, Saeed, and Kate don't know. Oh, Kate's not there. Jack and Saeed don't know. Yeah, uh, Richard's the one who said, you know, he he seems to know how they're going to get it out of there. So, yeah, you know, I guess he's the one to ask. Yeah, it's a weird, uh, weird way to sort of end this thing because it's like, um, well, obviously they're setting up for the next episode, but, right, you know, what... You know, like there's some. Uh, I mean, wh- yeah, I don't even know what what is next. Because <laughs> I mean, do, are they going to go move this thing now? Is that the next step, or do they have to like do something to it? Or I'm 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 very anxious to see what happens. So. Yeah, I really don't know. I kind of feel like they're going to move it, but uh, maybe they got to do stuff. I have no idea. I've never. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me. I've never actually detonated a uh, hydrogen bomb before. <laughs> so really, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Does it, does it say that on your business card or not? <laughs> what does your business card proclaim? <laughs> it doesn't say that, but it it really uh, it really shouldn't because I've never done it. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I want to turn turn uh I want to turn to a part of the scene which is uh, possibly less interesting, but I. I want to at least get a, a word or two out about it. The scene with uh, with uh, with Jack and Saeed, where he says, you know, she's just doing it to annihilate the Dharma Initiative. I guess I guess Saeed hasn't been around, and he doesn't necessarily know sort of what the whole story is and why she's doing this. Um, mm-hmm. um, but then, of course, Jack doesn't use that as an explanation, but rather uh, what she's going to do uh, in the future. Um, I don't know. I, any like I, I don't really know what to make of that conversation. Like, why is that there? You know, I, I don't really understand what they're trying to communicate with that. I don't understand really where the characters are coming from exactly. It's like that. The, the whole it's just perplexing to me. So, can you help me? Um. So you were talking about the the, the first line Seed has, like why he says that she's just wants to. Annihilate the Dharma Initiative? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right with your first point that Saeed is missing a lot of what's going on here. Uh, I mean, I guess of all the time travelers, he probably knows the least 
Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, yeah, it's really her motivation isn't to dar- to really annihilate the Dharma Initiative because, um, I mean, based on the idea they set up that you know these sequence of events are about to happen, and if they if they blow up the bomb, it's gonna basically. Uh, you know, they basically cut to, you know, 2004 and then the plane won't, won't crash. But that doesn't have anything to do with their present conflict with, with the others and their pr- presumably ensuing conflict with the others. And and she was never told that. I don't remember Jack saying, if you blow up this bomb, the other – I mean, I'm sorry, Dharma, I keep saying others – that Dharma is just going to be gone. So Saeed's kind of wrong in his assumption. I don't really think she's motivated by that. She's motivated by not wanting to shoot her son. Right. You know, um, so I think maybe that could have been Jack's rebuttal and, and, you know, um, you know, 30 years from now, she's got to send her son back here to die, you know, if Jack sort of understands it that way at all. But, um, so I think that's part of the problem is Saeed's kind of wrong, uh, you know, that's, that's not what she's going after. Um, what was the other part that was confusing? Well, the, the whole trusters. Situation. I just, I just don't understand like what the point of this scene is. Like, do they, what do they want us to think? Is it just that Saeed doesn't know stuff, and so they want to have him speak up and at least question what's going on and not just follow along, or, or what? Are, are we supposed to think? Oh, maybe she really just wants to destroy the Dharma Initiative. Like, like, like I, I, I don't just, think we we're supposed to think she's trying to destroy Dharma. Um, okay. The, there's just no evidence for that. Like. It doesn't make any sense for her to think that um, that I can that I can tell, you know. I think the scene is here. I mean, if you look at it, there's really not much there. It's just they get to the thing and take the cover off. I do think it's a good time for Saeed to, uh, you know, sort of question what's going on here. But but maybe what they actually came up with isn't that interesting or relevant. Um, right. I don't I don't really know. I mean, you see here again, Jack is just really stuck on this idea of, you know, because there he is now, she tells us how to get back, and, you know, because she told us how to get back, that means that she knows that she's right, you know. That's what Jack's idea is, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, you know. Did I miss anything good? <laughs> I just pro- you- Probably not. I, I'm dwelling on this on this little exchange between Jack and Saeed um, where, where he suggests that yeah. Hawking just wants to destroy the Dharma Initiative. I, I wasn't gone for very long. Okay. One thing I don't like that, that I guess I, I never really thought of, Claude, in, in all of your drops calls, is that when you call back in, you have to listen to that same thing that starts out the podcast every time. Yeah. Yeah, you have to listen to that again. Man, again, I've never realized again. that. I guess I've never had a drop call. I, it weirds me out. <laughs> that really surprises me. That's so weird that you actually hear that again. It'd be yeah, great if you could just drop right now. It's weird, but, um, yeah. Because it records the first one, but it doesn't record exactly. the... Exactly. Well, that's that's what I thought was so strange. I was like, was, that's so weird, because whenever... This has happened to Claude. It, like I don't hear that. Yeah, they, yeah. It's basically I guess they it only records the first one. They, they play it to you before you get to go really join the the chat. Right. Because you you know you couldn't hear us talking or anything like that before. You have to listen to that. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway. It's that's French for message. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Did I tell you? Did I tell you I took French this semester? <laughs> 
you, you know, I I figured it out. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Um. All right. So you're ready for the next scene? Yeah. Uh. Just yeah. This. Uh. I, I see your point here. I don't. I don't really. I mean. Yeah. What are they trying to communicate to us? I don't really know. I. I don't. You know. Unless. You know. They're not gonna. They're not gonna blow up the barracks. So. You know. Yeah, you're right. Good point. They probably won't do that. Unless, you know, that's why the barracks look so disheveled. Although, I guess I'd expect the hydrogen bomb to do a little more than make the barracks look disheveled. It's not, it's not a hand grenade. Yeah. Yeah, all right, all right. Anyway, no, you're right. The, it shouldn't do that. So. Hey, you know, I want to also throw this out there real quick, that the fact that the bomb could have been leaking for the last 20 years might decrease its uh its its explosive yield, mm. which might which might which might help it uh, be sort of a better tool to you know do whatever they're gonna do with it versus mm. just a tool to kill people. Right, right. I'm gonna throw that out there because that that's that's the point they made that it's leaking. So yeah, yeah you're right. It might it might also decrease fertility. There it is. Ooh. Why can't we have any babies? Just a couple, you know, a couple hundred meters underneath is, you know, irradiation machines. What's with this? What's that? That's a radiation machine. <laughs> they didn't know what it was in the seventies. <laughs> oh, the radiation machine. Wow, yeah, that, could that really be it? It's just, it's just the radiation. But what, but, but wouldn't that affect? But that's the thing: the people aren't having problems getting pregnant; they're having problems delivering the babies. Yeah, it seems more complicated than that. But they could still yeah. say that, and it would be, you know, a crappy answer. Yeah, they, I think if it's they not wanted. as crappy as some of the answers will end up with. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, take that. Ouch. Gazing. <laughs> that was a diss. Yeah, yeah no, nah, some, of the, some of the answers, of course, will be bad. I mean, you can't expect them all to be good. At least I don't. But, yeah, at uh, this point. But, you know, <laughs> ouch. But, yeah, I uh, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping the big ones are at least somewhat good. Yeah. That's, 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 that's all I can cling to. Okay, so are we ready for the next scene? Yeah. Okay, this is the last scene. So here we go. Woohoo! You made it, folks. Um, yeah, congratulations. Uh, back at the others' camp, uh, it's morning, and the others are marching out to go marching out. Is that an expression? They're marching to go meet Jacob. Uh, ben tells Locke about Richard's concerns about whether Locke knows what he is doing. Locke says he appreciates Ben telling him this. Ben says, I'm here to follow you now uh, to help you reunite with your people. Locke says he isn't interested in that. Um, ben uh, says that he told Sun. Otherwise, Locke says he knows uh, that's what he told her, but that's not why they're going to Jacob. Ben says, then why are we going to Jacob? And Locke responds, so I can kill him. And then Ben stands there, shocked as the others pass by, Lost. There it is, the line that stunned Benjamin Lyman. <laughs> Never before has he been stopped dead in his tracks. Literally. He's always several steps ahead, but he didn't see. 
see uh, this coming. He couldn't have predicted this one. Yeah. Even with his fancy predicting machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the radiation machine. Right next to the radiation machine. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's not working so well. Probably. I don't know. Probably. The radiation from the... <laughs> Uh, but Sinia predicted that with his prediction. Ooh. Uh-oh. That's confusing. Um, yeah, so... You know, best Best line of, you know, of locks in a while, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, great. That was an Lock. ending right there. If anybody said, yeah, you know, in season five, I think, you know, Locke's going to die, and he's going to be resurrected, and then he's going to come back and lead the others to Jacob so he can kill him. Yeah, that's my crazy thing. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, nobody would have bought that one. No, no. No, no, not buying it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, but somehow that's the world we live in now. It is, yeah. Yeah, no, that was definitely... For me, this ending was the most surprising of the season. Um, Yeah. uh, And in general, like, I thought this season had less sort of punch with their endings um, than they have in the past. Yeah. uh, they were still good, but not quite as um, as making me desperately want to watch the next episode. Well, um, yeah, because all the crazy stuff was what was actually happening in the episode. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, didn't have to rely on the punches. That's the thing. Like, in season two, it would be like the only good thing would be the end. Yeah. And, and they would just <laughs> they would just throw in a really cool line. Oh, motherfucker. This is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes, press star 8. It did. It really sounds like that, that, that description you just gave really sounds a little more like season 3. Uh, description needs to be what? What? You, know, you go all the code and it's just un, almost unbearable. It rolls in a TV and it's, and it's like, whoa, what is this? Or, you know, Alternately, Ben rolls in a TV and the World Series. You know, like that was, I feel like that was season three. Season three was the season of not very good episodes with really good endings. There were a lot of those, like. I see. No, but I really think season two had a lot of those, um, uh, especially in the middle. But I, I, I thought it was a better season all in all, I guess. Yeah. Season, uh, season two? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just I feel like season three was worse overall, but I feel like they did less of the let's just have let's just blow you away with the ending. I felt like they they were worse episodes and the endings weren't as good. I mean, it, you know, yeah. Um, like I I really don't think season three had the same kind of endings that season two did. Like they, they just they really it seemed like they put all their time in season two into making those endings good. Yeah, let's start an army, you know. Yeah, like. yeah, that's the classic one. But then there's, yeah. there's a, a similar one with, with Saeed and Charlie where, tell me, Charlie, have you forgotten? Yeah, all yeah, and all the stuff yeah. with, you know, especially with Michael and all the stuff deals with him. And, yeah. You know, like, yeah, there was a lot of go- that going on. Yeah. Oh, I liked that. I think I forgot about that one. Have you forgotten? Distortion says what? <laughs> Sorry. No, what did you say? I just I just said that I forgot about that ending with Saeed and Charlie. I really liked it. Uh I'm not I'm not even saying I don't like it. I'm just saying like they they had those where they would just you know, they would just hit you with something at the end and like the rest of the episode was sort of blase compared to that. Yeah. 
you know. Um, yeah. It's going to be tough going back and watching the show, uh, you know, anytime soon after season six because the tone has changed, the pacing changed, you yeah. know, like um, – the characters are different. I mean, it's going to feel really slow in the beginning, I think. Oh, yeah. You guys are still in the swan that hasn't imploded yet, you know? like Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it's going to be a lot of that. It'll it be is, fun, but it'll be it'll be an adjustment, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, they definitely really took their time with things early on. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, um, uh, uh, Anyway, my original point was I felt like this season, as you pointed out, like the episodes themselves have been crazy enough. They don't need to blow us away at the end because they've already blown us away at the yeah. beginning and the middle. Yeah. So, so it's it's they don't have to rely on that anymore. And, but this was this is the first example of the season where I was like, God damn it, that's oh what the fuck! Yeah. I gotta see the next one now. Totally. You know, I really want to know what that's about. Like, well, that's, and it's appropriate that the next one is the finale. So. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Coincidence? <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Winky dink, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Why I said that? <laughs> what a ridiculous Winky word. dink, yes. What terrible. Terrible. No one should say that. I apologize to li- to people with ears everywhere. <laughs> Whether you can hear or not, I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone without ears. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, you know, kind of sucks not to have ears. I, so Vincent uh, Van Gogh has got half an apology. I apologize <laughs> to you. Dang! <laughs> Thought I'd make an artistic reference there. Wow! 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 <laughs> Ear jokes. Who knew Ear we jokes. were going to go there? Ear art lost. Who knew we could combine all three? <laughs> wow! Wow! Trifecta. It is. So let's talk about this scene, guy. I guess we kind of are. Um, anything yeah. else with? Uh... I mean, we talked about it before a little bit, you know. Um, yeah. So whether or not, oh. you know, Ben is. Go- I'm sorry, Locke is going to. Locke really thinks that Jacob can uh, bring them uh, together with uh, the other Losties mm-hmm. that are in the past. Um, and that's a, that's what's interesting. I think is the idea. Hey, maybe. Well, I guess that didn't happen. But I was going to say. It, with time travel, I mean, maybe not on Lost, but with time travel, there is the idea of, okay, maybe you did see them die, but maybe we can go back before they died and get them out of there kind of a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think that that idea is valid here. Um, yeah. yeah. Not that I really think they're going to, you know, obviously whatever happened happened doesn't work for that. but Right. Uh, but it could be, you know, they, they could be saying, well, maybe that's what we need to do now is, is get them before they die. Maybe that's how they change things. Mm-hmm. Instead of preventing the plane crash, they just prevent them from dying in the past. Yeah, I kind of thought that when they said that he watched them all die, I kind of thought, well, that's not going to happen. So, what's the yeah. explanation? And and yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. But I want to say, I I kind of don't want him to do that. But um, you know, I guess we'll have to see exactly what I saw them all die means. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in the next thing. Um, uh, yeah, as for what Locke knows, or what Locke thinks Jacob can I, I, I totally believe that he might think Jacob can help or, or whatever, but it really seems like he's just – I mean, he pretty much says he's not interested in that. So it just seems like whether he thinks it or not, it's sort of not his mission. Well, yeah, doesn't mean it won't be relevant to what Oh, happens, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, of course. Yeah, the definitely doesn't converged. seem like his, his – it's not his number one priority. I think he – I mean, he, he did promise Son that he would help if he can. He did, yeah. Uh, and I think he means that. But, um, uh, you know, that reminded me earlier of when, like, Locke, before they leave the first time, I guess, you know, he tells Son to stay there when he and Ben and – I guess Richard are going to go to that to the incident with Locke getting shot. He tells Son, you know, stay here. I'm going to see what I can find out, you know, presumably in the guise of getting Jen back and all that. But all he does is go and fulfill that little, you know, sequence of events with, you know, the time paradox. And then he comes back and he looks at Son like, you know, son, I don't know what kind of look he gave her, but he didn't actually go, like, find out anything in terms of reuniting uh, the, the groups. Wait, what? When is this that you're talking about? This is earlier, earlier, earlier. Like the first time they leave. I feel like I didn't even care to see that scene. The first time who leaves? The first time that that Locke and the group leave uh, the beach. Locke and Ben and and Richard. Yeah, when they go to do the compass thing. Oh yeah, they go to the compass thing. Oh, did he tell Sun then that he was gonna go find out? Yeah, he said. Uh, well, he, he says, tells Sun, he says, "Stay nothing. here. We'll be back in a couple of hours. I'll see what I can find out." But whatever happens, Sun, you have my word. There's a way for you to Jen to be together. Oh, uh, okay. If there's a way to separate people, I'll find it. Okay, okay. So okay. he 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 tells her, "I'm gonna go see what I can find out." But what he goes to do kind of has like nothing to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up because it's not that interesting. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Too. You're right. Uh, he didn't really keep that promise. Um, uh, it kind of seems to me like he's just stringing Sun along. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I don't really know why. Um, I don't really know what his motivation for doing that is. But, uh, it's weird you know, because, you know, he you – know, he, he never approaches Son to try to get her to come back to the island. But then he's just sort of misleading her now about his willingness to sort of help her find him. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how, how it's going to play out. You know, but I have to say for Son, I really don't, I mean, I really don't like how she is right now. I mean, I feel like you know, she's just kind of this, you know, I don't know what to call her, but she's just sort of sad and waiting around for everyone else to sort of help her, uh, which, you know, is reasonable considering the crazy stuff that's going on here. But um, I I just, I guess I expected her to just be more like, you know, the son we saw in like season four when like in the future, you know, like when she was, when she told her dad off and, you know, she did all this, you know, she was like ballsy. She went up to Widmore, like all this stuff she had went through. I thought she could use that sort of energy and mentality and tenacity and come back and find her husband. 
you know, but it's just like she gets there and she's just like pleading with any person who will listen to help her. And, 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 you know, and, and even though I think she doesn't have sort of the knowledge to, you know, be 100% proactive, I still feel like she's not like sort of at all sort of strong or like, you know, has grown from her previous experiences and all that. Um, because I think for me to, to vindicate son in, in the long run, uh, you know, it needs to be that she left her child because she was, you know, positive with her heart, you know, with her faith that she could find Jen and, and reunite their family. You know, I don't want it to be, well, she just wanted to go find her husband again and, you know, screw her kid. No, I, I think she plans on reuniting them. I, I think that's all fine. I just, I, I agree with you up to the very end. You know, what happened to the son who's going to hit you over the head with an oar? Yeah, exactly. That was like, that wasn't that long ago. I think yeah. she, you know, it seems like she was just really rattled by, um, you know, maybe by Christian and then by John's reincarnation or, or reanimation, I guess I should say. And then um, and then the center change with Richard. But I'm I'm hoping that in the season finale she's going to be kicking some ass and busting some heads. Hey, there's I, no time I, like I, the present. Yeah, but but we'll but, see. We'll see. I, yeah. I I see her. I see her sort of coming in around. You know, really, there there hasn't been that much time that's transpired since she was a badass. And sort of yeah. During that time, some really weird stuff, weird disorienting things have happened. I mean, finding out that Locke is still alive, I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, what's she going to do? <laughs> I don't know what she's going to do, but crying about it ain't going to help. That's all I'll say. Oh, I kid, son. <laughs> I Ouch. kid. Um, no, I, I I don't know. Like I said, I made my point, I guess, and I guess you agreed. It's just, I just would I – would, I just wanted to be – you know, I don't want her to be season one, son, on the beach – Upset that she can't, you know, show her womanhood because Jen Jen won't let her, you know. Um, she should be badass, son. So hey, the finale is next episode. So if, if ever there's yeah. a time for a badass, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, finale. yeah, yeah. I bet, yeah, I could see her day with some crazy murderous moves next week or this week. Mm-hmm. Maybe or related. Some ore-related injuries. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Watch out, she's got an ore. <laughs> oh, no, it's the deadliest weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Not that anyone has died from it yet, but you know what I mean. Yeah, hey, guys, I'll just I'll also bring this up uh, for those who are ca- keeping score at home. Uh, we still got to see that scene of whoever shot at Juliet and Sawyer and those guys in the boats. Yeah, you're right. So, I think that know, might be coming, though. I let's think, hope so. I think we might get that, because I definitely think we're going to pick up some with Bram and Alana in the finale. Mm-hmm. Since we didn't we didn't see him in this episode, I definitely think we'll see him then, and I, I think that's a good opportunity yeah. to have that scene and ha- have that tie-in somehow. You know what I would like to know? Um, how Locke thinks he's going to kill an apparition? Well, yeah. that's the whole thing. Is what what has Locke realized or think he's realized uh, in terms of Jacob? Like what you know? I guess I, this is a appropriate time for my theory here. Uh, Absolutely. With the end of the podcast, um, 
is that I, I'm assuming a couple things, or I think a couple things. One is Locke has realized that uh, when he says he's going to kill Jacob, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's literal. I think maybe he realizes that uh, for Jacob to, for whatever the greater good is, Jacob needs to die, and maybe you know, uh, maybe that's how you save Jacob. You know. Um, is to maybe release him from whatever form he's in or something like that. Um, I, I think whatever Locke is going to do is not going to be killing him in any antagonistic way. I think it's going to be in some sort of, like, greater good way or he he's realized that this is Jacob's purpose and this is, you know, this is what Locke is supposed to do. You know, I think the fact that Locke himself died and now has a purpose, uh, you know, lends itself to the idea that maybe Locke thinks Jacob needs to do the same thing, you know. Um so I, I'm curious to see if it's um, if it's something the island is telling him to do, or if it's something that Locke has realized based on his experiences, which is actually motivating him. I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I want to bring up uh, a slightly different aspect of it, which is uh, earlier in the episode, Locke uh, asks, uh, no, not asks. What's the word? Um, tells. Thank you, tells. <laughs> that is the word. Now, how do you spell it? <laughs> T. <laughs> e. Uh, he says that 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 the island told him, you know, uh, when and where to be, basically, so he could, mm-hmm. uh, you know, give himself the watch and take out his bullet and all that, and you know, have Richard do that stuff, basically. So, you know, he basically says that he was talking to the island. Um, mm-hmm. um, I want to say that, you know, I want to, first of all, interject that maybe that really is what he was doing, you know, when he ran off a couple episodes ago when they were in the uh, in the barracks and, you know, he, he just left and came back. Like, I want to say maybe he really did go do that since he is saying the island told him stuff. He went to go talk to the island? Yeah. Yeah, whatever that means. That's a tiny part of what I want to say. What I really want to say is, um, now that he's going to go kill Jacob, it really seems like the island and Jacob are different things. Oh, yeah. This is the episode that really put a wedge between those two. Yeah. Like, he's really speaking about them separately. The island told him to do this. Now he's going to go kill Jacob. Like, I don't think the island said, come kill me. Like, that'd be really Mm -hmm. weird. So it really seems like Jacob is an entity on the island. The island has its own will and you know, desires and all that. And, and Jacob is this separate thing that is on the island. And that's, that's to me, that's a big step forward. I mean, that's something I we've been speculating about for yeah. quite some time uh, on the podcast. So I, it, it was, uh, I was really surprised that they went in the direction of actually they're different and not they're the same thing, which is what I thought. And but the question still is, are they how connected are they? You know, is uh, is Jacob some sort of just manifestation of the island's you know will or something? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and if if Jacob dies, then you know the lock becomes that or something, or another apparition becomes that, or is it that they're really just two separate things and the island you know could care less about Jacob or something? You know, mm-hmm. we still got to figure that out. Yeah, that's but, true. That's but it true. definitely seems it definitely seems they're not. 100% interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. They're not just synonyms. I mean, even if he's the island's will, like, there, there is some separation there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it wasn't clear that, you know, before that that was the case. It kind of seemed like the others were getting orders from the island. Um, 
You know, and that's the thing. Even if you can't see Jacob, they were hearing him, right? I mean, Ben, what wasn't Ben hearing him? Like, how is he? You know, if you never heard or saw him, be like, how are you getting orders, buddy? Yeah, it's it definitely raises a lot of questions. Uh, if he wasn't hearing him either, uh, he certainly acted like he was hearing them. And there are things like Jacob's list, and you mm-hmm. know, everybody's always questioning what Jacob wants. It does seem like. It would be really strange if no one's ever seen or heard him. Um, yeah, it's like, how do you... Unless he's communicating telepathically or something, but yeah. you, there, there is some sense in where you're hearing him, I'm thinking, but uh, but I don't... I haven't, you know, used my telepathic powers in a long time. John, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew that about you. Yeah. You, uh, you, you decided that it was... Um, that it was unethical to uh, to uh, use those powers uh, unless I knew, you. I knew you were going to say that. Unless you had a. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sorry. It, it, once once you start, it's just you're just prying into people's minds left and right, and you know um, it worked in the 1800s when you know nobody really thought anything. But <laughs> <laughs> nice. Take that 1800s. Ouch. 1800s are hurt. <laughs> I had thoughts. I had thoughts. Uh, I hope that was Benjamin Franklin saying that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was, but what about I, the kite upon the I key? Because he's British, right? <laughs> what did you say? I'm sorry, what did you say? I said uh, that's funny because I was hoping it was Charles Baudelaire. Um, <laughs> good, good choice. I'm really glad to answered that. Anyway. So, any other big things to talk about in this ep? I I I I think you might be right because it is just so shocking that he would say, "I'm gonna go kill Jacob." Yeah. Do you really think he's gonna um, walk up and stab a knife through Jacob, right. and that's the end of that one? Yeah. No, I mean I don't think it'll be like that, but I'm not sure. Um, I'm still I'm still slightly curious if he actually if it's actually an act of goodwill or if he actually thinks that Jacob is somehow you know oh some, god i just thought of something someone who shouldn't be leading them and someone who who needs to die because he's you know he's yeah. you know, he's sort of not fit for that job or whatever and that he is sort of killing him maliciously like i i feel like that's a possibility i don't think that's going to happen and i especially just came up with this awful idea of uh oh what if okay if let's go with the idea that Locke is jacob or jacob is Locke. Oh no. And 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 he and Locke realizes, you know, he needs to kill himself again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what he that's what he realizes. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I made a lot of people sick on this podcast multiple <laughs> times. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How sick did you get on the last Lost Love? We need to put a warning on this one. <laughs> I know. Don't eat prior to listening to this one. You will vomit at least three times. <laughs> Someone's like, I listen to you guys at work, and I'm a chef. Damn it. <laughs> no. No, not in the pasta primavera. <laughs> <laughs> Italian yeah. restaurant, I guess. Um, I guess so. That's definitely not a good place to vomit. No, because you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Right. Oh, 
She's pretty saucy. I don't know. <laughs> Who ordered the peas? <laughs> that really good to make people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a real vomit. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, the power to induce vomiting has never seemed so exciting before. I got to say that. It, it, there's something about that. Wish I had, like, a gun I could zap people with. That... <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. That's, I don't know. It sounds like a movie I should write. Yeah, yeah. Not a gun. <laughs> um, vomit so, gun. Yeah, so what, what were you saying? Me? Oh, weren't you saying something? Was I saying something? <laughs> Me know. talking? What? I, I thought I thought I finished my thought, but maybe I didn't. I don't remember anymore. Something about putting money in my account? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heard something about a hundred bucks in my account because uh-huh. I'm, you know, I don't know, right. just because. Right. Mother's Day. Mm. Mother's Day. Yeah, Mother's Day's over. <sighs> Not on this coast, baby. <laughs> And by over, I mean almost over. <laughs> She's like, it's not over. I have to take my mom out later. 11.35. Let's go out, Mom. <laughs> Come on, Ma. <laughs> you got 25 minutes of Mother's Day. <sighs> um, yeah, so... If we're done talking about the episode proper, uh, you know, it's always good to, you know, speculate. Uh, sure. Any 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 ideas upon? I think we should we should probably go down the the roster here if we have time and 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 see who's where doing what why okay. next next episode. Mhm. Mhm. So I guess we'll start with uh, let's start in reverse order. We got we okay. got La Ben and Locke and Richard and 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 the others. Yeah. So presumably they're gonna go. Kill Jacob. They're gonna go kill Jacob. Yeah. So they're presumably, I'm guessing, gonna go to the cabin. Um, is it, I, is the cabin gonna be where? You know, like where is it gonna appear? Or well, it, yeah. I I guess uh, Richard's gonna lead him there. Oh, do you know? Dare we? Dare we get an explanation for the ring of ash around Jacob's Ooh. cabin? Ooh. Dare we? <laughs> we daren't. We daren't. Uh, you, know, you know, we're all gonna we're all gonna need to try really hard not to watch the uh, the guest credits in the beginning because it might be cool. Yeah. Ah uh, yes. Pull up. But pull, actually, pull most of the surprise people these days mm-hmm. like pull, are just on the show all the time. That's what you think. Like who would they pull out? Oh, I guess there could be some people. Anyway, okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Who could they pull out to surprise you? How I could don't they know, possibly surprise us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I relinquished what I said. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that would be crazy if we uh, actually got an explanation for that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I was wondering if that could tie in somehow with the with the um, with the hydrogen bomb. I don't really know why a hydrogen bomb would cause a ring of ash, but I, I wanted to make it work. Maybe maybe it's the other way around. Maybe you can explode a hydrogen bomb inside a ring of ash. Ah. Nice. There it is. Boom. You just did it. It's the, it's the Oppenheimer principle. <laughs> of course. They kept that one secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
yeah, I also wonder if the Christian thing's going to come into play. Like, if they're really going to see Jacob, if Christian's going to be there, if he's going to do something, if Jack's going to see him, if like if the the relationship there is going to be explained. Is he really the island? Is he really Jacob? Like, what's you know all, all that, that and more next episode? Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, I know. I'm, you know what? I think you bring up a good point. I I'm kind of thinking maybe they get to Jacob's cabin and Christian's there. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I'm thinking maybe Locke Locke wanting to kill Jacob might be postponed or yeah, you know de- deferred. Like, yeah. Yeah. It does seem like the full Jacob explanation can't happen now. Yeah. Seems like it's too early. I feel like we'll learn something, but it'll be like with Smokey. You know, we'll. We'll we'll find out more, but not everything. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like they can't. Can they really kill him? I I really, I really don't think they're gonna kill Jacob. No, they're not. I mean, uh, what do you mean by kill? Right? But yeah, I don't I don't know what I mean. But whatever I mean, they're not gonna be able to do it. I feel like they're. I feel like if they show up and Jacob's there, something's gonna happen. Uh, it, it, you know, if this is where they want to get to now, I don't think it's gonna give us everything there is to know about Jacob. Whatever happens, but um, but I think I think if they get there and he's there, something something's definitely gonna happen. Uh, if he does try to kill him, you know, but but what does that even mean? I mean, how do you kill something you can't see or talk to? So right. Yeah, it's a really vaguely defined thing. Yeah. So I I I I'm thinking Christian Christian might be the one who shows up and he's like, you know, Jacob's not here, man. <laughs> Why does he talk like that? <laughs> you know the whole thing. I don't know I don't know where that's from. That's some old thing, I don't know, from the seventies or something. Oh. Okay. You know, uh I forgot who I forgot who it oh, is. Oh, that does sound familiar. Dave, Dave's not here, man. Yeah, what is that? That That's whole thing. thing. You're not here, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Someone uh anyone out there uh if you could uh tell me. I could like do a search, but I'd rather you just tell me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious. Thank you. So um, if no one tells me, I'll do the search. Yeah. So if everyone just wants to not tell me, please feel free. <laughs> it's 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 good to make me work for things sometimes. Yes. Builds character. Character and calluses. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. Okay. So we got we got those guys. They presumably continue on their mission with uh, killing uh, killing Jacob. Um, they probably don't succeed and might end up seeing Christian instead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the next I think I think they might actually see Jacob, but I don't think they're gonna kill him. Okay. That's the only thing I'd add to that. But Jacob's I, gonna be I a pup. Like Maybe Christian, Jacob's a puppy. I oh God. Can't kill a puppy. Not on T V. <laughs> so true. So true. And a good rule that is. Um uh I I also think we'll see Christian. I kind of want Jack to talk to him somehow, but uh, but maybe that's season later. six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season six. <laughs> Got a point there. Um, although Jack is sort of in other you know hostile other territory now. I mean, he's in deep in the tunnels, and mm-hmm. I, I think it's not outside of Christian to 
pop up uh, in in a place like that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think you know, it seems like um, Jack and Chris, Jack seeing Christian, really having any sort of conversation. I really think is is next season. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Just but, like Saeed reuniting with Nadia is next season. Oh, gosh. Don't ask me how it's going to happen, all right? <laughs> I don't know. It's got to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they'll change things. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, okay, so Saeed, Jack, uh, Eloise, and Richard. Um, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, Richard's not here. He's in the other scene. <laughs> oh, wait. There's two of him. There's two Richards. There's two. He's in every scene. <laughs> all of them. All scenes. Any of them. All of them. Uh, so, I guess we talked about it before. These guys are going to go try to move that thing, I guess. Now, here's my question for you guys. Do they have to go move it where the incident's going to happen, you think? Like the Swan Station? Maybe. Because that was my idea before, was that the bomb was buried at the Swan site, coincidentally. Right. Uh, but apparently it's just coincidentally at the barracks site, well, so I was kind of yeah. right about something there. It was a coincidence, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, your idea would have been simpler uh, and sort of more straightforward in what I would expect them to do. Uh, it seems like what they're actually going to do is is weird. And, I mean, hydrogen bombs are pretty powerful. They don't necessarily need to be, like, right on top of it to have an effect. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Well, my, kinda... my concern is more the new, neutralization factor. Uh, you know, I feel right. like, you know, if, if the, if the incident happens, you know, somewhere over here and then, and then the bomb is, you know, five miles over here mm-hmm. and it goes off, like I, cause you know, what I'm expecting is some sort of neutralization of the bomb right. and I don't want any like fall, you know, there shouldn't be any fallout from the actual explosion. Yeah. Um, so, so if it's on top of where the incident occurs then that would make mo- the most sense, I think. Right. And they uh, do seem like they're going to move it. So. Yeah, no, I think they're they're I think they are going to move it, and I think they're going to move it to where the swan is, uh, and then try to detonate it and possibly succeed. Uh, but I think the incident will still happen, and the swan will proceed, and they'll realize that that they're that they're better off not changing things. All right. Yeah. Why are they better off? But it was their destiny to play this part in the in like making the incident not as bad, like something like that. Well, not better off, but like they shouldn't take back what has happened. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious on what the lessons are going to be learned here by the end of all this. Um, there's 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 a lot going on. A lot of people, you know, not everyone has the same amount of information and perspective on what's going on here. So it'll be interesting to see who thinks what was a good idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because just because you know, yeah, I mean, hopefully the you know it, it, maybe it will be something where they minimize the damage or something. But it's like, well, you know, you guys were here, so you kind of helped cause the damage anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> and then you can blame Rosinski too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, is he going to die in the next episode? But I forget that he's got a while to go before. Yeah. uh, 
Yeah. Or his time is over. What do you think about Phil's prospects? It is not looking good for Phil. Not I, looking good for Phil? I, I have to say, if anybody, uh, you know, is going to die over there in the Dharma world, I think Phil's a good... Horace can't die either, uh, or Chang. Wait, here's the question. Is Phil on the sub or not? He was on the sub. I mean, he got time. on there when Kay got on there, and then they took off very shortly afterwards. But yeah. I wonder if he stayed or not. He, he might be on the sub. He might be on the sub, or he might. If he's on the sub, then, like, maybe Sawyer could kill him. Yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, maybe he'll just die for some other reason. Or, or maybe he won't die. But I definitely think, you know, now that they've kind of made him evil, and we don't have reason to believe that he survives, you know, he's, he's, up, he's up for grabs as far as being killed. Yeah. His shirt might as well be red. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, who else? Um, any any interesting Saeed predictions? Anybody he's going to kill with his feet this season? <laughs> I, uh, uh, I, no, I have no idea. I mean, with what Saeed's doing right now, yeah, I guess I guess he could kill people. Probably not with his feet, though. Did he, did oh, because his shoes are wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just thought how horrible it is for these people to be traipsing around just soaked, soaking wet. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. But we know Jack doesn't mind at all. He gets out of the shower and puts his shirt on right away. Oh, he does, he does. He's used to wet clothes. He loves it that way. But you know what? No one loves wet shoes and socks. i got to say, I don't know anyone who loves Not that. Not even Jack. He, that's... Look, this far, no further. Yeah. I, I will not. I will not walk around with wet socks. <laughs> you squishy and slurpy. Yeah, nobody wants that. Yeah, wet know? socks are terrible. They're really one of the one of the worst things that can happen to you because of water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought of three terror suspects who would disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yikes. And a, and, and a couple of hundreds of thousands of hurricane victims who might yeah. disagree with you. And but your point remains. People who have drowned. <laughs> <laughs> gurgle, gurgle, you are wrong, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the sound of drowning. Gurgle, gurgle. Yes. How offensive to drowning people. I'm sorry. No, that's bad. Yeah, no. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that my statement was an exaggeration. <laughs> Please take it as such. All right. Duly noted. <clears throat> you but, will not be getting a call from the National Water Council. But I, <laughs> yes, I've clearly burned my bridges there. But I do have to say <laughs> that... Uh, you think the water would help? <laughs> Uh, I, wet socks are bad. That's all I'm saying. Wet socks are bad. I agree. Um, <laughs> I'll back off the uh, worst thing ever uh, claim. So, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, like, they could encounter a problem. You know, someone sees what they're doing or whatever, and they try to stop them. And, uh, what? You think, you think they're going to encounter pro- problems in the finale? Oh, nah. Why would they? <laughs> I'm sure it'll be just... You know, every, everything will go right, and yeah, they'll 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 do exactly what they want to do with with. We'll no probably obstacles. get a couple of scenes with everyone's like, man, things just worked out so perfectly. Like, damn, that was easy. Jeez. Wow. 
Why didn't I shoot my son before? <laughs> oh, man. Woo! I hope we get that line. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bit much. Why didn't I shoot my son before? <laughs> Apparently so that easy. just makes everything easy. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, so as you uh, noted obliquely, uh, they will probably encounter some sort of obstacles and that may or may not give site opportunities to kill people. Uh, I, I want him to kind of not necessarily kill people if he has to, unless he has yeah. to. Because yeah. uh, I, I, I want him to be, uh, you know, a little bit more conscious just about that these days. But uh, um, uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, if he has to, uh, you know, that that would probably be the point where it would happen. Um, but I can't really call anything. I really have no idea where they're going or what they're like yeah. to encounter. Yeah, there's a lot. There's just a pretty open-ended uh, right now. Yeah. And uh, for me, the most, like, the thing I feel like I know the least about is the sub. You know, like, I really I really don't know where that plot line's going. Um like, the disappearing thing seems plausible, but beyond that, I really don't know what they're going to do with the sub. Like, are they really just, is that going to be it for them? I mean, what's going to be the story on the sub? Like, I feel like they're going to go over there, you know, and what are they going to do? What are they going to do? What are uh, they going to Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um... You know, there's a lot of things that can happen on a submarine, you know, uh, I know from experience. <laughs> <laughs> So many things. I'll just, I'll just leave that there. Right. Um, the next thing I'll say is, um, I mean, I could see maybe something happens with the engine. Something happens with some emergency. Maybe a saboteur on board. <laughs> Look I at don't that. have to tell you what French that's French for. <laughs> um, a sabotager, that's what it's French for. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't want people to not know. Uh, it was not fair to them. Um uh, but, uh, so, I mean, maybe I could see something happening where there's some need to stop the sub and to surface or something, and then there's their, that's their escape route to maybe, um, I don't know, is there some sort of speed vote on that sub? Maybe they can get out of the, get out of the porthole. <laughs> maybe a rocket pack? I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Some snorkeling gear. Can we get something? (laughs) Dharma rocket pack, please. Oh man, that'd be fantastic. Oh, I hope that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Sawyer, Juliet, and Gabe put on rocket packs and fly back. You know, well, in true, in true, you know, uh, heightened conflict. I think there's only one rocket pack, and Sawyer has to decide which of the two ladies. Uh You know. Now he he takes it. Now he's got to choose. Who's going to fly in the rocket pack? <laughs> Only got enough gas for the two people. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Uh, and then Juliet, and then, you know, then Juliet's like, you know, take Kate, you know, and then, and he's like, what about you? And she's like, I told you I have your back. And then she jumps on his back. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I don't know why I'm not a writer on the show. I didn't show. think you meant literally credit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why are we writing on this show? I think we, we you know, we, we obviously have it down with what they really want to get at. 
how to make it interesting. Screw time travel. I want rocket packs. <laughs> rocket packs and really bad one line. Yeah, and literal declarations of their love. <laughs> That's all we want to see in the finale. <laughs> Just lots and lots of that. Yeah, please. And no wet shoes. No wet shoes at all, please. No, I will not. I will not tolerate any more wet shoes. I will throw this detail in there for uh, those who care. Uh, I did see Ellie wrap the dance journal in plastic before she went spelunking. Ah, nice. Uh, Not really spelunking, but... I did not notice that, but I think spelunking is a word I want to use anyway. Yeah, water spelunking. Yeah, there you go. Aqua, aqua spelunking. Yeah, yeah, even better. So the the journalist is, is safe. It's the not going to get wet. Safe. She didn't ruin it. Because I was thinking about that when I was watching it again. I'm like, didn't they all get wet? What about the mm-hmm. journal? But she wraps it up. So. Bam. I didn't even care about the journal as usual. Uh, uh, but uh, I'm glad they actually handled it. Because, yeah, that's one of those things that uh, yeah. they should have to pay attention to. Because they're the writers. The rest of us get to ignore it. Yes, we just can make fun of things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, is that all the main characters, pretty much? I mean, obviously Ben's going to have some... He's got a, a plan or two I'm sure he's going to try to uh, carry out. Oh, you know who else there is? Is uh, Hurley, Miles, and uh, Jen. Oh, those guys. Yeah, and Chang. Well, I think they need to probably go... I thought they were going to go rescue Juliet and Sawyer. So did I. It didn't really work out. Um, oh, and by the way, Kate, come on, honey. Why are you getting caught every like every oh, time no. she goes somewhere? That was classic, you know, Kate. Born <laughs> to get caught. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, I I really hope that before the show's over, there's a point where she could get caught, but doesn't. But doesn't. I think that'll be a big step forward for her. Yeah. Because she, yeah. she just has a horrible history of, like, going off on her own and getting caught. And just getting caught. And making what things she worse think, for was, people. What did she think she was going to be able to do when she got back to... Yeah, like, you know, really, became, like, I didn't mind her leaving. I sort of liked the idea of her saying, oh, you know, I'm, I, yeah. I, I don't agree, and sort of going off on her. Like, I, that worked for me. But, you know, Saeed was out there for several days and, and, and never was caught and was really worth it. Because <laughs> he stayed in that one spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the secret. Come on, Kate. You shouldn't have moved. Yeah. Stay in that one spot. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's sort of the prototype, like, it's possible not to get caught. Like, they really mm-hmm. wanted to catch Saeed. So, you know, it's just it's just really crappy to me that that she gets caught again because it's just so – I just – I really want um, – I really want her to get beyond that at some point. Yeah. That, that would be really satisfying to me. But, yeah, it's – oh, God. Again, again. Here we go again. Again with her getting caught, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it bringing an extra complication because Sawyer and Juliet are ready to go off and live their lives, mm-hmm. and you know, just be together, and that's it. It's good enough for them. And then Kate shows up. Then Kate shows up. <laughs> it just ruins everything. Yeah, just kills the mood instantly. Yeah, it was it was bad. That look on Juliet's face. She's just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you uh, again? Uh, of all people. Why couldn't it be anyone else? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like of all people, it's Kate. Yeah. Yeah, the worst one. But, you know, uh, Sawyer has made his choice. I, I almost feel like it's a non-issue that they keep bringing back up. I, you know, I don't feel like Kate's after Sawyer, and I don't think Sawyer's after Kate. So it's it's almost like a needless, you know, conflict. Yeah, I agree. I agree. At this point, it's it's yeah. They you know, I mean, it's it's a, it's weird because they, they've played it up, but none of the characters seem to know that. Yeah, I mean, Juliet's obviously a little insecure about the situation, but you know, Sawyer didn't leave the island for Kate. You know, like he chose yeah. to stay. Uh, he knew it wasn't going to work out. She's made her peace with that, I feel like. Yeah. Everyone's cool with it. It's sort of new for Juliet to deal with, so it's understandable she's upset about it. But uh, but it's just like neither one of – Jack and Kate – I mean, Kate and Sawyer don't – There's I don't see a future for them. I mean, it'd be weird if there was one at this point. Yeah. You know, of them together, just like, you know. Yeah. So it's interesting that they keep throwing them, the, the, the you know, Kate between Juliet and Sawyer, but um, – yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's sort, of like, it's sort of like they think, you know, if we just toss these three together, like, something will happen. But they never really get a lot farther than that. Like, it, yeah. they don't actually make like, the thing happen. uh-oh, something's about to happen. And then nothing <laughs> happens, and it's like, uh-oh, something's about to happen. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's, it's I, yeah, I, I don't, um, I kept, I thought they were going to do something with that, you know, when she got there like right at the beginning and it's it's just become clear over time that Sawyer is you know he's comfortable with with uh the choices he's made and he's just not particularly interested in reevaluating them yeah um so uh I I don't uh I don't I I really feel like that plot isn't over only because it's it's still going. It's yeah, they're 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 keeping it running and it's sort of a long running lost plot, you know. Yeah. On the character level, like the Sawyer Kate thing goes way, 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 way back. Um, it's older than Richard. And yeah, it is <laughs> yikes. <laughs> and and the strange thing about that is of course, his relationship with Juliet is much longer but in terms of the show, yeah, uh, it's much shorter. So it feels like he has way more history with Kate, even though that's not actually true yeah. in the way the story's gone. So they're really responding to what the show's about more than sort of the reality. Bad so lot. anyway, I do think they're going to play with that some more before the show's over. Oh, yeah. It seems clear that... Well, it makes me wonder if Jack and Kate are really going to end up together. Yeah, yeah, Jack's on I mean, a weird path right now. I, I yeah, I really. Uh, it, to me, Jack is like two steps from becoming a monk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think if he could seriously, I feel like if he could just find, you know, obviously he wants to sort of make things right as much as he can. But if he could find a nice, quiet place and just like be mm-hmm. be alone, I think he would relish that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's just in a, he's just in a weird place. I don't think he's you know trying to get Kate back. You know. No, he's definitely not trying to get Kate back. He wants to do his thing, and uh, if she wants to come along, okay. But if not, <laughs> it's you like know. Kate, the one that ran away and then got caught. <laughs> 
No, he seemed uh, pretty much okay with letting her leave. He didn't yeah. seem particularly upset about it. Unlike, you know, sort of how he's been in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't want them to shoot her, but, you know, I mean, that's, you know, common courtesy, I think. Yeah, yeah. Respect but, for human life, at yeah. the very least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think he hates her. Hear that, Saeed? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Ouch. I do wonder if Saeed is going to have to face any judgment uh, Mm. for his actions. Ooh. uh, With or without a smoke monster present. Ooh. Um, (laughs) Or at least, you know, maybe see little Ben again before this is all over Mm -hmm. and, and have to just sort of be... You know, Ben won't remember getting shot, but, uh, you know, little Ben won't remember getting shot, but, you know, Saeed will have to face the little kid that he shot or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I kind of, I really feel like Saeed will, my guess is that, I don't think he's going to, I feel like before the end of the show, he is going to have to kind of answer for um, the, the the large number of murders he's done. Uh <laughs> Over the years, I, I do think that's going to come into play, and I kind of feel like he's going to die at some point. But, yeah, yeah. But, you know, basically for that reason. I think he'll still pretty much die heroically, and, and I think, you know, in the end, you know, we'll understand why he did what he did and and sort of, you know, basically sympathize with him. But but I, I don't think – I want to say he's not going to die yet. I, I feel like if he dies, it'll be next season. I think I definitely think he's dying next season. Uh, I mean, I, I get a you know a small part of me thinks he could die in this finale, but I think I think next season, definitely. Yeah. 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 It'll be a sad day when Saeed Jarrah is gone. It will. Like I kind of feel like if he's gonna die, I feel like they'll give him a send off episode. He, oh, he, yeah. he deserves that. And I feel like if he was going to die, he should have died in that episode where he shot dead. Um, but uh, since this is the finale, I feel like they're not going to have time to really – and it's not like the Charlie thing. And even in Charlie's case, like, they gave him an episode, a send-off episode right before the finale. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I feel like they're not going to have him die, you know, not really for that reason. But I feel like if, if he was going to die, um, you know, they, they, would, they would give him sort of more time to, to really get – some, you know, get some story uh, time and and extra uh, uh, blah. Oh God, I'm getting really inarticulate. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, uh, before he dies. Before he dies, yes. <laughs> something, something before he dies. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, you know, more time in the spotlight, basically. Yeah, you don't want him to just show up after not being around for a little while and then, oh, he's dead now. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. pull a Dan. Pull a Dan, exactly. <laughs> or a Michael, even. Or a Michael. Um, but, you know, well, Michael Michael deserved better. I can I can certainly agree with that. Uh, Michael is probably the exception um, to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I like to think they'll uh, they'll do more for Saeed. Dan was a newer character, so I'm I'm not. And they did give him a send off episode, so yeah. Uh, so anyway, I hope I, I hope he doesn't die. I I, I want Saeed to to take it a little farther to you know have some uh, have some more uh, ha- have more uh, for get further along his sort of arc. 
Yeah, totally. I think I think there's more there. Is Jen still on the podcast? Um, we lose her? She's she's there according to the phone. Is she listening? <laughs> Apparently Is her not. cat listening? <laughs> Meow. Meow. <laughs> um, well maybe we lost her or she's otherwise occupied. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Uh yeah, it had been a while and I'm like, I haven't heard her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Well, mystery on the LLD. Mystery, yeah. She just disappeared. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. if. Uh... Maybe we should have Kate come find her. <laughs> Maybe we should. All we have to do is set a trap and you'll find Kate. <laughs> nice. Um. Well, cool. Um. Anything else to talk about on this old podcast? Uh, nothing comes to mind at the moment. This was this was uh this was a pretty thorough one. What's the what's the clock running? Six thirteen. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Well, um, I guess folks, you know, get your predictions in on uh, how long you think the season five finale podcast will be. Yeah. Um, Justin, you want to reiterate our, uh, our, our highlights here for finales? Our highlights? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, season two, the first one was six and a half hours. Wow. 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 We're, we're, we're about to hit that right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, season three was actually, um, uh, 13 hours long. Whoa. Um, which was a, a bit of a jump, and I'll say still impressive. Uh, we don't often go that long. Yeah. Uh, lucky for everyone. Um, and then uh, last season, the season four finale was 17 hours. Boom. Which, that was serious. Uh, that was some serious podcasting. It really blows me away how long that was. Um and I really don't know what to expect for this year. It's getting harder and harder to beat the previous year. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we only have two more, so that's good. But, damn, 17 is a lot. Should we uh, – dare we get to 20? Is uh, there any uh, hope we'd get to 20? I, I would like to get to 20 uh, in theory. <laughs> I want – you know, for me, I want I want this season to be 20 and next the final season to be 24. And yeah. you have 24 hours of listening. Oh, and then we will then then you know you can email us for directions to the next to the nearest uh, insane asylum. <laughs> yes, yes, that is the only appropriate response. Doctor, doctor, we've got another one. They've listened to Lost Load now for twenty four hours straight. <laughs> Please help them. There's nothing we can do. They're put them in the back with the others. <laughs> I agree. That that seems like a good plan, uh, and I would definitely like to uh, to carry that out. Uh, we'll see uh, how yeah. long it actually comes out to be. I guess it depends on sort of what the episode is. But uh, yeah, uh, it, it's it's mostly depending on what's in the episode, how many tangents we do, how yeah. much there's to talk about, how much yeah. you leave for questioning. But you know, um, the finale is definitely the podcast where you can just 
you know, let it all mm-hmm. go. It's, there's really no because you got nine limit. months till the next episode. Yeah, it's time to just let it all out. So yeah. I think you know it'll it'll probably be long. I certainly think it'll be a long yeah. one. Like five hours. Yeah, like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Um, there will be plenty of time for uh, for for retrospective talk too. So that that also makes it long. Because we got to yeah. look back at season five. That's true. Yeah, we, we got to look bringing back. up a lot of plot points, and yeah, that takes up time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's that's best of, worst of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a long one, folks. Yeah, yeah. Buckle up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As such, it might be um, it might be a, a little bit later than usual because it might take a little longer to record. But uh, you know. Bear with us. I'll, I'll probably post updates or something because you'll probably want to know when it's coming. So yeah. if you go to like tld.net, I'll, I'll probably kind of inform you of what the uh, what the status is because I I somehow doubt we'll actually be able to get it out as early as we usually do. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just a prediction for me. If we do, that's great. But you know. Oh, we should start podcasting now. Yeah, let's. Yeah, I mean, if we, if we want to finish on time, we really need to start like the Thursday after. Yeah, you know, uh, and just do it. Uh, uh. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Awesome. Well, it's been another awesome podcast. Oh yeah. Um. Want to thank Jen for being on, and hopefully she is somehow listening but can't respond. <laughs> but that's okay. Maybe she's Jacob. Ooh, yikes! Some some people can hear her, but we can't hear her. We can't because we're no, not ma- the chosen. Because we're because we're Ben, right? Wait, how are we Ben? I don't want to be Ben. I don't want to be Ben either. <laughs> I want to be Vincent. He's got no worries. He really does have no worries. <laughs> I'm a dog. I don't know how I'm time traveling. Because <laughs> I'm a dog. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Um. Well, thanks, Jen, for being on the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks for having me. I'll be back next season. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Uh, Catch us next week, guys, with the big uh, season five finale. We're we're all excited. I'm sure you are too. Um, oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big one. I think it's uh, bombs oh, yeah. will explode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparitions will be smited. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> incidents will occur. Incidents will occur. Um, uh, you know, uh, people named Phil might get their comeuppance. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. I think, uh, submarines may encounter problems. Submarines might not reach their intended destination mm-hmm. on time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There may or may not be rocket packs. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I, I um, certainly hope so. There's a lot, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Said, I mean, uh, uh, Kate. You know, she might get caught again somehow. Mm-hmm. She she could find a way. She could find a way to get caught, caught when she's already caught. Yeah, you know? she's just that good. Yeah, at being caught. 
You know, I love how when Sawyer called, I guess the guy's name is Mitch, the guy who was in the sub Yeah, with him. yeah, the new guy, yeah. Yeah, the new Eric with a K. Um, <laughs> so he calls him Nemo, and at first I'm thinking Nemo, finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But then I'm like, oh, Captain Nemo. Yeah, the real yeah, Nemo. The real Nemo, exactly. And that's my point is finding Nemo is totally uh, screwing over the reference of Nemo from yeah. Captain Nemo. Most people will be like like me, like, what? Finding Nemo, what does this have to do with a fish? Mm. <laughs> you know, I often ask myself that question. <laughs> <laughs> now, what does this have to do with a fish? Yeah, yeah. It's a valid question most times, especially at Red Lobster. Right. They have no idea. <laughs> you get your food, and you're like, what does this have to do with a fish? <laughs> uh, red lobster. Ugh. Butter biscuits. Yeah. Oh, butter biscuits. So <laughs> well, that's how they come naturally from the ocean. Right. <laughs> right. So they call it sea biscuit. It, it was it was a it was a thing before it was a horse. <laughs> before it was a horse. <laughs> Why do you call him Sea Biscuit? Because <laughs> he likes to eat those biscuits from Red Lobster. Wow, you're really just tying together something. a lot of threads there. I, I know, right? I never knew they should have put they should have put me on the JFK case. They really should have. Yeah, I wasn't born yet. Well, that would be a problem. Damn it. Um, all right, well, we're just stalling, so... Clearly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where everyone turns their volume down and gets back to work. <laughs> yeah, they're done. Yeah, they're tell. done. Everybody knows. Um, all right, guys. Well, we will catch you next week. TLLD.net. Come say hi. Come talk. Uh, there will be a lot to talk about, I'm sure, after the finale. Uh, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.